You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with. Hey, yo, 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 it's your boy B Rocker. B Rocker? What? What? I don't know what that means. Who are these characters (laughs) you're creating every week? (laughs) I have multiple personality disorder. (laughs) Yeah, I think our listeners are realizing that. I'm I'm, I'm on this podcast with a crazy person every week. (laughs) I mean, you can love crazy. Gotta love crazy. Gotta love crazy? Yep. I don't gotta love crazy. (laughs) You cray cray. Crazy, sexy, cool, TLC. Oh, you haven't even gotten that far in Jessica Jones, have you? Cray cray? No, I don't know who that is. No. It's not a person. It's a phrase. Is, has that has that come up in episode three? No. Okay, no, then. More like six or seven. <laughs> then shut up. I don't want to know. <laughs> Wait, have we? We talked about Jessica Jones already, though, right? No. We didn't talk about Jessica Jones at all? No. because oh, we, we have, saved it. That's right. Because we haven't seen it. So why would we talk about it? If we, I saw seen- we both saw one episode last week, didn't we? Yeah, we saw one episode, but that was it. Oh, so we decided to hold off on it. Yeah. So we just get Jones this week. I didn't add that in my notes at all. <laughs> Blurred Vision, the podcast well, has I mean, prepared. We're not going to talk about the whole thing, though, because obviously I haven't seen the whole thing. Yeah, but... You, we, and neither have you. Did you finish it? No, I didn't finish uh, it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's. I think I even said this last week. It's not as compelling as season one. But so says you. So says me. Did you disagree? Are we going to fight this podcast? I, dis- I disagree. No, you don't. <laughs> no, I do. I do. I like it. I just haven't finished it. More than, but I said it's not as compelling in season one. Oh, yeah. No, I agree with that. You, you contrarian <laughs> son of a bitch. It's just like, whoever you say the opposite, Jordan. No, because when you said that, I'm just thinking you say that it's not good. You didn't listen to me. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't listen to me either. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Hey, Ross, first of all, you are. I'm. Now, peel back the curtain on the podcast a little bit for the for listeners. There's no peeling back the curtain. Uh, I'm peeling back that's the curtain. Pa- that's Patreon. <laughs> I, I, I'm not in the Blur Cave this week. I came to Michael's place to record. And, uh, yeah, and I was, uh, no, you got to Don't tell half the story. What do you tell half the story? No, the only reason you're here is because you're finicky. I'm about to leave the house. You're like, did you leave the house yet? You're like, no, I'm about to, I'm, no, first, you even know no, where I'm first, going. Even going, <laughs> even going before that, I'm like, are you, let me know when you're ready. He's like, I'm ready now. I'm like, okay, fine. So I get dressed to go leave the house. Jordan's like, wait, did you leave the house yet? I'm like, yeah, I'm in my car. I'm driving. I'm about to leave. He's like, no, don't come yet. Don't come yet. I'm about to do something. And I'm like, ah, so I thought you were ready now, bitch. <laughs> I wasn't even going to go there. You didn't even know where I was going. You're all defensive. <laughs> I was going to say, just to, so the audience knows why this is, but I'm at Michael's place right now, and he's shirtless. Looking like Drax. Whatever. And, Dra- and Drax is the same thing. We're just like, oh, I wasn't listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so you said all that. Shut up. And you didn't even know where so I was going. Like Drax is sexy. <laughs> I mean, Drax is you know, Batista. So. But yeah, we, we, this is a long way to say that we've got jam-packed episodes with you guys. And it's hot, that- it's hot in here. Shit, what the fuck am I going to have a shirt on for? 
That's your excuse? Yes. <laughs> Not that you just naked all the time? That's why I'm, I'm always naked because I'm always fucking hot. Like, this room is hot. Like, yeah. even touching the wall because I'm right above the boiler, so it's hot in here. That's why you're naked and you're yes. all the time? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the excuse I'll go with. Yeah, that's what he's sticking. That's, the, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm sticking to, guys. Um, but yeah, we got jam-packed episodes with you guys with things that I don't even have in my list. So, Jessica Jones, <laughs> we'll do a, a spoiler and non-spoiler review of uh, what you've seen so far of Jessica Jones, how we feel about it. But we we're, we're also going to talk about um, uh, a few movies we've seen this week, namely Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is the video game adaptation that is actually good for once. Maybe. Not like Assassin's Creed and is it? Mario Brothers. Stay tuned. Mortal Kombat. Street Fighter. <laughs> Street Fighter. It can go on for days. <laughs> uh, we got DCT of the week as per usual, but no Arrow this week. Which I thought was weird. It is weird. Because they're usually always on the same schedule. Yeah. Just out of nowhere. It's just like, no Arrow. Yeah. Because right, the suspense of last week's episode. That's just less, that's just less I had to watch this week. <laughs> the League of Shadows. It's so suspenseful. We've got to wait a week. Pins yeah, and needles. But you know what I was This episode on? better be fucking amazing that you had to wait a week. It's not going to be. <laughs> but you know what was amazing and you know what we're going to talk about and you know what I wasn't pins and needles about Michael The Flash <laughs> no 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 run Iris run fuck you <laughs> that was great da, 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 Dragon Ball Super da, 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 Goku I hate yeah okay yeah, you don't know no <laughs> <laughs> I love this episode I was hyped but then they killed it for me I was like okay fuck out of here oh, with the all right. we'll talk about it i know what you're talking about I'm, we're on the same page but before we get into that all killed that it, that killed it for me but we'll yeah we'll talk about it yeah before we get into all that though we have itunes reviews let's get into that right now first oh, up reminder don't forget to read emails emails also that i'll do that right before we get into news um you're gonna forget <laughs> No, because you're here to remind me. No, I already said my reminder. I'm going to forget later. <laughs> so you need to remember. It's like you get one. It's like one in the chamber. And after that, you've got nothing. Gotcha. It's like, right. to- it's like Tomb Raider with that door at the end. Once you solve it, it's gone. <laughs> the door just falls out. It's yeah. gone forever. <laughs> All right. Our first review comes from Stanley Wannabe. It's a fireside review. And the subject is, this is my opinion. Retry hashtag contrarian. Oh, well, I just said that about you. You're also a contrarian. So what does he have to say? Uh, Stanley says, "What's up, guys? I just wanted to say that two episodes ago, man, it's I my can't. opinion. This podcast sucks. <laughs> I can't remember two episodes ago though. Right? It's I'm too like, long ago. Yeah, it's too long ago. Uh, two episodes ago, when you guys said a quote unquote black movie would make less usually. Oh, when you said a quote unquote black movie would make less usually, I would probably agree. But in this context, I wholly disagree because, as you've been saying, representation matters." which is totally true, and thus black movies sometimes do better because of its use of representation. Straight Outta Compton did very well in theaters, and Creed, as you said, was great, and I'm not necessarily saying that's the reason they were successful, but I'm sure it was a powerful factor. Also, the only reason I was talking about... Let's stop there before we go into the next thing. Um, so I was say, I'm, trying, I'm trying to think, what were we talking about? <laughs> I don't remember. Uh... We said something that was a black movie, and it probably would usually do worse because they're black movies. And he's saying that in cases of, like, Black Panther... Well, okay, I hate when we say things, and then people apply it as a blanket statement and everything. But, like, I would say that, yes, in some cases, having the representation does bring people into your movie. That's It creates, it, it, it creates a niche in the market 
that would help boost numbers for that demographic. But a black movie in of itself does not necessarily draw the mainstream crowd, if you understand what I'm saying. Correct. Yes. So, in a case where, like, I don't know, straight out of Casey Lee Liss, uh, straight out of Compton did very well in theaters. Um, see, I don't think it's just... Like, he even says it here that maybe it's not the only factor, but it's a strong factor. I don't know if you can quantify it like that. I mean, like, because, you know, I don't think the reason that every black person is seeing it three times is why Black Panther is crossing a billion by itself. But I can't, I I don't have the numbers to compare that to just how well it's doing when, uh, compared to all the other races and how many tickets they've bought. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, take... It's a contributing factor for sure. I mean, take, like, Tyler Perry movies, for example. They're usually always number one at the box office because the majority, pretty much most of his audience are all black. Mm. But, like... If you look at the numbers, like they'll probably hit, even though it's number one, they'll hit like maybe twenty million at the box office. Dropping the bucket compared, yeah, which to is like nothing. The mainstream audience, yeah, like like we're only what percentage of the population, Michael? Like we're not 12 percent of the population. Yeah. So like most movies that can that are considered like high box office opening weekends, they'll hit like seventy five, you know, eighty million. Mm-hmm. But like a Tyler Perry movie, like granted, twenty million dollars is a lot of money, but that's that's like. Really, that's nothing. Yeah, just just making it a black movie does not necessarily mean it's going to, like, break the bank of bo- of, bo- of the box office, basically. Yeah. Like, that's not enough. It has to be more than that. So, yeah, it's a factor, but it's hard to say to what level. Um, he goes on to say, also, the only reason I was talking about Transcendence was that it was probably in my top five movies, and you should see it. Wow, top five. Do you remember trying... Oh, actually, do actually remember Transcendence, and he actually goes into it now. Uh, it's someone. It's somewhat ex machina esque and stars Johnny Depp. Do you remember that movie? I remember seeing trailers for it, where it was like Johnny Depp becoming like one with the internet. Basically. Now that you, yeah, now that you mentioned Johnny Depp, I'm yeah. like, actually, I remember vaguely remember that. And I, I was And I remember, yeah, I remember seeing a trailer. I was like, yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna skip on this no, one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good on you, dude. If you loved it, um, it's somewhat ex machina. Oh, uh, it goes on to say, honestly, I would totally get a black cat. One more thing. Honestly, I would totally get a black cat, but I wouldn't name it T'Challa. <laughs> I would name it M'Baku, my third favorite character after Shuri and Killmonger. All right, man. All right. That's cool. That's cool. Not less problematic, though. But <laughs> And this is totally out of nowhere, but when you said we sound like old people saying the world's getting worse and worse every day, it reminded me of the stand-up weirdo from Donald Glover. And if you haven't seen it, you should. It's one of my favorite stand-ups ever. I also love that stand-up um, that, uh, with Donald Glover. He, I love Donald Glover's stuff. I've only seen. I haven't seen like the entire thing, but I've seen like uh, clips here and there mm-hmm. of the Donald Glover stand-up. So yeah. I, I'm not familiar with the weirdo. One. Oh, it's good. They're all. I love all his stand-up shows. Um, sorry about the lengthy review, but it's like the most reliable way to talk to you guys. <laughs> oh yeah, well, we're gonna read emails later, Stan. <laughs> so don't judge me. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Put a pin in that. <laughs> Tune in to find out next time. <laughs> And uh, we get to the end of the episode, it's like, oh shit, emails. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, P.S. Last episode, my review was deleted or something, and I wholly agree with Jordan and Michael. It is awesome too. Wait, I wholly agree with Jordan. Oh, okay. Uh, he wholly agrees with me, but Michael was awesome too, but says ridiculous things 30% of the time. Ha! Ha! <laughs> Ages Ridic- of Shield is trash. You're my favorite podcast. Wow. He came up with like a sneak haymaker at the end for you. Ages <laughs> <laughs> of Shield is trash. Fuck you. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but again, this is confusing because he says this, but our other reviewer gave us a three star because we didn't review yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the person says Agents of Shield is awesome, and Chris says Agents of Shield is awesome. Mm. Well, 
It's yet to be seen. <laughs> I'll get back to you on that. Yeah, just the show is great. I still haven't watched it. Uh, Noir Bear, next review, five-star review, White Wolf and Yellow Jacket. Hey, guys, ask and you shall receive. <laughs> you said his name last podcast. Uh-huh. Uh, White Wolf is another one of those not-quite-a-hero-not-quite-a-villain characters. He is a, the adopted white brother of T'Challa. Oh, he's giving us a history lesson on who White Wolf is. Remember we asked mm-hmm. the specifics? Um, he was loyal to Wakanda sometimes to the point... <laughs> That he and T'Challa found themselves at odds because they both had different ideas of what was good for Wakanda. He always works in the shadows and usually only shows up in the final part of a scheme. Sometimes as an ally, sometimes as a foe. Glad I could help. So I was right. Just, you made me wrong. Because you're like, oh, was he a villain? I'm like, yeah, he was. I, I was saying, I don't think so. I mean, but based on what he just said, it's like, he's kind of not really. Kind of not really. Sounds kind of like Black Cat. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Before she went for Kingpin. Yeah. I hate that arc. I do too. I mean, she's still she's still that. It's not like it was just a one time. Yeah, I know. I just, just don't like that for a character. Yeah, I don't like that either. But they needed to give somebody a villain for Silk, more or less. That's why they. I think that's why they did it. Because if you read the Silk book, she's the villain. Whack. Uh oh. Also, yes, Yellow Jacket was not per se a villain. There was a woman who stole the Yellow Jacket suit and became a villain at one point. But the original Yellow Jacket was Hank Pym's hero identity during his nervous breakdown. Yeah, when he went crazy. Mm-hmm. This is when he felt inadequate staying next to Hulk, Thor, and other stronger men in the Avengers. He became physically abusive to his wife during this time and was expelled from the team. At that point, he created the first Ultron to take down the Avengers so he could come in and rescue them. But we all know how those things are. Oh, I didn't even realize that was Ultron's origin. I thought he was made for the team. I didn't know he was made to fight the team. Yeah, I thought he was made for it. Yeah, I th- yeah. Well, I'll take I guess not. value. Whatever. I, I don't remember, the, I mean, the classics origin. They might have And even then, way. I thought that was stupid. Like, as much as many things as they retconned in comics, why did they never retcon the fact that a Hank Pym beat, beat <coughs> his wife? Why? I think it's an interesting character flaw. No. It was better in Ultimates. They should have the took it out. Did you read the Ultimate Marvel? They should have said they should have said he was a scroll. Why? It's one thing to say like to be alcoholic, but then but he's a villain now. He's in the main universe. He's Ultron now. Yeah, he is. Yeah, so it's like who cares? He's a fucking villain anyway. He's 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 always been. But a but they character. did that because the fact that like a lot of people stopped. Uh, connecting or liking Hank Pym because of that, like he never, his character never. They tried to, they tried to get him to recover. Yeah, they tried. Kind of like with Tony Stark, but like that was like it went over the far. edge. Yeah, so he never really recovered from that. So I do was you like, love Hank Pym so much best... that you need to have him be redeemed? No. Then why do you care? But I'm just saying, just the fact. That, <laughs> Keep him as a character. Well, no, I'm just saying for the, the simple fact that the, all the shit that they've retconned before, like for that? them not, yeah, for them not to retcon that, they retcon small stuff. I'm down for it. I'm, I'm glad they didn't because I like the Ultimate Marvel version of it too. Because then Captain America beats the shit out of him. <laughs> Even like Gwen Stacy having kids with uh, Norman Osborn, they definitely should have retconned that shit. No, never mention it again. <laughs> Don't have the retcon it. You never should even talk about it. <laughs> like that was stupid. Oh, I hate comics. <laughs> all right, next review comes from Min Seven Y Fresh, Minty Fresh, but wake up some numbers. Uh, it's a four-star review, and the subject is y'all. So I've been following Blair Vision even before the name change, and when he decided to make a podcast, I was like, oh, that's cool. So I finally what? give y'all a you shot. You changed your name? Oh, yeah, when you were a comic webhead. Yeah, way back when. Um, so I finally give y'all a shot, and I can't listen to this shit in the library because I'm laughing too much, especially in this review of Wrinkle in Time. <laughs> Flying lettuce wraps? <laughs> I'm dead. Almost got kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's essentially what it was. <laughs> yeah, my uncle said such shit to me in the theater. I was almost dying. And he's like, is that a fly lettuce wrap? <laughs> uh, watch Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. I was like, what the fuck is... Well, okay, maybe we got a four-star because I didn't watch Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. for this guy, too. Watch Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. It gets good. 
All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. Everybody's telling me to give it a chance. You've been saying that since last year. I mean, it's hard to get motivated to watch something that you're not that excited by. But you know, when I, I'll, I'll get into a binge mood one day and I'll I'll fall into the Agent Shield rabbit hole and I'll, I'll report back if I like it or not. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. He finishes off by saying, "Thanks to y'all, I might pick Arrow and Lord Lord of the Rings, um, Legends of Tomorrow back up again. Peace, y'all." Really, from our last reviews, you. I, I mean, Arrow is worth picking up, depending on where you where you dropped off, because like this first half of the season was good, was very good, and this last episode it seems like it was getting back to that, but it's. Yeah. As long as Renee is in a coma. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, basically. <laughs> as long as he stays his ass in the hospital. As long as his character is gone. Yeah. Uh, next review comes from Flazadu, The Return. Five stars, and the subject is Marvel. That trailer was freaking awesome. I was in control of myself until that Cap and Thanos scene, and I start tearing up. First time a trailer ever did that to me. Can't wait for this movie. Wait. He's talking about Avengers. Yeah, wait. That was this week, too. Yeah, that was. I know that was this. How do we not start by saying the Infinity War? Well, I was saying I got it in my news section. Oh my god! <laughs> what we got to talk about the trailer? <laughs> so we're gonna talk about that in the beginning of news. Yeah, that's the. We always talk trailers in the beginning of news. Okay. All right. Oh man. Yeah, I totally forgot. This is my birthday this week. I, I've been all over the place. But yeah. Oh yeah, man. Jordan's thirty. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why Three you doing this to me? zero. <laughs> so old. <laughs> He's in another decade, guys. Uh, Flaza goes on to say, can't wait for this movie. And Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has been so... Man, everybody talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has been so crazy lately, Michael gets brownie points for spring love about it. And if Michael had a theme song, it would be- involve a rap song background with repeating lyrics of Jordan and Trash. Yep. <laughs> Jordan, Trash, Jordan, Trash. <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> Please make that song. <laughs> I- I'll be the backup. That's fine. <laughs> I don't mind that. Michael's hit single. Yo, yo. Oh God, no! I didn't mean now. Yeah, we're moving on. Jordan is trash because he doesn't watch Agents of Shield. But I'm Michael, and I will not yield. I hate you. <laughs> not bad though. Uh, next week comes from Rubber Ducky three thousand. Rubber five Ducky, star. you're the one. Make bath time lots of fun. Uh, it's a five star review, and the subject is insert podcast inside joke. I guess we have a lot of those. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a hilarious podcast full of awesome people. I found this podcast through the Blur Vision Instagram, and I have been hooked ever since. My first podcast was the Spider-Man Homecoming slash Moana episode, and they offered humor and legitimate reviews. Be great if you could do a throwback episode with Sam and Jason and so. These guys can fan out while respectively giving legitimate criticism. Oh, these guys can fan out while respectively giving legitimate critiques and reviews without being whimsy by fandom. I look forward to this podcast every single week to hear their reviews on everything I watch. And I don't think I've been, uh, and I don't think I've disagreed with anything they've said. <gasps> oh, <Rare. laughs> that never happens. He's like Mew from Pokemon. <laughs> we see him once. You only see him once. You have to have a master ball to catch him. <laughs> Wait, come back. <laughs> I got to go back to my last save. He goes on to say, and I don't think I've been once. And Jordan, I love your energy and sense of humor, and you will always be. Uh, and you will always be my favorite. Mm. <laughs> I'm looking at Michael because I'm like, did, did I lose him? Is that is that the line? I'm like staring <laughs> off into the abyss. 
He agreed with everything but, we said, Michael. But not made in abyss because it was trash. Oh my god. <laughs> well, he said he agreed with everything I've said, so that means you're wrong oh, about that. Whatever. <laughs> no, he he needs to put an addendum to that. <laughs> P.S. I know I used too many commas. Nah, man, you're good. I'm I'm just illiterate. It's fine. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was an awesome review. I'm, I'm happy to hear from people that have listened to the podcast from like you know, like the heyday, like Jason and Sam and all of them. Like that was way back in the day. Yeah, it's not gonna happen though. <laughs> <laughs> I've mentioned this before. If if we had a reunion episode like Infinity War, it would it would be like a Civil War, <laughs> more like Civil War. <laughs> um, next review comes from AKA the Spider Man, uh, our good buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Five star review. Ta ta for now. I like that. TTFN. Yeah, is this because of Mary Poppins? Was that this week too? Uh, I don't think he talked about it. No, I think that was last. Who cares about Mary Poppins? (laughs) Uh, I do. Yandu made Mary Poppins cool again, you jerk. (laughs) From one that one moment. Yeah. But who wants to sit through a movie? Maybe she's going to say, I'm Yandu, (laughs) y'all. No, she's not. not. (laughs) Oh my God, if she did. Michael Rooker's going to show up in the movie. It would break the internet. (laughs) Uh, He goes on to say, Hey, everyone. Great podcast as usual. Um, I'm sad to say this will be my last review for a while. <gasps> no. I got to take a break from a lot of stuff for personal reasons. Anyways, keep doing hopefully what you guys nothing are doing. Too, hopefully it's nothing too serious. Yeah, man. hope you're all right. Yeah, hit me up if you're going hopefully through anything. Like talk home, to me. It's more like, hopefully it's like homework and stuff like that. Yeah, he's busy with life. Not, you know. He's too busy to have to write a podcast. To he's, he's you've done your time, bro. Yeah. You put in your your time for King and Country. You're good. <laughs> Ain't number one super fan right here. Anyways, keep doing what you guys are doing, and of course, stay nerdy, my blurdy. Hey, <laughs> love you guys. Until next time, peace. Oh man, it's like he faded off into the distance. Just I have now. so many shirt ideas, but I don't know any designers. <laughs> oh my god, stay nerdy, my blurdy has to be a shirt. Stay yeah. nerdy, my blurdy. I got that as a shirt idea. Uh, well, I'm not gonna say them all. <laughs> <laughs> love you guys. Until next time. Oh man. It's like, is that the the episode title for next week's Dragon Ball Super? The last episode. It's like farewell Goku. It's, it's like go, yeah, farewell Goku. Till we meet, till we meet again, or something like that. <laughs> I'm getting emotional. Stop. <laughs> Why are you doing this, bro? Which, which, funny enough, that was actually. It's been a long road. <laughs> that, was, that was actually the last episode of GT. Farewell Goku. Till we meet again, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was. Hopefully, it's a better episode than oh GT. <laughs> AKA is like driving away from us now in like the Fast and Furious style. Paul, yeah, Paul, <laughs> Paul Walker. I was about driving. to say Paul Ryan. No, Paul no. Ryan. No, Paul, Paul Walker. Walker. <laughs> Look at him. He's driving different directions. <laughs> With the CGI face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's awkward. <laughs> All right, let's get into the, some of the our, our hit list of the week. Let's start off with Tomb Raider. Lara, just think what you can do with your potential. Your father's wealth. His wealth. Not mine. It's in your blood. I'm not a superhero. Our world is in danger. You must stop them, Lara. Ladies first. Some men like dangerous women. Some men are foolish. Oh, we're starting with Tomb Raider, okay? Yeah, start with the movie, bro. You know, and I want I want to get it out there that you know right now I think it's just sitting at like a less forty. Than, it's like a forty percent or yeah, something less like that. Fifty percent Rotten Tomato score. I mean, I, I don't know where that's coming from because I went in expecting an Assassin's Creed, and I came out. I'll just throw out my my what I think right now. I feel like this is probably the best video game adaptation I've ever seen. I, I can't think of a, an example. I mean, there are things that aren't really video game adaptations that are about video games, like the new Jumanji mm-hmm. or Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. But, you know, in terms of a, or a like video a game. Or like Wreck-It Ralph. Wreck-It Ralph. But in terms of a video game being adapted to a movie, 
this is the first time I've seen it done, and it was actually actually a legitimately enjoyable movie without even the context of the video game. Like, I feel like if I had, didn't know it was a video game movie before, or a video game that was based on, I would still enjoy this movie. And yeah. it's like, that is literally the only goal for these movies to like, the, the bar's well, been for, so low. Yeah, for video game <laughs> movies, that's the goal. All I had to do was be a decent movie. That's it. Yeah, for video game movies, yeah. This is the, I will say that this is the first time, in a, like, even like the things I've considered guilty pleasures, like Mortal Kombat, I, yeah, I objectively, like, they're they're not good movies. They're not good movies <laughs> at but, all. You know, you smoke some even, weed. Even like Super, <laughs> even Super Mario Brothers, I could I would say is a guilty pleasure, but that movie is terrible. Yeah, yeah. You smoke a little bit, you get some drinks in you, you watch Mortal Kombat. It's a good time for everybody. Get well, some see, pizza. I, don't, I don't do any of that. Oh man, you're whack. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fine. All right, you get naked, <laughs> sit on the couch we, with your yeah, bro. We, we could do that. <laughs> watch Mortal Kombat. It's a good time, but it's not a good movie. But this is legitimately, I think, an enjoyable movie. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's get into our, our ratings. If those don't know the Blurred Vision rating system, I'll drop it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable, and then you have less than passable and more than passable. Are you Thanks actually going to do it this time? Because <laughs> you didn't do that last time. Yeah, okay. I knew I didn't. It was an accident, all right? Damn it. <laughs> I'm a human, Michael. I make mistakes. No. You're supposed, to be, you're, supposed to be the, you're supposed to be the god of the keeper of the podcast. <laughs> Why you gotta call all my foibles? <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> but yeah, all right, Michael, what, that, how'd you feel about... That means love. How'd you feel about uh, the 2018 version of uh, let's see, Terminator? Two Terminator? Movie. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not Genesis. <laughs> Good. Because <laughs> if it was Genesis... Poor vision. <laughs> so it's not that. So what do you think of Terminator, bro? Ah, you Tomb see, Raider. you did it again. Yeah, I did it again. <laughs> what do you think of Tomb Raider, bro? But yeah, uh, I'm gonna just give my rating right out the back. Uh, right out the back. Out the bat. You said back. I know. I said back. See, see how it feels. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I usually don't do that to you, but. Fuck <laughs> anyway, uh, I give this movie a solid more than passable. Going into Tomb Raider. I mean, I saw some of the reviews, basically. Some people were just like, uh, Tomb Raider was, you know, it was okay. I wouldn't say it was, you know, the best, or it would be the movie that breaks the video game curse. But for what it was, it was it was a solid movie. So I, I don't, was, wait, those two statements just contradicted each other. That, that, that's what the... I know, that's ridiculous. That's what the reviews said. I haven't been reading the reviews, but that's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, it doesn't break the video game curse, but it's a decent movie. That, that broke the curse. Yeah, that breaks the curse. <laughs> That, so that's what I was gonna say. So yeah. I was like, but even with that, I was going to this movie. I was like, eh, okay, I guess I'm, I might have a okay time. But if I have an okay time, it's good. That's good for me. It's not like I'm paying for it. So if it's even if it's a bad movie, whatever, I'm not paying for it. So who cares? Movie pass. <laughs> yeah, movie. You yeah, movie pass. I'm, well, yeah, technically, <laughs> but not really. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, so based off of that, I was like, okay, I don't know what I'm getting into. And also going with the trailers, like I wasn't a big fan of the trailer either. Like the trailers left me very. Like we're, weren't we making fun of the trailers. Yeah, the trailers left me very lukewarm. Though, no, the last trailer I did like though. The uh, we're, we're, yeah, we liked it. We liked it uh, on the strength of the song. Yeah, but, but no, there were moments that it looked like scenes from the video game. So I was like, well, at least they're doing that right. And even though Assassin's Creed did that too in the trailers, and then completely dropped the ball in the actual movie. Mm-hmm. I remember at least saying like that's at least promising. Because there's been other video game movies where it's like, like Hitman. It's like, I don't, I don't, none of this looks good. <laughs> none of this. But yeah, so I didn't know what I was getting into when I was watching the movie. And then movie day came. I got it. And like the first half of the movie, I was like, 
Wow. Yeah, what? I remember turning to you and I was like, this is actually pretty good, right? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> this is actually pretty good. And they haven't even gotten to the whole Tomb Raider aspect of the movie yet. Yeah, it was a very slow burn. To it was it. definitely a slow burn, but not in a bad way. Like, I no. enjoyed that slow burn nist which isn't a word but slow burn is slow of it. <laughs> it was like an origin movie so they had to like actually give you the character of laura Croft. i'm glad they did that they actually uh-huh. give you time to punch and it out not even just that but like i feel like this movie demystified laura croft a little bit yes. in where if you think of the angelina jolie movies oh god like she was like a straight up superhero from like mm. the beginning of the movie, even though she's supposed to be a normal woman. Literally, she fought a robot in the very, like, in the very, very, yeah, the very first, of the scene. first movie. <laughs> like a giant CG mess. So in this one, she was definitely like they showed her be a normal girl. Like in the verse, the verse, the first two things they show her do when the movie uh, started started out, she failed. I'm not gonna say what they were, but mm. she failed at the first two tasks that she did. Where if it was like the Angelina Jolie movie, not only was she a superseded it. She would have mm. fucking did a, a Jessica Jones jump over the moon. Type. And by comparison, it was way more mundane compared to the shit that the you know the previous Tomb Raider stuff was doing. Like, yeah. it was like a, like, at first, I was like, is this the right movie? <laughs> this doesn't even seem like a Tomb Raider movie right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then uh, once the movie, quote unquote, started going, once they got to the superhero aspect of it, mm. I mean, there was some stuff that... Got it. Got a little ridiculous, but it was fun. It was yeah. ridiculous in a fun way. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, this is where the video game aspect comes into the into the movie. But it was still, it was still enjoyable. Yeah, it was. There were moments that they took directly from, like scenes that they took directly from the game. Because mm-hmm. I remember you telling, was this in the game? I was like, yeah, it was, and it was cool yeah. to see that. When did the game come out? Like, uh the reboot. I think. The, yeah, the reboot came out in 2013. I think. Oh yeah. So I was like, why well, don't I remember most of that game? I'm like, oh, it was five years ago. That's why. Yeah, I think it was 2013. Okay. And, uh, I mean, ultimately, yeah, some of the CGI was bad. Yeah, there were some treetop scenes. <laughs> it was like, ooh, that looks really CG. Or there was a moment where she was running. Like, stream, more like. Or like, like she landed and she did a, like a flip and she was running like from something. And it was like, I was like, yeah, this looks bad. <laughs> but <laughs> there were so few of those moments that it was pretty forgivable. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like I, I enjoyed the villain. I liked Alicia Vikander's version of Laura Croft. Mm-hmm. That's her name, yes. Alicia yeah, Vikander. Alicia Vikander. Yes. Uh, I thought it was solidly directed, so yeah, overall I give it a more than passable. I mean, yeah, there's some things that I wish they would have changed, like the, the once you got to what the actual thing, the the himic, the himico, mm-hmm. the creature point. thing was. Yeah, I didn't like the way they executed that, so I think that that kept it from you know being a a solid perfect vision mm-hmm. and and then of course other things that we'll get into later but yeah i give it a more than passable yeah i'm 100 agreeing with you uh more than passable as well oh uh, we're in sync yeah <laughs> i think chris predicted that for me at least he said that would be more than passable. Yeah, he said he said for me it would be a he predicted i'd say a high passable or a low more than passable and i'm a solid more than passable you sure you didn't just say that to no no no, I, him? no when i saw the movie before he even texted me uh, oh, okay. after after i saw the movie i was like it's more the passable. Then he said, "There's a view." I'm like, "No, you're wrong." <laughs> yeah, because like, like I said, I turned you in like halfway into the movie. And I was like, "This is actually pretty good." Like, yeah. it's like, like even the things that weren't Tomb Raider esque in the very like beginning of the movie, and like, like we said, it's a slow burn, so it doesn't get into like the Tomb Raider stuff until like over half. Yeah, the like the last second half of the movie. Mm-hmm. But like for the first half, the despite me being like, "This is not Tomb Raider to me," it was still enjoyable to watch. Like it, and it was a good base for developing the character of this new Laura Croft. And it, I, I, they did a lot of things that 
I'm glad they made her less of like a superhero. It made her relatable. It made her feel human, which is ironic because when she gets into that last half, yeah, she was she super, super yeah, durable. Yeah, she became super. <laughs> like she, like she seems so. I also was like in the first half, I'm like, I get this is an origin, but I know what she's supposed to be doing in the second half. Like all that crazy shit. Yeah, that first half, like they made her seem meek as hell. Yeah, so I'm like, not meek. She's well, not, she's, I don't for mean, human, she's badass. But for the, the things that she has to do that happen in the game, I'm like, how is she going to get from, is it going to be like a, a year training sequence or something? Like, like she doesn't have a team really at all. Like in the game, she has a team even. So I'm like, how is she going to go from this to what I know she's supposed to be by the second half? So once, but I'm glad they did it that way. The, the jump is kind of ridiculous because by the end she's pulling off some MMA moves. I'm like, where were these uh, in the you beginning? About, yeah, at the end when she, yeah, <laughs> she was doing something. I was like, oh, oh, so is the power of belief? Because <laughs> you just believe in yourself. I and mean, she tested. <laughs> maybe. I mean, it could be a thing where it was like she was in her own way, and it if that's, if that's the theme they were going for, then I really enjoy that because it was like she like, like Superman. She had her own mental blocks on how awesome she could have been. So once she got over those hills, and once she had some um, some closure with the things she's struggling with, and as you know, her father dies in the Tomb Raider story, mm-hmm. and that's usually how she gets her money and how why she gets into adventuring in the first place. But once she gets over those things, then she unleashes the beast all over the villain at the end, and it's fucking badass. But yeah, the action scenes, the story, um, even the side characters. I like the the supporting characters in this. Uh, what's the Asian guy's name from Badland? Enter the Badland. Uh, I don't know his name, but I just know he's the guy from Enter the Badland. Okay. Into, not Enter. Okay. He he becomes like essentially her her Kano to her Green Hornet, <laughs> and he's her, her her ride to the island that they do all the exploring on. But I mean, I I really enjoyed it, and like I, I agree with you too. The reason why I don't give it a perfect vision is because of that ending. It's like one choice they make, and it's like. You're based on a video game. Yeah, like why do you have to do this? Like I would, and, and the entire movie you're riding especially with them, you, especially with, if you on think, this crazy journey. Yeah, especially this if you think about the Tomb Raider games, and like like all the d- different games, like they all have a that supernatural t- yeah element. supernatural element. Even Uncharted though, like they they that's how they end. They end with the escalation of first fighting human antagonist, and then eventually the, the supernatural element you're chasing. Oh my God, what we do? It's real. <laughs> So then you end up fighting that. Mm-hmm. And they do a thing at the end where they kind of like pull the rug underneath you. And it's like, ah, I see where you're going. I get what you're doing. But I don't like it. I don't like it, though. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> Justifiable, but I don't agree. <laughs> but yeah, let's get right into spoilers because I, I did enjoy it. And I do recommend anybody who maybe is like on the fence by it, who's been burned by a bunch of video game movies in the past. Like if you're at all interested in Tomb Raider, if you've played those games and you like them, I, I would say check it out. You owe it to yourself as a fan of the genre. I mean, a fan of the the, the franchise. Yeah, I agree. Don't don't bootleg it. Go yeah. see it. Yeah, yeah, go see it. Especially with Movie Pass. <laughs> yeah, especially if you have a Movie Pass or Cinemia. But that fifty percent though, that's it's not even fifty percent. I, I so that's forty percent. Yeah, I completely disagree. I don't, what what were you guys watching? Yeah, like I, I remember watching. Uh, I was watching a review on what the flick, and it was just like, yeah, this movie is terrible. Terrible. It's, it's a paint by numbers movie. The Angelina Jolie ones were better, and I'm like, whoa, that are, last thing. You guys are like, what'd you say? The, the Angelina Jolie was better. They said the Angelina Jolie movies are better. What I'm like, were they smoking when yeah, they were saying that? I don't that. know what. You guys were watching. Okay, all but right. I mean, no, it's, all, it's, it's no. all subjective. It's all subjective. No, fuck subjective. that. That's ridiculous. You can't, I, I will. Like, that's what I was asking. I want to know what the reasons were because that's ridiculous. It's not. Especially that worse. I want to hear justification for that. Worse than energy. And they said they said this. I remember no. that. I think they said the C all the like. Because remember, I was saying some of the CGI was bad. They said the C all the CGI was 
terrible looking. No, it was just moments. Yeah, it was only moments. Like in moments that I can recall because they stuck out. Like the treat when she and you see I think you even see part of it in the trailer where she's in the um the parachute and she's going over the treetops mm-hmm. before she like crashes into the ground. Like when she's hitting the treetops, you can tell it's like CG and green screen. Yeah. But there were moments before that that almost looked practical. So like, you know, when she when she jumps out with the parachute, that looks CG. But as she's like flying down toward the treetops, that almost looked practical. But it was also far away, so it's hard to tell. But I feel like for the most part, it worked. And then the intensity of a lot of, I feel like they captured the the essence of how brutal the vid- the new video game was, where she would get hurt. Oh yeah. Yeah, there were a lot of moments in the in the actual movie that mirrored some of like the more brutal like injuries in the and game. Some of, and that's that's also when you get back into the video game. How aspect strong of it, are you? Like, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> you should be fucking dead. And or, then she's fighting or, people off with like, a, a serious wound that would kill anybody else. Or like running at full speed. It's like, yeah. don't climbing you, ninja warrior yeah, status. Don't, don't you forgot about the, wound, the the big ass hole in your stomach? Yeah, how did that work? <laughs> nah, did I you, patched it up did, good. Did you like have a Wolverine healing moment? <laughs> Yeah, I just I just sat out and I automatically regenerated. Yeah. All right, let's just jump in. Because the there's no meta packs in this game. This <laughs> was like a, like healed full health bar. Yeah. But uh, no, this is like fuck fuck those people. This is Ghostbusters. We got one. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh huh. But uh, yeah, let's get into spoilers. Like, what were some of the the things? Oh, let's just talk right right away. Let's get into that ending. The ending. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she has super syphilis. <laughs> It's like the worst kind of AIDS That's ever. Essentially, what that was. Yeah. So the entire movie is about um, her. Her, Laura's father gets lost in an expedition trying to um, uncover this hidden shrine slash funeral burial ground of a, a Japanese death goddess named Himiko. Uh huh. And by the end, so the whole movie, you're going, okay. Everyone's telling her, oh, you don't believe in like oh, fairy tales, do you? And you're thinking, all right, everybody thinks it's fake. So obviously, when they when they finally get to this tomb, it's gonna be, it's gonna be real. And they're going to open it up, <laughs> and Himiko's going to pop out, start grabbing people, making them zombies. That was my expectation. Were you in the same boat? Uh, yeah, I thought it was going to be the same thing. Okay. And even when they get into the temple, they, they do all the earmarks of, like, like wind blowing past them. Oh, and I said, breathing. oh, she's breathing. Yeah. Like, there's, like, all these moments of, like, oh, there is supernatural things going on here. Like, there's all these dead bones the, and bodies. Yeah, all, all the bones, or the fact that there were so many traps, because there was, like, they're, they're not trying to keep people out. They're trying to keep people in. Yeah. Zombies. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, boy, it's about to go down. And they open up the tomb, and it's like, okay. And she, oh. pop, she even pops out. Yeah, she pops out. Or when, the moment they open oh, up yeah, the yeah, tomb, eyes. like, yeah, her eyes open. They didn't open. They or, sunk in. Yeah, like, they, it was like, they, like, sunk in. Well, they, like, sunk in, and, like, she started deforming and deteriorating, like, like, as if she was going to wake up as, like, some type of zombie creature or something like that. Yeah, I figured That's because I she was, like, encased in the, in the tomb, it was, like, airtight. So when they opened it, her, her body was preserved. But when the air hit it, she immediately started dissolving, or whatever it's called, the mm-hmm. interior. deteriorating. Yeah. So that that looked like a horror thing at first. Then they go to touch her, and she pops up another like uh, red herring, and was like, "Oh, well, obviously she's alive." Nope, actually, it's like a little contraption. Yeah, it was, like, a, it was a rigging made to scare you away. And then when the dude goes to touch her, then his hand so it's like this, it looks like a symbiote almost that's going over his entire arm, and he disintegrates from the inside out. And like it, but but he becomes sort he, of zombie. No, no, yeah, he 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 basically zombifies because he he didn't die. Yeah, he just became like a feral beast or kind of. I, 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 it read like he was going to die eventually, but for like the between the time of his brain eroding or whatever and him actually dying for a short burst of time, you become like a zombie, like you're just trying to kill anybody. Yeah. So at that moment, I'm like, okay, 
I wanted Himiko to jump out and be like a crazy like grudge monster. <laughs> but if that's not gonna happen, well at least we got the zombies. Yeah, because even during when the movie was happening, I, w- I was like, oh, the enchantress is coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there was none of that. Come out doing the hula yeah, dance. Yeah, she's, she's gonna do the dance. <laughs> Run, Laura. <laughs> no, none of that. And then you find out that it's. It, yeah, like I said, it's just it's just super syphilis. <laughs> yeah, he like uh, and they do the thing where he, they even set it up that where, she that she that she's the only one that's immune to it. But yeah, she's a she's also a carrier, but she's immune to it. So whenever she touches somebody, they essentially deteriorate. They deteriorate and become the zombie creature. Yeah. And so to save the world, quote unquote, she essentially sacrificed herself to be locked up in this burial tomb that no man would ever go. Mm. So the so the disease, the virus, whatever she carries, wouldn't spread to the throughout the world. You couldn't burn her. I guess not. That's not a thing. I guess not because I guess if you burn it, that, like, if you really get, that gets to, into the atmosphere. But why even have the temple? Just destroy the whole thing. Why even have the whole elaborate all that bullshit? I guess they figured if they destroyed it, and it's still getting. To, I don't know. Yeah, there's no reason. <laughs> yeah, there's no reason. Once, once, once they explain what the what the phenomenon was, I was just like, okay, I'm not. That doesn't make any sense. Anymore. Yeah, I'm not feeling it anymore. Yeah, but they they did set it up though, so it was like I get where they were going because they because even then, they, like he at, at the end of the movie, like he blew up the thing anyway. So it's exactly, like, you that's what I'm up, saying. Yeah. <laughs> so why not do it? But but early in the movie, the father set up that um, it was she was like using doing archery as a kid or something. It was a flashback, and the father was like. She's, she's mentions I forgot William Tell I think he w- mentions that she's not William she's no William Tell yet because she's missing the apple yeah. and she's like William Tell's, a, William Tell's a legend and he's like well all legends have some kernel of truth so they set it up to be like even then he kind of like gave you the, the hint that you know I mean, a lot the of shows, stories might be big. Yeah, a lot of shows do that. Like even Supernatural, they say that like a lot of legends mm-hmm. or myths have some monicum of truth. To so them. in this case, but it in wasn't this one, magic. it wasn't. Yeah, it was just disease. Which I'm like, that's, that's whack. Man, that's whack. <laughs> but I did love the, the climax, like the entire sequence of her escaping the last the the ruined temple that was being destroyed. Her running out was very uncharted. Like there was a lot of moments that was like, oh, it's a video game. Because like, then the thing because then looking forward into the like the next game, I'm just like, oh, what is she gonna fight? Malaria? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like it'd be nice if they set up the precedent for there being supernatural things in the world in this movie. But now it's like we're working in a world that's really reality. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Because then it also, and I understand it's a movie, and then it's also <laughs> quote video, quote reality. <laughs> yeah, and I, I get also it's a movie, and then also it's a video game movie. But at the same time, it kind of makes the the things that she was doing, like the jumping and all that, it kind of makes it less forgivable. If you're trying to ground it, so true. Much, if you're trying to ground it so much into reality, but then she's doing these unrealistic things. There were so like, there were so many moments where it was like, you should be dead. How many times did she grab something at the last second, or like she would like find a foothold in the most crazy spots? It's like the very edge. She's dangling off of something. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, yo, your grip strength is ridiculous, girl. <laughs> Yeah. Anyone else would have like fallen off of anything she was trying to get on, but somehow she especially that like, especially that jump that she did at the end, where she was trying to I can't remember the villain's name, but she was when she was chasing him down, and then he was like walking across that ladder. She did this like fucking she hulk jump, yeah, and grabbed onto the ladder, and then and monkey then, like swung and up, and then to the monkey top. swung up and like started fighting. I was like, yo, what? The fuck? Like there was moments where she had ultra instinct. I'm nowhere. I'm like where are these abilities coming from? But then, like, with her final fight with the she guy... She became full Spider-Man at that point. Like, I loved, like, in the story how they mirrored where she was in the beginning versus where she ended up. Like, in the... You, you said in the beginning she lost in the first two things she tried, which was the race that she did, the bike race. Yeah, the, the, and, uh, the, 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 and the boxing match. And the MMA fight she was having, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and at the end, she goes full like Brock Lesnar MMA on the the final villain, and they do it in a way where the choreography. I thought the choreography was dope. Yeah. Um, and then funny enough, she to got fight caught. A bigger guy. Yeah, and not not only that, but she got caught up in the same position. Mm-hmm, the headlock. Yeah, the headlock that she Full lost. <laughs> that she lost in the beginning. Yes, and it was dope how she got out of it. But it's it's, it's hard to make. Especially she was small. Like she's very small. Yeah, she's frame. very small. So to make it look realistic, where she could fight a bigger guy after losing to like the first person she fought was a female. Yeah, I was like, yo, she lost to her. How's she gonna fight this guy? <laughs> but the MMA moves she pulls off, and I think she might have done a lot of her own stunts too. I think so. I think that was what I read. Um, they pulled it off well. Like the action in this in this movie, I thought was done well for the most part too. Yeah, I agree. Like even like like a lot of the chase scenes were done with a lot of cool dynamic camera angles. Um, just the choreography behind it, like the chase scene. Um, and when she goes to Hong Kong. And she's being chased by those three and she guys. She gets chased by the yeah, three guys. Yeah, I I forgot about that. Yeah, that was that was that was a dope uh, set piece. And even like, there were so many moments like there were video game like that was a video game moment to me. I could I could almost see the Uncharted chapter headlines coming up at the beginning of each of the new like scenes. And when she went to Hong Kong, I'm like chapter three Hong Kong. Yeah, that was very, that, or uh, that that moment more so. Of course, it's still part of the Uncharted legacy. But that moment reminded me of the uh, latest. Have you played the latest game with uh, Nadia and? Uh, no, I didn't play the new one. That game is so good oh, don't tell me that <laughs> I it's, it's, it's so good okay. but yeah that chapter it reminded me of that because that moment well it's not specifically that moment there's a moment where she's in like uh india and she's in a marketplace and stuff like that and so mm. that's, okay. that's 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 that reminded me of yeah there were even things that were like so many video game move- moments throughout like like that chasing felt like a video game where she's like parkouring from like top of like each of the boots yeah jumping from boat to boat yeah like there were even moments toward the end oh when she grabbed the uh the crane and swung and swung it, yo. Yeah. You can see the quick time events. I'm like, this is all, this is all very video game. Triangle. Oh, I messed up. Die. Yeah. <laughs> you are dead. Um, <laughs> toward the end, when she gets those guns, when they actually start fighting back against like the the Trinity, the evil organization, of course, because there's always there's always an evil organization oh, yeah, trying always, to get ruins. Always the evil, evil and artifacts. Like, yeah. Um. Where, uh, Even dude, in Uncharted, there's an evil organization. <laughs> exactly. There's a, there's a scene where like, the dude runs in front of like, these yellow uh, explosive canisters. Uh-huh. And, but just seeing yellow canisters, I mean, it was like, shoot oh, it, shoot, shoot it, shoot it. Shoot it. <laughs> and then what they do? They shoot it. I'm like, this is... They at least did their research to accurately represent some of these game moments and the game mechanics and kind uh-huh. of play them out in a, in a movie. Yeah. Like, if this was a fan film, I would say this is like the most amazing fan film ever. Yeah, I agree. Like, with a fan film with a lot of budget. <laughs> yeah. And I even liked uh, things that I thought might have kind of jumped the shark. Like the fact that, spoilers, we're in spoilers, the fact that the father turns out he's actually still alive on the island and he actually didn't die. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wouldn't necessarily say that jumped the shark. I was, but it definitely, that, it definitely I was like, changed, come on, It definitely man. changed her origin a lot, but I think the way they handled it, I, I, I liked it. Cause it also, yes. Because because ultimately it gave her closure. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. When she never had it before. Like when it happened, I was like, "Oh, come on! You're gonna have him come back to life now." That's why she didn't sign the papers because she she, yeah. she was literally in the middle of signing the papers before this whole adventure started. So I'm like, "Is that why she didn't sign the papers? Because he's gonna come back? Like this is fucking stupid." But the way it plays out, and then ultimately he does give her that closure, and then he ends up sacrificing himself anyway to save her. And the fucking way it plays out, this is what I'm talking about. The, this two meter climax was better than the fight at the end of Black Panther. Because the way it was set up, where he detonates the bomb, like he's already, he gets infected. It's again spoilers mm-hmm. by that disease, and he's dying. So he decides to stay behind while she goes off to stop the main villain from getting away with the sample of him. Which I'm like, body. I can't remember his name. Oh, the I can't remember his name. No, not the father, the villain. 
Yeah, he was good, but I can't remember his name either. Yeah, I don't remember his name. Very measured, very sinister, but also you could tell that he wasn't completely 100% evil. He was like, I just want to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I'm, I just, I'm, I'm kill. just here to do my job. Yeah, I'm like, I don't have, like, care about you could tell, like, he, he definitely wasn't like, even though he was the top villain, he wasn't like the leader of the organization. He was just somebody that they, like I said, he was paid to do his do, do a job. He's and according been, to him, a family man. Yeah, he's been there for seven years. He's like, I'm ready to get the fuck out of here. That was his motivation. Like, yeah, he just gave no fucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm just ready to do what I need to do so I can go the fuck home to my family. Yeah, and whoever's in my way, I'm going to shoot you, <laughs> basically. Mm-hmm. Because uh, at several points, he could have killed them, but he, as long as it got to his ultimate goal, he was fine. Like, I don't care. <laughs> like like uh, when they opened the door in the first place. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's in. Uh, he's dying, so he has explosives, and when he destroys Himiko's tomb, uh, Lara's fighting the main villain, and he has her in a position where he's about to kill her. But the explosion distracts him. Distracts him for one second, and it gives her like the the big final pushback to dis- kick his ass. And I love that combo she does. That ultimately pop like he has like the um the sample in his pocket, and she like pops it out of his pocket, puts Put it in, it in his, his mouth, mouth, and then like and pops his mouth him in the throat. Yeah, so he, he bites down on it, and then he gets infected from like you know from biting it, mm-hmm. and then she kicks him off the cliff. I'm like, oh, that was badass. Well, also I'm just like, oh, he's not dead because they already they already showed that. The getting, you know gonna come back? getting the disease doesn't kill you. No, but that kicked it. I mean, it's a video game movie, so I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be far fetched if he shows up in part two like a, a, de- <laughs> a deformed <laughs> creature rem- and singing from Coco. Remember me? Ah, oh, fuck you! <laughs> you get an Oscar. <laughs> but but yeah, it was just to me. It was like, man, even that was that was that's why I wanted from Black Panther. <laughs> like that was dope. But yeah, a lot of badass moments in this movie. So like, I don't know how it ended up getting the fifty percent. You keep saying oh, less, fifty. Yeah, less than fifty. I'm gonna look up the actual score right now. Hold up. I know it's in the forty percent range. I just keep saying less than fifty percent. Cause that's ridiculous. Are you looking it up? Yes, I am. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to talk about. Okay, so it went up. It said uh, it was it was last time I checked it was at forty percent, but now it's at forty nine. So it's that it's like one hair away from fifty percent. Yeah, but even fifty percent is still low. Do you think it's hurting the box office? People are looking at that score and not going because they think it's shitty. Because oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get to the box office later and tell you where Tomb Raider. Crap! All right, so guess where Tomb Raider is. Anything you want to talk about about Tomb Raider? Go see it. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I want, she's, she's better want, Batman than I Batman. Want, I want a part two for this movie, just like just like with Power Rangers. I wanted a part two for Power Rangers. It ain't gonna and it didn't though. happen. Yeah. I, I'm hoping that it doesn't happen for this movie because I mean it was good. I enjoyed it. She was a better Batman than Batman. She was following clues, putting together puzzles, uh-huh. and you could follow her logic. I'm like, like, like the the puzzles at the end where like she has to solve different puzzles in the ruins. I'm like, those are all video game moments. All video game moments. But I'm like, why didn't they have shit like this for Batman to have him figure shit out? Like, <laughs> and I feel like they do that with pretty much every. With the exception of the one with Val Kilmer, when he had to fight the Riddler, you had no choice but to solve clues. But like, they never really show Batman be a detective. Mm-mm. It's just him being a fighting a fighting genius, or you know, I'm looking things up on Google. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially that. <laughs> or having Alfred Alfred research this such and such person. Yeah, it's like you never show that Batman is a PhD holding person with many master's degrees in forensics and criminal psychology and the fact that he's the world's greatest detective. Yeah. I was going to say something else about Tomb Raider but now I forgot. (laughs) 
but yeah, it was good. Go see it. Yeah, Lara Croft is the world's greatest detective. <laughs> oh, oh, the sequel. Um, yeah. By the end, you find out that the the woman that you think is like on her side, she's just too nice, Michael. Yeah. So she's obviously the leader of the evil organization, so she's gonna be your villain in the next couple of of uh, sequels. If we get those. if we get those, <laughs> hope we do. Like, I do too. Hey, this would be a damn shame. If like they were talking about Assassin's Creed two, after Assassin's Creed came out, but you ain't gonna give too many a sequel after it was actually good. I mean, well, we're not getting an Assassin's Creed sequel, so because it didn't make money. He still talked about it though. <laughs> Pissed me off. Uh, but and uh, and also the, the the problem I have with it, like if this movie doesn't do well at the box office, then I th- feel like that'll probably kill. Like we're definitely not gonna get an Uncharted movie anytime soon. Tom Holland. Yeah, I think they'll probably put push the brakes on that one. You think? I think so. I don't even think Tom Holland could probably carry it. Yeah, but I mean, if this video... Like, Tomb Raider, I would say, is the most recognizable of all the video game movies that they've done. Yeah. And if th- this isn't making money... Tomb Raider! Because I, sh- I don't think they've started shooting the Tom Holland one yet. No, I don't think they have. So, I mean, that'll probably put... Put a kibosh on it. I also like the, the or guy like a from, Last of Us or a Last of Us movie. Oh, Last of Us movie would be amazing. I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna get that. If need a good zombie movie, but uh, I was gonna say I love the, the fact that the guy from Hot Fuzz and all those movies, uh, At World's End, Shaun the Dead, that guy, fat guy, comedy guy, the guy, at the Mar- the um, the gun oh, the pawn, movie. the pawn shop guy. Yeah, I don't. Guy. Yeah, I didn't know who he was. Oh, really? You haven't seen any of those movies? No. Oh, you suck. They're hilarious. <laughs> But uh, I like that moment at the end where she gets her, her signature guns. Yeah, her signature, yeah. Full on origin story. But a good origin story. I'll take two. Yeah. And I was wondering, like... like oh, it's the game! <laughs> yeah, throughout, throughout the whole movie, I was like, where's that scene in the trailer? I'm like, she's already at the the action, like the Tomb Raider part, but she doesn't have her guns. Yeah, they made her start off like Spider-Man with like the uh, the original suit. She has her bow, no guns. Yeah. Because <laughs> the bow was more iconic the, for the new game. You, yeah, I was going to say, the yeah, the bow, the bow and arrow thing is what they did. And the reboot, but the guns are going back to the original, yeah, or original original Tomb Raider. Yeah. Well, those guns, you every other gun that she gets, you need to find ammo, but that just has unlimited ammo. <laughs> Fighting dinosaurs in the sequel. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into some DC TV of the week. Let's start with Legends of Tomorrow. Amazing Grace. Elvis Presley. Don't tell me they mess with the king. Are you folks doing that? The only people evil enough to kill rock and roll. The darks. Elvis' music literally drives Memphis insane. How'd you feel about this week's episode, Michael? Elvis Presley. Amazing Grace. Yeah. Was amazingly trash. <laughs> <laughs> what? You don't like the fact that Elvis Presley is a totem bearer and he has the, the ghost guitar? This episode that, was so stupid. It's a crossover with Coco, bro. You're not a fan? I wanted to like it. I wanted to like it, but I, <laughs> I, I, I didn't. They fully embraced the fact that shit is a cartoon, dude. I, and- I can't get over it. It wasn't even just the, the, the Elvis stuff and the ghost and the totems. Like, it was that on top of that. But then on, <laughs> but then the thing that, like, upset me is, once again, whoever whoever writes this fucking show does not pay attention to history. Like, why is Wally... Why are Wally and uh, Amara in a church in, in 1954? They're all cool with it? And, uh, yeah, nobody's saying... They mention saying, it, though. They nobody, do at least say, one, say it once. Where it was like, uh, what about loving thy neighbor? Remember that? whatever what the fuck like no <laughs> and then the fact that Wally is scolding the pastor and giving him advice 
that's not gonna happen in 1954 like, boy you gotta talk to me exactly like, that? like what the hell like so just a combination of all of that just made me go what is this episode and then the fact then also i said also whoa also. <laughs> i just went like full like brooklyn like <laughs> jennifer lopez but then also the fact that I didn't like how they made Elvis seem way more... Again, it's all from history because I like history and I'm a history buff. But then the fact that they made Elvis seem way more important than he was. It's like... Without oh, Elvis, there's no rock yeah, and roll. Yeah, without Elvis, there's no rock and roll. Like, what like, about all those other black people in there? Like, no one gets discovered if there's no like Elvis? Elvis? Nobody did, else? Elvis did not start rock and roll. The grandfather of rock and roll is Chuck Berry, black guy. Mm. And then he's like, oh, without Elvis, there would be no Little Richard. And so I was like, Little Richard came before Elvis. <laughs> like, so it was, uh, like, it was just, all that shit just pissed me. And I'm like, you're supposed to be the historian. Why are you fucking this up? It's white history, bro. <laughs> uh, I hate, I hate, well, I don't like white history. You, you know what made me laugh? And I'm like, I wonder if it was really like that. When, like, they they go to the club scene after the, his, the Elvis songs on the radio, and you see the, the, the group of black musicians, like, all bobbing their head, like, yeah, yeah, shit's great. I'm like, I wonder if they really felt that way. I'm sure, like, who the fuck is this white boy stealing our sound? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, no, really I mean, like, Elvis, yeah. Elvis did cross over, so I will give him that. Yeah. He had black and white fans, but at the same time, yeah. But they made it really seem like everybody was on board. I'm like, yeah. there, would be, there would be one hater in the club. There would be one of those guys in the back like, yeah, I <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's well, realistic? Everybody's like, yeah, this white boy can sing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right. I was just like, nah. So, it was, so because of all of that, yeah, I just wasn't feeling this up. And then, again... Technically, Wally was useful, but he still wasn't. Wally good. was a new. He still was ninety percent of the. Yeah, episode. he still wasn't that useful in this episode. They made it a point to be like that one thing you can do. That yeah, stop does. doing. Yeah, stop doing that. Yeah, and it was until the end of the episode where he decided to slow down and have that conversation with the pastor, which also went one of. It's like oh, another exa- another reason to not use a speedster. Mm-hmm. Because we can't afford it. <laughs> I don't. That excuse is making fucking sense to me. Because that that lightning effect they do that's not expensive to do. Yeah, we do that for our fan I don't, film. I don't like, see how they keep saying it's, it's too expensive to do. It takes a reuse a reusable animation because the same animation every time they do that, and a a uh, an air gun. Because they use they use the air gun when he runs into the room, mm-hmm. so everybody's like clothes fly up and shit. Yes, but it's like, or, why or is it expensive? Or not even air, just get a fan. Yeah, <laughs> like that industrial fan I got right there in my in my room. But I don't know. I made a poll on my Instagram account. I was like, you think Wally's useful now? He legends. Yeah, and I saw it. it was like it was like a high percentage. It was like hell yeah, and I was like, no, he's not. And I was like, well, I, I was trying to play the devil's advocate. I'm like, well, I mean, technically he's more useful than he is on the Flash, but you know, one is more than zero. Like it doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Like anything's more than nothing. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, he is a little bit more useful, but that's because. They didn't use him at all on the Flash. They kicked him out as soon as they could. Basically, yeah. He was he was more he was more useful on the Flash when he wasn't a Flash. Yes, <laughs> funny actually. enough. Funny enough. Yeah, season three, like early in season three. Yeah, early season three. Yeah, <sighs> so sad. <laughs> he he actually had B plots then. He had whole yeah he had whole plots storylines yeah, uh, screen time yeah <laughs> and moments with his fam family uh, and, arcs character development remember those yeah. things then he became a flash and they was just like fuck him yeah <laughs> like oh you're still my shine bro it was so weird because this is getting off topic but it's just so weird to me I was thinking about it like in it was they, they put him in a position in season three where he went from being a brand new novice to. At one point, Barry was like, oh, you can save a day. You're faster than me. You can beat Savitar. And then it's like, they forget that. Then they, yeah, they ignored that plot. Yeah, it was like, at one point, he was the fastest man alive. So it's like, you would think he'd be more useful than he is. 
but they just was like, eh, you're done. It's just weird to put him on such a pedestal for it was like, like a yeah, little why, bit. Because I'm like, now that I think about, I forgot, I even forgot about that. I'm yeah. like, why? The Speed Force got mad at Barry for that. It was like, oh, you're gonna have him do your work for you. Yeah, why like, should? Yeah, why couldn't Wally save his sister? Because you already proved in the future that you couldn't do. But whatever. I'm not even saying have him save her. I'm just saying like, it's just weird that he was only important when he was a plot device, and that's kind of a theme I'm seeing even with Legends. Because right now, um, Vixen doesn't have a totem, but yet she's getting a lot of screen time, and it's because. Just like with uh, what's her face in season one, Hot Girl. But also she's think, a plot device. I also think part of it, not not even just that, but I also think part of it is because, and they do that like with every season. I think once this season is over, like I, I mentioned this before, once this season is over, she's gonna go back to her time, with uh, with, uh what's his face, and he's oh. gonna end up being the grandfather of Amar, uh, Mari's mother. Mm-hmm. So Susan Steele's gonna be uh, lost in time. Yeah, willingly. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. I can see that. But that's what I'm, I, I don't know. I just I think it's a weird trend that like the, the black characters get the most shine when they're a plot device. <laughs> and then after that, it's like, we're done with you. <laughs> it's like, what? Pretty much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what do you think about this episode, man? Give me a rating. I, uh, like I already said, I don't know. You said like, it's trash. You didn't give it a absolutely rating. Absolutely trash. I, I give it a... Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say it was poor. I would get a less than passable. Hmm. Mm, I'm close to that. I'm gonna say low passable, but like I'm, it's it's so I don't know. It's interchangeable. <laughs> I didn't love this episode. I didn't absolutely hate it. But the I'm totem, the totem of death. Yeah, <laughs> what is the totem of music? Oh no, it's totem of death. <laughs> like I don't know. There were scenes with like like uh, Rory with his like pet rat and shit. Yeah, pet rat. Like I'm like, what is Axel? This? Yeah, I'm like, this is a plot device. And I was like, yeah, because people in the keep in the ship keep leaving. I'm like, that's like a real thing, but it's like put off kind of like a joke because it's like about this rat. You know what I mean? I don't know. There's just things I was just like, why is And then they did a montage, like when the episode was over, they did a montage of the rat all the times. They he did? In, yeah, you didn't see that? I didn't catch that. that, no. They showed like the, because uh, remember it was uh, when, uh, fuck, why is his name escaping me? What? Adam. R- R- Palmer. Palmer Ray. When, uh, remember when he got stuck in like, uh, like in his uh, Adam size, and he got like trapped in the vent or whatever. He was getting chased by the rat. Mm-hmm. That was Axel. Wow. So they showed like montages of that. They show other mm-hmm. times that they show Axel throughout the show. I'm like, is this a real rat that just happened to die, or is this just a joke? <laughs> you think they wrote that into the show because the rat actually died? That's what I'm like. Because why else is this like? Why is this important? I don't know. It's very random. But it felt like a Scooby Doo episode. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just, I can't decide if I'm less than passable. And then I'm like, I really hope, I really hope they don't push, because it seems like they're trying to do that, like maybe subtly push a romance between Wally and Zari, Zara, whatever her name is. Really? Because they had them two together. They had them together a lot. Yeah. And then all this, oh, you're annoying me. You're annoying me. You're annoying me. You're annoying me. And he is looking for a girlfriend after Jesse. That was a like, plot point. And I hope, he was I'm like, I hope they're not trying to do this. I hope not either. That'd be whack. It'd be black. super whack. Not even black. They're but she's both, not. She's not black. They're both brown skin. Yeah. <laughs> you guys match. You guys should be together. <laughs> but, but I mean, yeah, it just felt like a Scooby episode. With, like, e- like, just a premise. Elvis even the and his evil ghost guitar. Do you guys dance in the future, and then they dance in the. I'm like, well, I hope they're not trying to push force this romance on. Oh, yeah. Did you see when he dabbed? Yeah. He dabbed in the beginning of that dance. I'm like, no, Keenan. Come on, Keenan. Don't do this. I mean, he is from the future. <laughs> I don't care. Don't dab, bro. It's not a good look <laughs> in any fucking timeline. But uh, what were some things? I don't know. I'm just looking at my notes. Um, 
I like the moment at the end. Even though they give them so many B plot moments, Vixen and Sisson Steel. I forget freaking his name. What's his name? I don't remember his name. Nate. 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 That's right. <laughs> I've got eight things on the list that rhyme with great or <laughs> rhyme with Nate. We <laughs> give the Elvis, but um, yeah. At the end, where the whole episode, he's trying to convince her that rock music is like the the gateway to Nirvana and all the bullshit. I don't know what the fuck, mm-hmm. but it was it's funny because at the end she gets a playlist of like her her tribal. And you music. don't hear any of it. Yeah, you don't hear it. I was I was kind of upset about that. I was like, you but can't. no, but I liked it because when she when she gave it to him, you could tell he was like, oh yeah, this is totally great. And she was, and she muttered to herself, yeah, now you know how I feel about rock music. And he was like, what was that? And she was like, no, nothing. It was just, I, I like that shit. They made a, a point to be like, you just love this shit because you grew up with the your culture, but you haven't even talked about like my culture, my music. So like, you you want me to love your stuff, but I'm like, she's sitting there like, I don't really like it, but I like it because I like you. So when she flipped it on him, it was just funny to see the same reaction from him. Like, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I was just like, there's no music playing. You guys couldn't have got some African no. some African beats that's or anything. Good, that's a good point. I didn't really think about that. But just the fact that they at least made the, the they made note of the cultural differences in it. Um, was there anything else I wanted to say? Oh, I just played a Black Panther soundtrack. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> Black Panther. Uh, the ending. Oh, I mean, the beginning. With that weird guitar salesman, if you uh, have a cursed guitar, why would you have? The, why would you keep it in the shop? Exactly, I thought that hanging was so, yeah. in front of like the, the sale sign. And, and then on top of that, he's like, "Oh, I, I want to get this one." He's like, "Oh, that's not for sale." That's then why the fuck you got it up there? I forgot on display about, and yeah, shit. I forgot all like, about that. That was I was I remember when I was watching this episode. I was like, "That's stupid." Like, I thought maybe he was evil and he was trying to give it to him on purpose. But he wasn't. He was just a guy. No, he was just a guy. So he was legitimately concerned for him. But I'm like, if you really feel that way, why would you have it in the front of your store? And literally in front of the, the sale lo- sign. And not locked up. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look at that one. It's cursed. <laughs> but can I have it? No. Yeah, it's not for sale. Why is it in front? Okay, whatever. Yeah, all right. Let's get into our next thing. Flash. <sighs> Run, Iris, oh, run! I don't want to say it! <laughs> we, are, we are the Flash, Jordan! You know what makes a great speedster? It's being the light when the world grows dark. I lost my speed. Oh, guys, I think I found it. Iris is a speedster now. I'll take it from here. It's my turn to do what you've been doing. Alright, uh, monitor from here then. Other monitor. Wow, that's super annoying. <laughs> I don't like it. She said it in the beginning. Fuck that. And people were doubting her, and she's like, "All right, hold my beer, bitch." She she put it on front street. Didn't he was like, "Uh, who are you?" And she was like, "I'm the leader of Team Flash." I'm like, "Bitch, no, you're not." <laughs> what makes you the leader? And then Vera's like, "Cause yeah. she's cause she's married. Cause she's married to the Flash." Does it make you the Sis- leader? Cisco's not the leader. Harrison Wells is the leader. Caitlin. Caitlin. Barry. Barry, no, yeah, motherfucking Barry, Allen. Barry should be the leader of Team Flash. You know how there's only one Flash in Team Flash right now? The Flash? Just Maybe like, he's the leader. Just like Arrow is the leader of Team Arrow. Can you imagine who's taking orders from Felicity? The internet would flip. They would lose their sh- collective shit. Yeah. But Iris is put on such a pedal this goddamn season that she can shout at Dibney that she's the leader of Team Flash based on nothing. What I mean, because she was because she leader. was the leader when Barry left. She took over. And haven't you heard that old proverb of like, if you have to say that you're the leader or say that you're the king, that you're not? Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, bitch, you say it. 
Man, she's the leader. But she's proven right because no one questions. Because remember, because remember, uh, what he's saying. What, uh, she was like, "No, I'm gonna go out in the field." And Barry was like, "All right, you're the boss." Yeah, straight up. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, the plot uh, gives credence to her claim because no one denies it. Everybody's just like, "Yep, always has been, always will be." And it's like, what happened? <laughs> well, I want to know what happened in that six months Barry was gone. She's like, "All right, I'm quitting my job and I'm taking over this team," but. You're not qualified. I'm. You see this ring, motherfucker? That makes me qualify. We are the Flash. That's where it started. It's not even qualified. I'm the leader of this. Bitch. That's how I started. It's like what? It's like just let her do it because I feel bad for her because she lost her husband. So that's the only explanation. I just uh-huh. let her. You know what? Yeah, just feel let bad. her do it. All right, but yeah, let's get into our, our rating for this episode because I've been dreading this. But I'm just like, but, but, and, and, funny, and I'm like, what qualifies you to run this team? Nothing. Like, you have no, you have no field experience, you have no powers, you have no scientific knowledge. Nope. Like, she literally just relays them information on. I'm the like, is she, and I'm like, then I'm like, is she really that tactical, tactically brilliant? No, she's only good to give Barry that extra push of. Just do it, Barry. Yeah. You're right. The, the push. <laughs> That's all she's good for. And then, you know, looking at the computer is like, oh, turn left on Dodge Street or you know whatever. What? I'm saying that out loud, and I could see some angry feminists listening to me right now going like, That's exactly why she needs this, Jordan. Because she's only that for him. And she can be more. She's an independent and strong woman. But it's like I get that argument, but at the same time, she was a strong independent woman, she was a journalist. And I feel like that's what the writers did this for, to get her back to being a journalist. They even make... I'm glad they put her on Front Street with her talking about her explanation as to why she, like, she feels like she's inadequate on the team. I'm glad that she at least acknowledged that. To be like, you know what? I left my job. I don't know why. I don't know if it was because of Savitar. I don't know if it was because Barry disappeared. But now I'm here, and I'm trying to figure out what's my place. And I feel like my place isn't to be a Flash or isn't to be like a, the, the, the vanguard of Team Flash. But, you know, it's to be the person who uses the power of the pen. And she's going back to journalism. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I get the the arc. And I'm glad they're acknowledging it. But it's like, did you have to give her power still in this lesson? Did you have to give her a whole episode dedicated to herself? Every time you dedicate time, and especially entire episodes, to any character that's not like a main part of Team Flash, I'm just like... Why did Wally have to leave? Why did he have to leave if we're focusing on the seal for fucking episodes at a time? Why did Wally have to leave if we're focusing on focusing on Harrison having a fucking like uh, a male uh, inadequacy problem compared to Devoe? Why did Wally have to leave if we're focusing so much time on Iris just fucking feeling inadequate about not having powers like everybody else? I'm like, you know who has powers and needs more development? Kid fucking Flash! <laughs> ah! <laughs> I mean, I feel the same way, but going into the episode specifically, I mean, ultimately, I still enjoy, I, I, so, cause going, let me go backtrack. When they showed the pictures and stuff that this episode was coming, I was just like, oh, God, yes. <laughs> that fucking speedster suit. I'm like, God damn it. But once the episode finally came and I like watched it, ultimately, I, I, I will say I enjoyed this episode more than I thought I would. I agree. Kind of like, kind of like, basically, what I went into Tomb Raider. Like, I was like, I'm kind of actually enjoying this more than I thought I would. Like, I thought, yeah. I, I thought I was going to go into this episode hating it, especially with the traje- trajectory of this season. Mm-hmm. Good, good flashpoint. So, you, you see what I'm saying? Huh? Tra- tra- trajectory. Oh yeah, uh, I, didn't, uh, I was like, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I caught it for you, buddy. Don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, but rebound. <laughs> whatever. Fuck you. But yeah, going going with that, like I thought I was gonna hate this episode, and I didn't. Uh, they had good I hated, lessons. I hated what they did. I hated the ending. 
the ending. The how, how she took out the villain. Oh, oh, we I'm need, like you need a thinking cap for that, bro. We need a tidal wave. It's like Killer Frost. Killer Frost. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm like she's right. She's right, she's right there. She's right there. Just pinch her. Yeah, She'll just go full Killer Frost, and she can do it in two seconds. Just stab her. Just stab her with a needle, real quick. But even fuck that. It's like Barry. You couldn't think of that. Like, I was like water, water. Obviously, no, water. Killer Frost. But but you know, I was, I was thinking about Iris. I'm like, what can Iris do? What they always do. You run, make some water, make some waves, splash on them. But I'm like, Barry, you couldn't think of, you had to have Harry amplify his brain power to be like, run fast and use water. Duh! Especially, Duh! especially when you go further on, further uh, further into the episode when, when it ended, they was like, oh, Barry, you never made a tidal wave before. And it's like, did he forget? Yeah, he like he has in season one. But that was And I get I understand them not knowing that yeah. because remember he went back in time and erased that moment, mm-hmm. but he still remembers that. Yeah. He's the only one that remembers that. Yeah. So it was like they forgot about that. The writers did. Of, of course of course the writers did. Because I'm just like so if you go back to that, he should already know how to make a tidal wave because he's done it already. Do writers not like binge the show before they write on the episodes? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't. Uh, I should be required. I think they. I think they probably just get like the cliff notes because I don't necessarily think it's the same writers from the beginning. It's not. No, it's not. Yeah, it's for sure it's not. But I'm just saying, like that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like a new writer comes in. Like, I think they just get that, like the general, like the most important cliff notes. No, nah, fuck that. The checklist should be you need. You to, need to watch, watch every single episode. Yeah, yeah, every single episode, and then you can start writing on the on the show. Like I get like a person that that comes on for like a comic book, not doing like not going back and reading like. The full history, yeah. yeah. Thousand, yeah, a thousand issues of Superman before they write a Superman book. But mm-hmm. I'm like, the Flash is what? It's only like they haven't had, have they had their hundredth episode? No, they haven't even had their hundredth no. episode yet. So it's not like they're watching. I mean, Greg, that's a lot of episodes. But no, if you're gonna come on and write this shit, you need to know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. And apparently, this person didn't. Whoever wrote this didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. Splash water on him. <laughs> oh man, it worked. But yeah, Nobody. but like I said, even with that, like I thought it was stupid because I'm just like. Wait, what you reading? Killer Frost. Killer Frost. Killer Frost. Killer Frost. <laughs> and it was weird that she kept like giving Iris like you go girl moments. Like I'm like, is there like this weird I guess they become more friends now, but it's like this weird subtext of like feminism. Like you if he could do it, you could do it too, girl. I believe in you. And like I'm just like Like you don't gotta prove anything you can do, I can do the same to me. Like yeah, that's not a thing I needed from Iris. And that's what it felt like. It felt like I, I gotta prove myself. It's like no, no, you don't. It's I mean, fine. But that's what she. I mean, she kind of she gave that speech at the end. Like I felt like I needed to do it. But then they. But then they, everyone's looking at her like, "Are you gonna give the speed back? You know we won't judge you if you say no." I'm like, it's "I like, fucking judge the shit out of you." What? It's not. Yeah, because it's not. It's not yours. It's not your power, bitch. But it's like you know what? I'll never ask that from you. I'm like. Yeah, you should. Yeah, exactly. You have every right to. Yeah, I it's agree. It's so weird. I thought that was stupid too. It's like, yeah, if you wanted to keep it, I would. It's not like. It's not like it was her power, and then she gave it up for Barry, but then she got it back, and she's like, I actually want to keep this. Yeah, that'd be something different. It's like, no, it's not. It wasn't yours. Yeah, I got power raped. Like, basically, <laughs> this dude yeah, touched like me the speed and for, technically. Like the Speed Force spoke to Barry and said, "You were chosen. Like this wasn't an accident. Yeah, you were chosen for and, this." And I'm like, it's, "What is your end game there? Let's say you. Let's follow their logic. Yeah, you know, we're not gonna ask you, Iris, if you want to keep it. If she said yes, it's like, and now what? You have a super inexperienced speedster while Devoe's running around. Like, what are you doing? Like, what is your logic, people? Like, no, but we don't want to. We don't want to take her power away, her female power away from her. Like, yeah, you know, that's, that's what that's what it felt like to me. It felt like a metaphor for like. Yeah, that's exa- that's exactly what it was. Okay, I'm not. Ugh. 
I don't know what's going on in the writers' room this season. They're trying too hard with the messages. That's why I'm I'm dreading that Black Lives Matter episode on Arrow. <laughs> if they, I mean, if they, if it's coming. If you're gonna do that, have it on Black Lightning, not Arrow. <laughs> Just, oh, whatever. But yeah, I, I would give this episode a solid passable. Because like I said, I mean, ultimately it. I enjoyed it. Like, like. I, st- I still think there was things that was uh, that they shouldn't have done that was stupid like like the Killer Frost thing how they keep comparing him to goddamn Thawne I hate that they yeah, keep Devo, saying they that they keep comparing Devon to Thawne like Thawne like, he's not like Thawne he's not like Thawne at all <laughs> not at all I want I want Harry to turn evil and I want Devon yeah, to like take his whole, body yeah the whole, like this whole thinking cap thing with with, with, with uh, Harry. well with Harry and then I'm kind of teasing that he might go crazy mm-hmm. I want. I don't care how. I want Devoe to end up in Harry's body, because then at least Devoe will be. I feel like it's still, I feel like it won't happen though, because he he's he, he's not a metahuman, so it's like why would he go into his body? I don't. I don't care why. Maybe <laughs> to jump in front of Barry when he's trying to take his body. I don't care what the reasons are. Tom Cavanaugh plays a great villain, a great mind swap villain. <laughs> then, then, it's like, then it's like they'll be like, well, we don't want to retread these waters. You're already trading his waters because <laughs> if it doesn't end with the Flash, with him taking over Flash's body, which is essentially an evil Flash, it's like what the fuck is the point of the season? There's no winning for the season. Like if they do it at the he's thing, gonna, he's gonna take over Cecile's body. <laughs> oh man, I would quit. <laughs> I would quit the show. I would be out. It's gonna be Cecile. Oh my god, I'm trying to think in comparison to Legends. Or Devoe. I mean, not Devoe. Dibney. He's gonna like, be the, I Dibney's a- going to be the final villain. Oh, that would be so stupid, too. That's another fucking bad move if they go that way. But I keep trying to think, like... like I feel like I give Legends more of a pass. Because it's already accepted the fact that it's a cartoon. And my, my expectations for Legends have never been high. But I've seen how good The Flash used to be. Like, I used to look for... And that's what kills me. When we get Dragon Ball Super... I like Dragon Ball Super more than all the CW shows at this point. I'm sorry, I'll say it right now. Like that's crazy to me. I don't think Super's better than Black Lightning. In terms of I was gonna being say I don't like Super better. No, but in terms of like what excites me during the week to watch, I have been more excited to watch Super since the Jiren stuff started regularly than CW, than all the CW shows. Like I like Black Lightning, but I'm not sitting there going like I can't wait for next week's episode. Like I'm not like oh, I'm so excited. What's gonna happen? I'm, I'm pins and needles. I'm not like I'm not like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I used to be that for Flash and for Arrow. Like, I used to, like, I remember in the heyday of season one and two of Flash and season one and two and part of three for Arrow. Like, I used to be excited, like like a kid waiting for a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, the first half of season three of Arrow was good. Mm-hmm. Then when, after... When Sarah died, it was, like, mystery at first. And then at the end, when he gets killed by... Yeah, then uh, after, he, yeah, after he got killed, yes, quote-unquote killed by Ray Shot Ghoul. Yeah, that was bad. I was like... <gasps> Then after that, that's when the season started to de- derail. Oh yeah, it went, it plummeted after that. And yeah, then season four, just like it was even shaky before that, but like it ended strong with that mid-season finale. Uh huh. And then just <laughs> yeah. And but, then season four, it just stayed in the trash. Yeah, but I missed, I missed that CW. Like, so like for the Flash, I don't know. I mean, technically, I think it's better than the Legends episode. And what would I give that a low passable? So I guess this is a passable. But like. Compared to what I know the Flash could be, this is like poor vision. Oh, wait. You gave uh, Legends a low passable? Yeah. It was between less than passable oh. and low passable. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I gave it a passable. This is like... This, I guess this is a passable. I mean, I hate it. And like, like you said, it did... 
defy which my is high, which is still higher than where we've been. <laughs> yeah, I went in raging, but I was like, all right, they they handle it well. They they the premise could have gone so left. Yeah. And I'm also glad that they ended with the fact that she went back to what she'd start like she didn't necessarily go there back was a to reason. she didn't necessarily go back to journalism per se, but she went back to the original thing, the blog, the flash blog. Yes. Do you so. think they pivoted? Do you think that was a pivot based on the fan backlash? Because they have time. Like th- at this point in the season, they could have been writing those episodes as the first episodes were airing, and I, and the, we are the Flash thing started right away. That was episode like two or something. Yeah, but maybe I don't know. Because I would I would I would think wouldn't this episode have been filmed already? Because just no, because no, actually no, it wasn't. Remember that, say, those uh, those set photos came out like later. They didn't come yeah, out that's right that's true. Yeah, so they had time. Because I was gonna say just because the season aired, like they have like several episodes already down the pike mm-hmm. we just have they just haven't aired yet so. yeah exactly but yeah i guess maybe i don't know possibility i mean i would hope they would eventually get back to this conclusion anyway with like oh, yeah irish is a journalist not not a member of team flash and really they made her less interesting because then she's just a less useful member of team flash rather than her own person and, and it took away like the, the yeah like lois lane never had to quit being a journalist to be useful to superman yeah exactly um uh, what's I wrote in here? Uh, oh, oh, <laughs> just a funny moment. When Iris goes into the field for the first time to stop that fire or whatever, was it the fire? Yeah, she this is, she strips Caitlyn. She runs around Caitlyn. Oh yeah, yeah. Her. She takes yeah. She she's like sorry, Caitlyn. I'm like, did she just strip Caitlyn? Yeah, she did. She did. Like I'm like, she, I know it was, it was super. But speed, it was so fat, yeah. But I'm like, if you're Caitlyn, would you feel some way like did she strip me? Yeah. <laughs> Am I neck here right now? But it was so it was so fast you wouldn't notice. But I mean it's kind of like the same thing when Barry like he essentially does the same thing. He like takes off he gets naked. That's himself. And puts on his. I'm not. I didn't. I, I'm undressing yourself is one thing, but to take someone else's clothes, which means to undress them and to switch clothes with them, like yes, yeah, it's been two seconds, but it's like. I don't know. Bad touch, Iris. You gotta ask me. <laughs> yeah. Not without my permission. At least she says sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Caitlin's just like, what? But I'm like, no one addresses it. I've been like, is Caitlin just naked? <laughs> like, what just happened? I mean, she, I, mean I she wasn't like completely naked. She still had pro- she still had her undergarments on, but still. Still. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, if you did it to me, I'd be like, yo, fuck. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> sorry, bro. I'm like, first of all, it happened so fast. I don't know what you were doing. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, she might she might have did some little cunnilingus action. <laughs> What's that? <mean? laughs> um, but yeah, so let's. Yeah. And I mean, I like the, the power transfer metahuman. The fact that he's sticking around for a little bit. Like mm. I, I didn't even know how they were gonna switch their powers, but how they did it, I was okay with. Like the just you, the dude touches you, touches somebody else, and you switch powers. Yeah, he is the ability to like manipulate you on a genetic level. Mm-hmm. Genetic. Yeah, I was right. Yeah, you're right. I was like, what? <laughs> what is that word? Genetic. <laughs> but yeah, and, and you know what helped me too? It wasn't like everybody was cool with it because even Barry had kind of an issue with it. He was, I, had, I like how he kind of explained himself like, I feel like I'm losing everything. <laughs> like, I lost my job. I lost my powers. Like super annoying. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's okay, baby. Anyway, powers. <laughs> yeah, you haven't lost everything. You still got me. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised he didn't say we are the Flash. <laughs> true, and they didn't give her a name either. I they really skip. Didn't Iris have? Did Iris have a superhero name in the comics? That I don't know. I'm trying to think. I do. I do kind of like the purple. I like the purple lightning. Though it's unexplained. It, it definitely was. Why is it purple? I still liked it. Purple rain. 
That's why. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's get into Black Lightning, Book of Revelations. All right, man. What the fuck is going on with Latavius? I'm surprised it didn't have a longer name. Book of Revelations, Latavius Rises with Lawanda. I, I, I think there is more of that title, but uh, I just grabbed the end of it. <laughs> but yeah, La- name yeah, is but yeah, when we uh, reviewed it last week, we forgot to mention uh, the fact that Lala is back yeah. somehow. Just, and it was weird. He had like a weird tattoo on his chest at the end yeah, of the last episode. Yeah, he's seeing, he's seeing Lawanda. Mm-hmm. And she's giving him like demon advice. I don't know what the fuck is going yeah, on. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> this is like a power set. I don't know that, how he's back. I mean, we kept saying we wanted to see more like powers and supernatural. We don't know how the fuck he came back from the dead. I mean, it's definitely some kind of supernatural power or something. Like, why is Lawanda a tattoo on his chest? Why is she be able, able to talk to him? She, like, Yeah, a, she's a ghost. Yeah, like a ghost. How is he back? I, I guess it has to do with late Lady Eve and doing whatever the fuck she was doing when like we would see her. Was like, that him on the table? That I don't know. But I mean, I'm they did su- show his face for a sec. I wonder if that was him. But uh, she, apparently, back she apparently was doing something. Yeah. So maybe that's how he's back. Yeah, it's just weird. I don't know. And it gets weirder throughout the episode. It does. Like it started off kind of weird. And though I like the intro, I like it. Very Luke Cage, how they had God Holly make a cameo. Mm-hmm. That was dope. I really like that. And I love, we already talked about how we love the God Holly original song. So like that was awesome. Yeah. But then she's telling him to kill them in the car ride back to and his he's house. He's like, he's driving. And then, then yeah, they're, you and crazy, they're, hearing, they're hearing the whole conversation. They're just like, what the? Fuck? <laughs> yeah, you want me to kill my boy? He driving. Yeah, he driving. <laughs> His delivery was weird. Like, he was drunk. I'm like, he driving. If I should kill him, you want to die? Like, I'm like, what is going on? She's like, I don't trust him. <laughs> and then, spoilers, in the episode, she's in a shower with him. And they yeah, start making out. Was, I thought that was super weird. I was so scared. And, like, and, and then she vanished right in the middle. I was like, she, you done left him holding wood, man. And he, is she naked and stuff? I'm like, he got a woody. But meanwhile, she was like she was like a mom, like a sweet mom that was yeah, mad that her kid got they, killed. Yeah, the, the the real LaWanda wouldn't have done. Yeah, so it was weird. I'm just like, you're, you're raping this nice mar- she was, I remember I talked about her yeah, being Lightning's Uncle Ben. But, I wouldn't want the Green Goblin to have weird sex fantasies about Uncle Ben. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's weird. And I mean, obviously, it's not really her, but... I, I'm just saying, if Green Goblin had schizophrenia and he was seeing naked Uncle Ben making out with him in the shower, I'd have problems. <laughs> this shit's odd. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for them to explain that. Maybe it might leak into, leak into next season. Who knows? But I'm definitely curious. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely curious. But aside from that weirdness, because that was like very much like a B plot or C plot. I don't know. Yeah, I would say more C plot. Mm-hmm. I would say uh, Je- Jennifer is the B plot. You which, think? I think I had less screen time in the other thing. Which, I mean, but I, I, I felt like it was it was weighted more. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because we remember we were talking about. I, and I was just gonna say, <laughs> funny nah, enough, into the season. Yeah. That's when we, maybe ne- maybe next maybe next season. Yeah. It's like nope. Fuck you. You're wrong. <laughs> they are wasting any time. Though I'm not even mad at them because you know what? I fucking love the dynamic between Anissa and Jefferson this episode. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, the family dynamic is so strong in this show. I think we say that almost every week. Yeah. But even in this episode, like every time they're out in the field together and he's giving her like lessons on how to be a superhero, I'm like, why was this yeah, not it's for a better, Wally? <laughs> this is a better kid flash. It's, it's flash. a better, it's a better like Batman and Robin moment than any of the shows. Yeah. Any of the shows had, even when like. Oliver was training Roy and all it's like you yeah. don't it's, it was never as strong as in this moment there's real lessons like they go from like physical training where he's like 
you know, instructing her home not to like have uh, civilian casualties. And this high tech hologram X Men. It is like danger room, yeah, danger room type <laughs> scenario. I'm like, where the fuck is he getting the money for this? Don't question it. It's fine. <laughs> He's got a danger room. It's cool. But I, I like. And who's work. paying the electric bill? <laughs> ASA man, they paid. They paid Gamby well. <laughs> Because they, uh, I like that scene though. Because she attacks the person with the Confederate flag shirt, uh-huh. and it's like, oh, you see, you're atta- you're attacking from a place of emotion. You, like, she basically profiled them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bravo. She's like, <laughs> she's bravo, like, he, Black she, He's like, how did you know he was gonna attack you? I looked at his shirt. Okay, but that doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. He just he has a different ideology than you do, but that doesn't mean he's a threat to you. Yes, you need to, especially being a superhero. You need to pay attention to who's a threat, not just somebody you don't like. Exactly. But those are like real practical lessons. And mm-hmm. like there were things that like I could see a mentor telling somebody who's just getting into the superhero game. These are all yeah. conversations that never happened with any of the other shows. No. Uh, and it extends to every scene they're in. Like even when they go to I think we can list them all. When she goes to the um uh they go to break into the 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 court the the morgue. The morgue. And like he asked her questions about her. How much strength does she need to use to break through the wall to get them through? She's like, I don't know. And it's like, I don't know. And he He's uses like, her finger. Don't you think you should figure that out? Exactly. And she uses her fingers. Not enough. He uses her whole hand. Oh, he was asking much. like, if you hold your breath, can you still swim, or do you will you sink straight to the bottom? I like that because it's like, are you a witch? <laughs> like, how does it work? And like, She's like, like, I don't. He's like, I don't know. Radiation does it hurt you? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. He's like, these are all things you need to know. <laughs> and like, this is this is all logical and. It becomes the dumbest Avenger. But for me, if I was a superhero, I would probably end up in the same place. Like, you know what? I'm not sure. <laughs> I know I'm bulletproof, though. But you don't know all these other things. And that's no, funny enough. Right. <laughs> and then now now that they're bringing this stuff up, I'm like, how did she know she was bulletproof, though? Did she, like, try to stab herself and it didn't go through? No, she didn't. That's a good point. I guess maybe when she just hit things, she realized that she like, didn't hurt her. It didn't hurt she her. She just gambled. Because did she, did she look surprised when she got shot? No. She said she knew. She knew. Huh. She was just like, <gasps> and he shot her. It's weird. Small pile. <laughs> <laughs> but even like they go, because they, they're on the search of um, trying to find even the, though, like, the, and I mentioned this to you when I texted you, but I was just like, I really hope they don't stick with this whole, she needs to hold her breath shit. I hope that's just how it's starting off while she's learning. But eventually yeah. they drop that because I'm like, I don't like, I don't like it. Yeah, I'm hoping she evolves with time. It makes sense. You start off low, you give her a suit to compensate for that weakness, and then maybe eventually she gets to a place where she just has it naturally. Um, I'm like, she's fighting criminals. She has to hold her breath, but you're fighting. Yeah, first of all, so, that's so I'm hard like, how does that? Yeah, how does that work? Like, now that you've been, you've come to training with us in the our stunt group, you see what a little bit of uh, cardio during a fight can do. Uh-huh. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. So hold your breath on top of that. Like, no way. Yeah, there's no way. Like, at one point, he, he tests how long she can hold her breath. Yeah, and then he pushes her. Yeah, but then... Or he, no, he, surpri- he distracts her. Mm-hmm. But even that, I'm like, that's not an indicator of how long she can hold her breath in a fight. Like, that's just holding your breath yeah, like, while you're standing while you're still. Standing still. Yeah. In a fight, you probably got like a third of that, if that. But uh, even the, the, the entire episode, they're basically on the hunt to clear Black Lightning's name. While Gamby's trying to like um, throw them off the scent because he doesn't want them to uncover his dark past, and we finally find out Gamby's dark past in this episode. But even um, when they go to find the the weapon that killed Lady Eve, like that conversation in the woods. First of all, 
awesome family conversations about like why are you stop being black lightning oh it's because your mother <laughs> well you know he didn't say that she was like no he just he, no he said uh something about his complicated or something yeah like, like, he's like oh it's because of mom because of mom yeah he was like i didn't say that he was like no you didn't but it means it's, it's the ask mom question <laughs> uh-huh. stuff like that i liked but even when we're walking in the woods um they're just talking about uh fuck what were you talking about um, um i don't remember Oh, I was gonna say the fact uh, that she... uh, no, uh, Gamby. It was something about like Gamby. Oh, Gamby was mad at you, and uh, he's just oh, he's just he's just protective. That's just how he always is. Oh, she was asking like, who trained you? Like, how did you learn? Mm-hmm. Like, I love those bonding moments. Mm-hmm. And, like, all uh, very like good questions to ask. Like, I don't know, they did a very good job of making me feel like her if I were hanging out with Butt Lightning to ask him like questions. Like it, her just finding out that or he's asking black like does the uh, what's his face the chief of police does he know you're black lightning mm-hmm. it's like no that would put more danger on him mm-hmm. um, but in that scene I like that the entire episode he keeps talking about what her weaknesses are but even during moments where he's training her there are she things, saves she saves him at the end he, she saves him but even during the first scene in the in the in the morgue she, while he's basically lecturing her about like you know uh, the the sanctity of life. She's like being observant, using her her uh, her skills as a medical student. She's a student. Or she actually. Uh, I think she's a student. Okay. Yeah, she's using her skills as a medical student to actually figure out uh, the fact that the, the lightning um, wounds in the body don't match what black lightning's actual lightning would do to a person. Or lightning. Period. Actual lightning bolt. Yeah. Exactly. So there's like they're again a better Wally West. Than fucking Wally West in the Flash, because they're not only having her being taught, and you do see what her weaknesses are, but in some ways her weaknesses are also her strength, and they're showcasing that. They're not making her seem inadequate or like inept at what she's doing. It's the raw talent is already there, and not only that, and he, like and he makes a note that he has to cultivate that. And then funny enough, like because I I know some people can make the argument, well, they don't have the same power, so it's not necessarily the same as Wally and and Kid Flash, whereas they both have literally the same power. Jennifer and Black Lightning have literally the same power, yet I'm pretty sure, and and I know we're not there yet, but I'm pretty sure we're not going to have an issue with 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 Black Lightning and Lightning coming together once they form the team of mm-hmm. the three of them, because you could, I mean, you can kind of already see it. The writing's already on the wall, so it's like, why can't they figure this shit out? They need to have the same the same, same writers, writers. <laughs> do like double duty, <laughs> go on the Flash real quick, fix that shit. Yeah. And it was it's just how they or wrote give it. Them, or give them not or not even just be like give them like show notes but like okay this is how you get Wally and Kid Flash on the same on the same page. It's just how they just wrote follow it. this structure. Because Barry always seemed like annoyed or like the way he would explain things always seemed like a burden to him. Like you just do it. How do you vibrate? You just you, you just, just vibrate, do it, man. Like, yeah, it even, like even when he was talking to Iris, he was like, you just do it. She's like, I don't know how. Just you just do it. Like why did they write him as a terrible teacher? That's really what it is. Yeah, it's like you that, seem impatient. And, and essentially that's. I feel like going and we're going back to the Flash, but I feel like that was kind of the message that they wanted to push in that episode. Was just like Barry's not a good motivator or whatever. Like that's I that's Iris's purpose. She motivates Barry, mm-hmm. and he's not really. Yeah, he was terrible at being the person behind the chair. He he, de- chair. he definitely was. <laughs> um, but yeah, just those moments between like the like the family, even when they had that conversation between Jennifer and her mom. But, like, her still, like, you know what? Dad and, and Anissa, they're up to something. They were all, like, they hate each other one second, and now they're, like, they're super yeah, that's best what buddies. Tell, that's what I was telling you uh, last week. I was like, yeah, the explanation, she didn't buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, this family dynamic is on point. 
Like, I just said, they have great chemistry together, and it's believable. But then she's talking to Mother. She was like, mm, yeah, you're kind of being standoffish now, too. I'm bringing this up to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like, because at first... No lying mother, in that family. Yeah, because at first the mother's like, no, clean up, clean all this other stuff. Then she was like, actually, you can go home. She was like, wait, for real? Yeah. She's like, I'm not even going to question it. And I she took advantage yeah, of it, too. I'm like, bye. It might be I'm, late. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the writing's still on point with those characters. Um, uh, and I like that they finally got into... Gamby's backstory this episode because mm-hmm. we've like the entire time black lightning has been happening every time they go to Gamby can't trust white people yeah do some shifty eyes shit like oh it's his deal man is he gonna betray black lightning <laughs> but you finally find out about more about the ASA and you you see the true villain of the ASA this Which, episode I, they still don't know like what does the ASA stand for <laughs> did they say, I don't think they said it I have no idea something about hating black people though because <laughs> that ASA he's like the generic like uh, semi-racist government agent He's like, yeah, he's I hate a, this place. He, he, oh, it's fried funny, food. Enough, funny enough, he's like the same character uh, that he was on Scandal. Really? He was on Suddenly Sc- racist? Yeah. <laughs> he, he's on Scandal. So I'm like, it's the same, same cat. Well, I'm like, whatever. He's good at being racist. That's <laughs> why I was like, get your paycheck where you can. So, hey, man, if you get uh, typecast or something. Yeah, as long as you're getting, long as you're getting cast. Yeah. I'm, I'm still trying to get cast. <laughs> he's like, I'm, I'm going to kill his black ass. <laughs> I'm like, damn, man, that's like the go-to phrase in this show is black ass. Yeah. But yeah, that whole thing. And then you know, they also have like always like a slight religious angle to make you super evil. He's like, we're doing God's work. We're doing God's work. <laughs> but basically it was a thing where it's like, it's almost like static shock. Boom, babies. Mm-hmm. But they do have, they made a vaccine to pacify the black people in Freeland because that was back in the, the like the, what you call it, like the... Civil rights era. Civil rights era. Which, I mean, that goes back to, uh, I mean, that's based in reality, like the Tuskegee experiment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Injecting black people with syphilis and then just letting, not cure, even though you have, they have cures for syphilis, just letting it rot, letting them sit sit with it just to experiment to just see how it affects you. But mm-hmm. it only did it for black people. And that went on for like decades. But in this instance, it gives people superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why. Uh, un- unforeseen side effect. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to get control of the situation Which, funny by enough, killing by lightning. It's similar to what happened in Jessica Jones. <laughs> True. It's all kind of the same shit, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Just how you execute execute the same idea, really. Um, but all the messages that um, Jefferson was giving us throughout the episode, she wants to change the world, she needs to change herself. Like All shit, it's all solid advice. How excited he was after she saved him and was just like totally geeking out like oh my god I can't believe it my first save yeah just save one <laughs> you'll know that was a terrible Batman voice but uh Anissa's mother or what's her name uh Lynn uh, Lynn Lynn discovers Gamby's secret and I like I like that even Gamby was like conflicted he was in church talking about it like like you know, <laughs> funny enough, I was like, <laughs> and I was just joking, but I was like, ah, he loves Black Lightning so much, but he goes to an all white church. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is every white person in Freeland because I'm not seeing all the people, white people in the same room together. You yeah. guys singing? <laughs> I'm like, this is weird. Um, he was Italian, He's Catholic probably, yeah. so maybe that's it. Uh, but yeah, so the final conversation between Jefferson and, and Gamby, I really like the conversation too. Because we finally, you know, now we understand that, you know, he hadn't have anything to do with the experiments or anything like that, but he has been just protecting Black Lightning since he found out about it. Mm-hmm. And then he inadvertently got his father killed by giving him the information. And then that, you know, the government found it out and killed his father for it. So he's basically protecting him out of guilt at first and it became love. Basically. Yeah. But Black Lightning, he went, he went ultra instinct at that moment. Word, he, was he, like, he was like, get away from me with the white, his eyes lit up. Don't touch me. 
I'm like, you can't understand. I get, you know, you've been lied to for years and years, so that's an emotional moment. But, like, you don't get it? I kind of got it. I'm like, I get it. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but. I, I would have forgiven him. Probably right there. I probably wouldn't have been mad, that mad. I'm like, fuck. But, I mean. All right, now who's coming after me? It's reminiscent. What government agents are trying to kill me now? It's just like in Buffy. season three where uh this is back when you probably still watched it but you still didn't you still you won't remember this episode i know when uh buffy's 18th birthday and the watchers council forced them to inject buffy with uh the serum that would take her powers away to test to see if you're really worthy of being the slayer and giles felt guilty about it and came clean i do vaguely remember that and that's when buffy and giles had a falling out leave me alone don't touch me wow same thing experimentation Giles feeling guilty, Gamby feeling guilty, coming mm, clean, themes. falling out. <laughs> uh, it, all goes, it all goes back to Buffy. It all goes as they tying the, <laughs> the the bond between all things is Buffy. It's I mean, you'd be surprised how many shows or showrunners say they were influenced by Buffy. It makes it's basically the template for these shows, especially yeah, especially these supernatural type shows. Yeah, I'm not denying you. I just don't like it. <laughs> well, fuck you. It's like Tomb Raider. Like I, I, I see where we're going. <laughs> I don't like it. No, you're gonna love it. That's what it is. <laughs> um, was there anything else episode wanted to talk about? Oh, just Jennifer and her powers and the fact that they. I'm still kind of mad they killed Lady Eve. <laughs> Me too. You knew it was coming though. But I know. But Jennifer, the, the way her powers manifest is her friend for no reason tries to put up posts. Which, which funny enough, I knew that was like I was like, oh shit. This is where her before it happened. I was, but I, I predicted I predicted it right but wrong. I was like, and I I, I even uh, talked about because I was on a Facebook live thread. I was like, oh shit, her friend is gonna fall and she's gonna like zoom and like catch her or whatever, and that's how her mm. powers are gonna manifest. And I was like, like I said, I was kind of right. Like her powers manifested, she's but it didn't manifest. Yeah, it didn't manifest in that way. And her friend didn't actually fall. She like slipped. It seems stupid. That was to me as a super reason for it was. I thought I thought so too. Like it could have been something that put her in danger, not her friend who didn't need to even do that in the first place. She's putting a poster up so high. Who's gonna be able to read that? I'm like, who? No one can see all the way up there. Like why are you going so high? And then she slips, doesn't even really fall, and then her powers manifest. I'm like, you could have came up with something better than that. <laughs> I mean, I like they they kept her powers yellow instead of blue. Well, his is blue. Yeah. Like her, like in the comics, like she takes a full lightning form, which is yellow. You think they're going to go that way? They're, they're not going to. They can't afford it. <laughs> but her dreads would look dope if it became like lightningized. It's not a word. Lightningized. Uh, 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 <laughs> let, me, let me show you the picture of what she looks like. Lightningized is a word? <laughs> Electrified? There we go. <laughs> That's a word. Right here. That's what she looks like. Powered up. Oh, yeah. Her dreads look dope like that. But I'm like, yeah, they can't afford that. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if they could do the rainbow do a, girl they do, a, they do a one episode yeah it would be like a, a less than a marshmallow hunter transformation like less, less even less than that yeah pretty, pretty much um but yeah that's all I'd talk about you mention anything else in this episode no no alright I'm just ready ready to see the team up between the three of them same I want to see where Latavia shit goes I'm I not do too I'm like yeah I don't know what I get, pe- I get peanuts. I get peanuts from bar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's get into the best part of the episode, bro. Anime with Mike and Jordy. You ready to talk about some Dragon Ball Super? Are we going to talk Je- Jessica Jones? I forgot about Jessica Jones. <laughs> you, see, you just you said it at the beginning, like the first episode, I, yeah, I at least the first episode. <sighs> Guess we can talk about that first. <laughs> let's talk about Jessica Jones. <laughs> <laughs> 
Everyone has secrets. If not their own, then someone else's. What are you? How did you end up like this? Are you gonna kill me? People actually ask you that. It comes up. Knowing what was done to you might help you. What if facing it makes me worse? I've already killed someone. If you say with great power comes great responsibility, I swear I'll throw up on you. I mean, if you don't want to, we... <laughs> no, no, no. Let's talk about it. I'm sure people are like, they're they're curious to see what we feel about the the second season of Jessica Jones, because like I feel like I don't know after Luke Cage, not after, the whole season, Jordan, not the whole season. We're gonna we're gonna talk non spoilers first, and we'll get into spoilers as per usual. But we don't we didn't watch the whole season, so we can only talk about what we've seen. And you don't care about if I fill you in on things that have happened. It depends. It depends. It's nothing crazy. Oh, oh no. no. You're, what? You're, you're a screw face right now. Oh, why? <laughs> I would tell you if it's something like so, so crazy. I have to save it. It's nothing. Oh no! You you already got to the point. Like we were talking about probably like the most spoilery thing. <laughs> you still give me that face. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Jessica Jones season two. And for me, after I think for me, a lot of people because I haven't seen that much buzz about Jessica Jones, even though it came out like two weeks ago. Um, after you know. The, the second half of Luke Cage after Iron Fist was shit after Defenders was like okay and Punisher was good but I was gonna say but Punisher but Punisher was good but depressing <laughs> so even that people didn't talk about that much about Punisher either I, I really like Punisher but it was no, depressing I, as fuck I, I disagree I think a lot I saw a lot of people saying Punisher was amazing you know it's great yada 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 the whole season or just a couple episodes no the whole season like I said it's the best like everyone one. I know just watched the first couple episodes but I could be wrong but, but yeah, for... But, like snapping. So I'll, I'll just talk about me personally. So for me, after those things, my enthusiasm for Netflix Marvel Universe is kind of down. Like, I'm not saying I'm like... It's not CW territory, like, oh, it's just shit, all shit, and I can't deal with it. But it's just like... It's not what it was. Actually, maybe it is exactly the same thing. It's not what it was. It's not Daredevil Season 1. Even Season 2 was better than a lot of stuff coming out. It's not the first season of Jessica Jones. Um... So yeah, now we're here, Jessica Jones season two, and I feel like they're not capitalizing on a lot of things that I feel like would make this series better, or yeah, better for fans, for comic book enthusiasts, for superhero enthusiasts. I mean, why do you have this universe set up? You're not going to put Defenders and the Avengers at all. That That's definitely not going to happen. There's not going to be any cameos from what I can gather in Infinity War from the Defenders and from what's been said. Um, and you don't have any crossover between the shows themselves because I'm episode like eight or nine Jessica Jones and there's no there's no there hasn't been Daredevil appearance there hasn't been Luke Cage appearance hasn't been Iron Fist appearance there hasn't even been a Claire appearance like <laughs> like come on man nobody not even Claire <laughs> it's not a Daredevil show she's got to stand on her own Jordan yeah we did that season one and it was great and now that we don't have the anchor of an amazing villain like Kilgrave, because even though he was in that fucking trailer, and I'm going to call it false advertising so far, I'm going to say it right now, this is not spoilers, but episode eight or nine in, there's no Kilgrave. He's still not in. There's been a couple mentions of him, but no reappearance. So it's like, without an anchor like that to make me compelled to watch the show week to week, and you're not even going to throw me a bone 
of having any like dope cameos from any of the, the people you've established in this universe already. Like, what the fuck are we doing? There's less of a reason for Luke Cage to roll up on Jessica Jones when they're like a bus right away. Like, I, you can give me that excuse for like Thor Ragnarok. Why isn't Thor helping people win Civil War? Like, there's reasons. But these people live like a block away from each other. Like, they need to be around each other all the time. And it's like. Well, Daredevil's in the. If you do it at the end of the He's Defenders. in a coma, but there's no Claire. Foggy showed up once. Foggy showed up one time. That's yeah, that was it. episode two or three. Yeah, that's the only time we've seen him. That was it. There was no point. There was like no arc with him. He just showed up and was gone. Just literally an appearance. So it was like... Collect that check. <laughs> yeah, but it's like... Come on, after the Avengers, that's when Marvel blew up. That's when the MCU blew up. And part of the reason is why, because that's what connected the universe. And then after that, you started getting more cameos from the other Avengers and other movies. Now we're full-blown with, like, Tony Stark and Spider-Man and Hulk and Thor. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and that's when Marvel really took off, when we got to this point. So it's like, why aren't you hitting the ground running after Defenders getting these team-ups in the individual seasons? Fuck the, we have to establish them on their own. That's what seasons one were for, for all these shows. So just like with Iron Fist and Luke Cage, this shouldn't even be a separate show. There needs to be one fucking show at this point. Heroes yeah, for Hire. I, I, I agree. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. And, one and thing, I, I thought they were going to go that route. I was like, okay, Iron Fist and uh, Luke Cage are going to get their season one. Mm -hmm. But then after that, they're going to combine it and make a Heroes for Hire show. Because the majority of their history together, well, the majority of their history was always them together. There's very few, like, especially when they first started out, like, both, both they, they tried to start out Luke Cage and Iron Fist, give them their own uh, comic book series, but it failed. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, they put those two together. And then that's when it took off. So the majority of their, you know, history is shared. And so, for the, the Netflix. But for these Netflix series, they keep trying to keep them separate. And it's like, why? There's no reason. I don't understand why they're doing it. And it's hurting the shows. It could be one thing if I felt like Jessica Jones' story and its like internal conflict was so strong that it didn't need I mean, even cameos. Jessica Jones being separate, I can get to a certain extent. But Luke Cage... But yeah, but Luke Cage and Iron Fist, I don't get it at all. But people... But you... Why would you deny the fans what they want? Like, I get if you want to justify it by saying Alias was kind of separate from the rest of the Marvel comics, too. And it was. But it's like, that's what fans want. Fans geek out about these crossovers. Fans get excited about set photos that show, oh, Daredevil's in the set of, of Defenders. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, seeing, like, I don't know, the Infinity War. Oh, why is Ant-Man in this scene with Iron Man in the past? Like, you know, seeing that excites people. So you should be able, as a producer, as a writer, as whoever needs to be in the position to do this, you need to be able to recognize that, hey, maybe fan service makes things better. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. Like I said, it's not like the Jessica Jones season two is weak. It's not. It's not Iron Fist. It's not the second half of Luke Cage. But it's also not strong enough that I can't get behind the defense as to why you wouldn't have more fan service as in including other characters from this universe to make it more interesting because there are there are things where it's like logically within the story if luke cage were to show up here or to call in or something it would make sense so it's like why are you denying yourself these crossovers when internally this show was not maybe they thought it was it was so strong but me watching it it's not so strong that it couldn't be like you know um uh elevated a little bit more with some cameos from the other goddamn defenders. <laughs> so I, I, people might be like, so oh, it's a just, small so, nitpick. So all you just want is a cameo? Not no, no, I don't really want a cameo. Like, throwing a cameo is like a Like, like Foggy had his cameo? No. Like, you want oh, more, you, but no. you want more than that. I want more than that. I, I can't rewrite the show, I was going to say, it's not really a cameo then. But in a perfect world, 
So what? What is that then? Like if they get, uh, I'm not gonna say the whole show. I'm just saying. No, like if, like say if Luke Cage is there for like one episode. Actually, he was in Jessica Jones season one a lot. Yeah, he was, but so that's how saying. they that's how they introduced him before he got his own. Have him in that amount. There's no reason for him not to be around that much. Have him around, especially when they start getting into the superhero stuff. It's like, oh man, there's a killer stronger than me out there. What do I do? Hey Luke, you wanna come over? Like, come on, man, help me out. <laughs> but they don't do that. And to me, it's like a lapse in logic. But no, I, if, in a perfect world, I would want for the show to be written in a way that would naturally include the other members. And not maybe not the entire season, but like rotate maybe them in, maybe have them around for an arc, that kind of thing. But no, I don't... I, just having Luke Cage walk by and wave his hand like, hey, Jessica, later, Jessica. Like, no, that will make shit better. <laughs> I'm saying on a fundamental level, these shows need to start including the other characters because at least for Jessica Joe season two... I feel like they didn't have, I don't know, I can be argued that it's a compelling story to tell if you care about it, but I feel like compared to season one, it's so much weaker, so much weaker to the point where I haven't finished it yet. And I usually binge through these shows like right away, but I find myself struggling to be interested because like, even though what's there is okay, it's not compelling. It's not enough to be like, I gotta know what's going to happen next. I gotta see the next episode. I'm kind of muscling through. Cause I just want, I'm a completionist like that. <laughs> so more of my OCD, more than like the fact that I like this show a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, where I'm at, I give it a high passable. Um, it was kind of running the middle of the road for a while, but there have been some developments. No, no, I'm gonna give it passable only because at the last episode I watched, some stuff started happening that I was like, if they go this way, I will. You will make me hate. The supporting characters I liked in the first half of this shit. Don't fuck this up. So I'm gonna okay. give it a tentative passable for what I've seen, because if, if they go where I think they're going, why <laughs> would you make your show shitty? <laughs> why? Well, basically, they're, they might do a thing where they pull a, a team B on Arrow, and I'm like, no. Oh, God, I hope they don't do that. <laughs> no. And for and so far, it's been the opposite. The supporting characters have been, in some ways, more helpful than even Jessica will give them credit for. And I've been on their side when they seem frustrated that Jessica won't trust them more. So for the whole first half so far, I've been I've been on their side. But then they're starting to do a thing where it's flipping it. And I'm like, you might fuck this up. And if you do, it's all your fault. And I will hate you. <laughs> okay. Because there's no, like I said, there's no, there's no villain as strong as Kilgrave in this season. Because there's, when they do eventually reveal who the quote unquote villain is this season... It's not even a sympathetic villain situation. It's like there's no right or wrong answer in this equation. So it's like you can't really be mad at anybody so far in the season fully. So I'm just like, there's no real villain. What the fuck? Like you can't go from an amazing villain to like almost no villain. Like and now it's just like a drama more than a nice superhero show to me. But I don't know. All that being said, I, I'll give it a passable and say put an asterisk next to it because it's a big maybe depending on what happens in the next couple episodes. But how do you feel about it? Uh, well, since I'm. Overall, so just talking about where we are so far. Three episodes in? Yeah, I'm just th- three episodes in. I just finished the third episode today before you got here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm the opposite of you when you were saying that you weren't excited about Jessica Jones because I really enjoyed season one. And so that got me excited about season two. And then on top of that, even though the Defenders left me lukewarm, there was a lot about oh, no, it I didn't no, like. No, no, Wait, wait, wait. I was excited about Jessica Jones going into it. It's just starting it. I'm like, oh, this is kind of... 
Well, you said well, you said the Netflix series for you are kind of they kind of you kind of dropped your uh, anticipation level because of all the other shows. Yeah. But with Jessica Jones specifically, because I like season one so much, and on top of that, I would say she was the best part of the Defenders. Really? I think so. I think she was the best part of the the best the best the best best team member of the Defenders. I liked her the most okay. out of all the other characters. Yeah, I gave Pat Matt points off just for that Electra whiny bullshit he was doing. But when you whipped Iron Fist ass, he's my favorite. Oh, that, oh, <laughs> that, was, that was my favorite moment. That was definitely my favorite moment. But that was just the one yeah. one moment. But every time Jessica was on screen with the rest of the Defenders, I'll say this. I enjoyed it. I'll say this. I was. I mean, um, I I think I'm finishing Jessica Jones season two on the strength of how much I like season one. So I will say that. Like, so, I, give it, I, I give it the benefit of the doubt because season one was so good. So because of that, I was I was a little bit more excited about uh, starting Jessica Jones season one. And I mean, yeah, I agree with you that there is no, doesn't seem to be like a central villain as strong as Kilgrave. And so that hurts it a Jessica. little bit. Because... You always say with any superhero show, you're only as strong as your villain. Yes. And the villain is just some ominous. It's almost like a. It's almost like a Wolfram and Hart situation, but not as. Oh, com- that's a good but not not as compelling because even with Wolfram and Hart, even though there was like this luminous, you know, high powered, you it was know, demonic yeah, <laughs> law firm, you still had specific lawyers that you like. Oh, I fucking hate that bitch, like Lindsay and yeah. and uh, what's her face? I can't think of her name, but Lila. But I'm just like, oh, I fucking hate them. Like, yeah. kill them. But you don't have that with this. It's just like, no. oh, who is the GH? What is the IGH? So it's like, it's just like, who's IGH? What is going on? So I'm like, I mean, but that, that's still interesting enough. But there's no specific person to connect <laughs> to IGH. I think in my entire rant, I didn't even explain what the season is about. Basically, you're just going to she, just yeah, just trying to figure out where she got her powers mm-hmm. and what happened to her family. What happened to her stuff. family and all that other stuff. Yeah, a whole season of that. So. I mean, I'm still kind of somewhat interested in the mystery that, that like I said, I'm only, I'm only three episodes in, so I don't have that much of a frame reference, especially compared to you. But, like, overall, like, I'm interested in where everything is going. Like, I like the character, the new characters that they introduced, like the landlord, fucking the super. I'm like, fucking kick his ass. Oh, yeah, I hated him at first. <laughs> they do a good job of bringing him around, though. And you kind of get where he was coming from. Oh, like the but at fact- first, he's a bitch. I'm like... It was what we're doing. We're doing a bitchy ass like new super thing storyline. Really, that's what that's he's, what we're going with. This. He's a super racist. Ugh. And <laughs> a super racist. Yeah, that's yeah, what I meant. No, superhero. Yeah, racist. superhero racist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or the fact that uh, what's his face is getting more screen time. The Australian guy, the black guy. I can't think of his name. Oh, the ex drug addict. Yeah, the ex drug addict. Mm-hmm. I like his arc though. Yeah. Uh, Not until this new couple episodes. <laughs> But I, and yeah, the side characters like uh, Patsy Walker's getting more screen time and all. Like I like her. Mm-hmm. The fact that they kind of redeemed uh, Samson a little bit. But then I was yeah, like, we're I was, spoilers. Yeah, I was mad at that part. Yeah. But but yeah, like I said, overall I, I enjoy this the the season so far. Three episodes in. Uh, and funny enough, we're gonna come across like I I enjoy it more than you do but we're gonna have the same rating I give it well no you changed your rating but I give it a high I give it a high passable oh okay then no you're right <laughs> I'm lower than you passable yeah I give it a high passable I, think I, I enjoy it so far where you are I would have given the same rating though I think I liked it I was more compelled by the initial mystery than where I am now where the mystery's solved and now they're going to yeah, yeah I definitely will say it's definitely it's not 
as compelling as season one. Like season one, I was you know I gotta know I gotta Kill know Grave. I gotta know. Like he was like Joker. It was like entrancing to watch. Yeah, like this season, I'm just like, all right, I'll watch. I'll watch the next episode. Yeah. Uh, do I have anything else to watch? Nah. All right, I'll watch the next. I mean, episode. You're watching some anime thing. Yeah, I'm watching an anime than... right now that I'm trying to get that I wanted us to review this week. But your ass, you didn't even start episode one yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> called called uh, Knights of Magic came out last year. To be fair, I wish I watched that instead of a Junji Ito binge I did. And I'm telling, oh. I'm like, did you start watching Knights of Magic yet? No. Did you start watching Night? No. no. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I'm watching Junji Ito and Jessica Jones, obviously. <laughs> trash. <laughs> Junji Ito is trash. I'm gonna talk about that in a rapid fire review just to give my short. Ugh. But yeah. But yeah, Jones. High, high passable. High passable. So, all right, well, yeah, let's talk about some spoilers. Um, so where I'm, at, I'm at right now, and we've already talked about this before the podcast. So I'm not spoiling for Michael, but for all you out there, this is a spoiler. And the first couple of episodes, you're, they're tracking down basically what seems to be like a monster that broke free from IGH, and it was like an early experiment, which is like a precursor to Jessica Jones getting her powers, and some connection between that monster and her, she's not aware of. And then, long story short, turns out this person who's been built up as like a super strong villain who kills Samson. Like Samson is like you think Samson is stalking Trish in the beginning. Uh-huh. Turns yeah, out he's protecting he's her. Protecting her because he's got this inhaler thing with superpowers, and he's like he has asthma, but it gives him powers. Yeah, <laughs> like the wizard. I can only. I th- and I thought that was funny. hilarious. That was so funny. Like I thought he was just a creep, but it's like I only have super speed when I'm scared. It's like I forgot she, the wizard she, was a character. And funny enough, she was, I was like, yeah, okay, buddy. <laughs> and it turns out he was right. She's like, holy shit, you're you were telling the truth. It was like the worst effect That's, ever. It was. It was definitely the oh. worst. <laughs> In the beginning, it was okay in the room, but when he but runs out, the street, out in the street, I'm like, oh no, like, this looks terrible. Why would you film it like this? <laughs> film it closer, <laughs> like, do something, you know, like, put a GoPro on him or something. Yeah, give him a lightning effect or something. Uh, oh my god, or like not, or not even a lightning effect. Put like a blur effect on it. Something. He's like, he was just running like in like sped up. Motion. Yeah, sped up motion. Yeah. It looks so bad. <laughs> like, oh my god, that's no budget, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but then the thing kills him or whatever. But that becomes begins the 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 hunt for all the ex-IGH patients that are being killed off mysteriously and come to find out it's that monster that got free from IGH to begin with and then come to find out that monster spoilers remember I said spoilers it's her mom and the monster isn't really a monster just in her memories that's why in the flashback she remembers it looking like a weird like flesh meaty monster like the whole her head's fleshy and stuff in the back um so her mom should be dead. Basically, in that car crash, Jessica Jones gets taken away by AGH and experimented on to basically bring her back to life. She died in that car crash and it brought her back to life and then gave her superpowers. Same thing happened with her mom, but her mom was so fucked up that her face and head was destroyed in the crash and they basically bring her back with the same thing they brought Jessica Jones back with, but because her brain suffered so much damage, she was in a coma for like five years. When she came out, her personality was fucked up to the point where she had these anger outbursts whenever she gets emotional. So she can be normal one second and have like a mood swing and become like the Hulk and start destroying shit. You can't <coughs> stop her. So that's why she never. Like, there's even a point later on in the series that um they tie it in to like why she's been missing this entire time. Like if because she wakes up five years later, but Jessica Jones has been missing her mom for like seven years or something like that. Um, that's number right, seven. I'm not, I'm not seven. Yeah. yeah. So she wakes up at the coma in five years and then immediately wants to go find her daughter. And do this whole flashback episode where um, her and Trisha yeah, are all the shows gotta have they have their flashback episode. The whole episode they're younger. And I'm like, oh, this is slow. It ended well, but for the whole episode, I'm like, oh, this is like filler almost. But it was a thing where he she accidentally kills 
her sleazy boyfriend at the time. Long story, but doing that made her realize that she can't know her daughter until she's fixed. And spoilers, she's still not fixed. <laughs> That's why she's killing people off in the um in the modern day stuff. Uh-huh. But once you find that out, like first of all, I was just like, oh, her mom. We're bringing her mom back to life. Same same kind of reaction I had with the Tomb Raider. It was like, oh, her dad. But same thing. I think it was executed well. I mean, it becomes a thing where her mom being around is kind of giving her closure. No, we're good. It's like kind of giving her closure. But um, it takes away the entire villain plot of the season so far. And this is like episode five or so, or five or six that that happens. And I'm in episode like nine now. And there's still no villain even the guy that experimented on her to make her that way they're like in love like legitimately in love they care about each other and like so like there's no she's done bad things but to protect him like and he's done bad things but are they really that bad because he legitimately wants to help people and he's trying to keep his his um research away from actually bad scientists so it's like there's no antagonist really so far in the entire series. It becomes about protecting her mom and keeping her out of the hands of um, the people that want to kill her or keeping her from killing other people while she just tries to figure out what to do with her. And then she gets arrested and is now then is dealing with uh, trying to get her mom uh, a plea bargain and this whole thing about um, trying to sell out the guy that experimented on her, but she loves him. So that's why I said like at a certain point, once that mystery gets solved... The, it's not a superhero show anymore to me. Now now it's like a drama because it becomes like about her mom and her and her, their adventures together and, I don't know, helping the super uh, keep his kid in country instead of losing custody. And I don't know. It's like... Oh, that becomes a whole plot? That's a plot, yeah. Because eventually... Right now he's a bitch, but eventually he comes around because the kid almost kills himself and just saves him or whatever. And then the mom becomes the true villain. You realize that the mom of that situation is the real villain. But even her, she's at first she's painted like a bitch. But then it's revealed that she's just like you know, she's just a desperate mother who wants to keep her child. And they parallel that um, with Jessica's mom in the same way that you know she might be unstable, but at the end of the day she's still family. She still cares. Like they have a lot of they have a lot of good bonding moments and conversations. That's what's keeping me into the show. Like because that's what I'm saying. It's not a, that the show went bad. It's just that it went off the rails of what I think a good superhero show is. Now it's just kind of like a drama. Uh-huh. But I don't know. That's that's where I'm at now. And now they're doing a thing now. And while I say I'm getting upset with the supporting character. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Don't oh, tell me. Know? Don't tell me. Okay. All right. It's no. It's some, it's some TV bullshit <laughs> where things are going right and Jessica's doing the right, like doing right by her mother and putting pieces in play in the right positions to get things done and to actually, you know do what she needs to do but then there's a disconnect between her the ex-drug addict guy and Trish and then they start working together to not knowing that what they're doing might counteract what Jessica's trying to do it might fuck it up and I'm just like oh my god they also go into Trish and her um, substance abuse issues they kind of parallel that with um, the the ex-drug addict guy too which is good again these are all good storylines like I think it's written well. It's just not as good as season one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, is there anything you want to talk about from what you've seen so far? Not specifically, no. Oh. High passable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just middle of the road passable for me. 
Because, I mean, even in the three episodes, I mean, for the most part, nothing really happened. Like, the 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 uh, Samson dying is really, like, the most significant thing to happen yeah. in the three episodes. Yeah, it is. And then her meeting this, her mother. To that does. point, I thought it was, like, going to be a badass, like, super-powered, like, Terminator, I don't know, metahuman or something. Because it killed Samson. Samson yeah. was, like, super strong. And, like, it fucked his neck. Like, his neck was, like, twisted. Yeah, and it snapped his ass. Um, and, and then Trish and did then then did that super ass high jump over Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. And you saw that Trish took the uh, inhaler, right? Huh? Oh yeah, she did. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that becomes like her drug issue thing. She starts using it, and it's like they, they they talk about it later, like much later, like episode seven or eight or something. They bring it up with like, why would you keep taking a thing that you didn't know what was in it? And then when you saw Samson, he looked strung out. You know what I'm saying? Like he he said that like no, it's not the same as it was before. It's completely different. It's not fucking my my mind or anything. Uh, we gotta tease Hellcat. Yeah, but it's like he looked fucked up. I wouldn't just be like, all right, let me puff on this. We're like, no, don't do. That. Let me poison. You don't know. I mean, but they they've always said even since season one that she's kind of jealous of Jessica because she wants to be a superhero. Mm-hmm. That comes up. Her mom, her and Jessica's mother fight about that actually later in the series. So I'm curious to see what you think when you actually get there, but I bet you next week you're going to be like, I ain't finished that shit. <laughs> Maybe. Stay uh, tuned for next week's episode of Blurred Vision. Speaking of, now we can finally talk about it. Let's get into this week's episode of Dragon Ball Super, Michael. That's not how Ultra that's how Ultra Instinct starts. Oh, the song? Yeah. Yeah. Greatest showdown of all time. Jiren versus Goku. (laughs) No, it wasn't. (laughs) It was really good, but I don't think it was the greatest of all time. I saw people posted like, oh my god, that fight between Jiren and Goku, that was better than the fight between Goku and Frieza. It was the best fight of all I was like, no, no. Fuck it wasn't. Well, I was like, yes, it was animated better, but oh, okay, but yeah, that's all right, yeah, all right. but that's what time like. Mm-hmm. Time makes all technology or forms of TV better. But there's no emotion so you behind can, it. But yeah, there was none. Like, of course, you look at Star Wars, the you know the, the original Star Wars trilogy, and then you look at the Star Wars now. It looks better, but the original is better. You want the prequels? 
No, I don't talk about the prequel. I'm talking about the first original A New Hope, Empire Strike Back, Strikes Back. Well, I'm sure there are some people that agree with you, but I don't. <laughs> I've gone on record saying I don't like the Star Wars trilogy original you're, more you're than trash. the new ones. Well, shut up. <laughs> but yeah, man, Dragon Ball. Yeah, it's animated better, I'll say that. But And even, I love this episode. I'm going to say that right off the bat. But I will say there was a, there was a certain point during the episode, and I was like, yes, awesome! There was a moment of like slight reprieve where I had a breath to go, Whew, like the come down for a second. And in that, in that sad sigh... I thought to myself, but it's not as like epic as like Cell versus Gohan. That's what I was like, saying. Because so there's no stake. I mean, the stakes are so high. That's why the people that that saying, "Oh, this is the best fight ever." I'm like, "What the fuck were you watching?" But the stakes are. But it's weird because when you say it, it's like the stakes are technically higher than they've ever been because this entire universe is the line. But in terms of like Jiren being an antagonist, really, I feel like it's all. He's kind definitely. Of, he's nowhere near as closest to being no, Cell. He's not developed, and there's no like. He's there's, not. There's and, no character drama behind. Yeah, he's it. not. He's nowhere near close to being. Then being our Frieza. Yeah, it's was just like here's a bad guy. Why is he bad? Because he's strong. <laughs> That's the whole. But he's his not whole really, premise. But he's not really evil. He's part of the the but pride troopers. Part of the pride troopers, but and they're and they're a troop of justice. But but justice doesn't mean you're good, according to this this episode. And maybe, oh my God, is Dragon Ball super smart? No, no, <laughs> no it can't be. No. All right, let's jump right into spoilers because anybody cares already. Be like, let's talk about it. We don't give a fuck about non spoilers for Dragon Ball Super. So well, let's I mean, jump right we into We've already raped James' anime section. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, we we told them that we're gonna finish this. There's only yeah, two episodes. Well, now there's only one. one left. Yeah, but um. Fuck, and man. even then, I'm just like, with the way this episode, and I'm like, for them to have to wrap it all up in one episode, like, I feel like there's not enough time. It's, you know like, what? Like, I did sure, I, they I, might, words they might go to my mind. They might finish the tournament, but like, everything else, like, yeah. I feel like there's more. That's what I'm saying. I feel like this might be a cliffhanger. But your words echoed my mind from the last time we talked about Dragon Ball Super, where you said you felt like it was rushed. Like, this fight is rushed. And I agree, because... There were so many ups and downs in this one episode that I'm like, in the Frieza saga, this would have been spread over like five or six episodes. But in this, like, it's literally like, Goku's stronger, Jiren's stronger, they're equal, Goku's stronger. Like, it, the, the back and forth was like whiplash. Every five minutes is like a different and direction. I, mean, I already knew, and I already knew like a lot of the beats. I'm like, all right, right now Goku went full powered Ultra Instinct. Jiren's just gonna power up again. It's like, oh, I wasn't using my full strength. He didn't actually say it. But it wasn't it. that. It was he like, didn't actually say it, his, but he did. He it. broke his limits because Goku broke his. But then limits. it was so. Stu- but like, it was so stupid. Breaking limits. And then it was like, oh, his past trauma made him, you know, break his limits or whatever. And then I'm like, and then on top of that thing that annoyed me, like, yeah, I like this episode, but also at the same time I didn't. And the thing that annoyed me is the fact that I'm like, oh, Jiren's Ultra Instinct now because they animated them the exact same way with so, the red. And, yeah, it's, it's of, funny though that red is what people wanted Vegeta to have. I think it's funny at the end of the day it ends up being nah, it's just Jiren. <laughs> Jiren gets red and Goku gets blue. So it's like, okay, so now they're basically the same thing. Like the Ultra Instinct, Ultra Instinct is supposed to be unique. So Goku. No, Huh? Ultra Instinct's not unique. Well, all you, the gods can do it. No, they no, can't. No, no, no. All they, the angels they, can do it. They can't. All the angels can do it. Yeah. But I'm just saying the fact that, like, I'm talking about in terms of the animation style, like, it's unique because you've never seen that before. Though, but Jiren doesn't move like Ultra Instinct. No, Instinct's I'm style. saying the fact that they animated him the same way. I don't. I didn't like that. Really? The fact, essentially, it wasn't just the fact that he had an aura around him, but the way that, like, the aura. 
an Ultra Instinct looks different than say like a powered up Super Saiyan. Yes, it's more. Which is what he was, which is kind of what Jiren was doing before. But then when he powered up again, it was the same animation style. It's just it was just red. I think it makes like sense that. though. They're both on Ultra Instinct Angel level, right? But he, Jiren wasn't. Do, but Jiren wasn't doing Ultra Instinct though. How do you know? Because they would have said that. Because you know they always explain in Dragon Ball. Oh, Jiren went Ultra Instinct too. I guess, <laughs> but, they, but they didn't. They just say he I mean, just, they just say he powered up more. But you're right, yeah, because they he also um like he's not moving like Ultra Instinct. Yeah, Goku. he's not and that too. He's not moving like Goku. Yeah, so yeah, I guess that makes sense. But maybe this is how they draw superpower, super strong, next level energy. Now yeah. <laughs> it's got to be like plasma rather than like fire. That's what, that's the difference. It looks more like gooey, yeah, it looks more floating. like fire. Yeah, yeah, rather than being like fire on them, but. But like I'm saying with the spoilers, um, and if Dragon Ball Super actually is written smart, because you said that Price Troopers are good because they're they believe in justice. But after Topo, I mean, the, is justice destruction? And he went right to destruction. Why not? Remember, he said justice doesn't matter anymore. But maybe that's the point that their justice doesn't necessarily mean good. It means what your definition of justice is. Because if were you really a, a fighter for justice if you just could throw it away and a moment says, like, you know what? Justice doesn't matter anymore. Now I'm going to fight with the power of destruction. It's like, you were never really I mean, but, a but true also, hero then. But but wait, 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 there's more, there's more, there's more. Like, with Jiren, he's talking about justice, but his his sense of justice is just strength. Literally, if you can win, it might makes right is his, is his philosophy. If you win, whatever you say is justice. And that's not good. And then there was a point where Goku himself, and I like that they said it, but now that we're talking about it, I'm like, shit, it all kind of adds up. Uh, maybe they're making a point here where he talks about, and spoilers again, when Jiren attacks um, the stands and goes to, well, if you believe in friendship, friendship can be destroyed. And it was like, what the fuck, Jiren? You're a full I, but, villain but was, right there. That's what I was going to say. I feel like that's a f- complete flip. I feel like what, maybe it was the trauma. What they established. But I feel like he he's so, in that moment, he's so desperate, so crazy. And he's and they even say he's in a corner because of his own traumatic experiences. I feel like he wanted to make the point to be like, you're, if you believe in friendship, that can be taken away in an instant because you, you're not them and you can't protect them at all times. And he was trying to prove that. I'm not saying it was logical or good. I'm saying he snapped and he's, that was an evil thing to do. But then when Goku def- like stopped And also, it, funny enough, sorry to interrupt, but... What? They didn't show uh, the head angel or uh, Zenosama, the two Zenosamas at all in this episode. Yeah, they didn't react at all. You think they'd be like, oh! Like even, yeah, I was going to say not even just the reaction, but even the fact that Jiren tried to destroy... I thought I was like, yo, disqualify his yeah, ass. Yeah, I was like, they didn't even show him. Yeah. Like, no one's going to be like, oh, uh, disqualify him. Disqualify him right now. You can't do that. <laughs> and it was weird. No one else even stood up. Like, no God Destruction. Yeah, no, no God of Destruction up. tried to... It was like, no, nah, it's good. Sigh. <laughs> all they showed was Krillin and then him yeah. blocking ah! it. But yeah, when Goku stops it, he's like, yo, I'm not a hero for, I don't consider myself a hero for justice or anything like that, but if you fuck with my friends, I'm gonna fuck you up. And then he proceeds to fuck his it, ass up. And it goes back to the Frieza saga when he killed, when he uh, when Frieza killed Krillin, and that's what flipped him to go Super Saiyan. Mm-hmm. Oh, same thing, actually. Yeah, same thing happened. He powered up even more. <laughs> yeah, you press the Krillin button. Never press the Krillin button. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, they acknowledged it. Like, remember how our whole thing was, oh, like, oh, we missed the times when Goku in the dub was, like, a hero for good, and he would, like, straight out say that, but in the Japanese dub, it's more like he's just someone who loves fighting, mm-hmm. and being a good guy is kind of incidental to that. He's not a bad person, but 
the fact he's just you know pure of heart and naive. But then, but then they also, I mean, that's how you know the series is ending because they got to remind you that did all the flashbacks of Goku. I love the flashbacks Goku, though. Goku, I was like, ah, oh, this is how you know it's ending. Yeah, they're showing like the Dragon Ball saga, the Saiyan saga, yeah. the Frieza saga. How we've pushed each other and even people that started out as enemies, Goku just has that effect on you. We I, all. Hey, I also like that explanation because that's a sh- that's so shonen. Like everybody does that. Naruto, like every every main protagonist in a shonen thing, Deku, they have that ability of like, hey, if I beat you up, you're gonna be my friend now yeah. <laughs> because I'm so charismatic. Uh-huh. <laughs> for some reason, people that eat a lot of food for some reason make friends easily. <laughs> even, even Frieza, I mean, he's fighting on their team. Exactly. So, so I get it, but I'm just saying that's a very shonen tropey thing to do. But I, I liked it. I liked that moment. Like, thank you for a callback. That's what you do in these types of shows. I'm glad they're learning that now. <laughs> but um, it's about to be over. But but just the fact that they do make it a point to be like, he's not a hero for justice. Just don't. I'm not a killer, but don't push me. Kind of mentality. <laughs> but it's like the thing where is that a point they're making that justice in of itself doesn't necessarily mean you're good. It just means that that's your specific perspective on what justice is. I highly doubt it. I'm, I'm trying to go too cerebral. For no, Black Ball I Super. just feel like <laughs> I just feel like they're 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 doing an 86 on on Jiren. 86. 86. I was gonna. Is that right? 80. Whatever. <laughs> I'm like, it means kill him. <laughs> 86. Of them, I think means kill somebody. Whatever the number. 180. <laughs> Full turn. But yeah, like, cause I don't know. I just feel like this isn't how they established him. Even before we even met Jiren, they like started off as like you know the guy that the the leader of the Pride Troopers. He's all about you know saving people and all other stuff, but, but and protect and protecting our universe. And so I need him. And then you get him, and he's like, no, I'm fuck, fuck, fuck. But he is that. But it's the perspective of he is that to some people. But he himself, he's not doing those things because he's super good. He's doing because he's got some fucked up traumatic issues that he's trying to resolve. Never again. Yeah, through, through I bring, won't lose. Yeah, but by, by being the strongest, that's the only reason he's doing it. But in some ways, Goku is kind of that too about I'm not I don't I'm not gonna lose I'm gonna fight I'm gonna fight in a certain extent but his Jiren, is, Jiren is just a little bit more extreme extreme and his his motivations are external from the trauma but Goku's motivations are more pure they're they're internal he just wants to be better for himself he's not trying to be better to beat somebody that's just uh, the the conclusion that happens yeah he just wants to be stronger just for the sake of being stronger mm, but by being the by for, for, for that self-motivation you're obviously gonna have to beat people to be considered the strongest though mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's not doing it for like uh a negative reason jiren's is very much like uh surface surface level not surface level like traumatic that's what i'm looking for it's very much based in trauma very much based in I don't know pain. I don't know the words. These, these are negative things. They're I don't not know the words. I don't know the specific words you're looking for. I don't know. One is Killmonger. One, <laughs> one is healthy. One is unhealthy. That's the best way to Killmonger it. T'Challa. Yes, exactly. One's healthy. One's unhealthy. Um, but I fucking love the fighting in this episode. Like, there are points where I'm like, ah, come on, you're just doing basic animation right now. I want you're, you're Goku White. I want to see some new shit. But when it kicks up. I was like, oh, I'm talking at the screen. I'm like, oh, shit. When he just like. When he, when he, he canceled out his uh, attack. Oh, that was dope. With like a, like a knife looking Kamehameha. Yes. 
um, when they do the thing where Jiren does like after he gets superpower, he powers up, and Jiren does the the eye thing again with all the punches, and Goku blocks them all and uh-huh. slices through it. I'm like, fuck him up! <laughs> I got when when Vegeta was like shaking his fist, like get him, Kakarot! I was, I was just like Vegeta, I'm like get him! <laughs> yeah, I had so much fun this episode, and in those moments, I'm like, I'm gonna miss this show. Like I am. I got a little, a little emotional just so you heard me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I hear it. I'm going to miss this show. Like, I know it's not our childhood, but like, God damn it, when it's at its best, it does well, you gotta wait to You got to wait till December. Like, Get and, that movie. And part of it is talking to you about it. Because I feel like it's like school. Going back to school after a day of a good Dragon Ball Z episode and be like, go to that episode. And you have fun with your friends talking about it. Like, it, it feels like that all over again. I don't want to lose that again. Well, that's because you need to talk to me about everything. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball had a special place in my childhood. Like, you never did that with your friends? Talk about the episodes of Dragon Ball Z the night before. Not night Dragon before? Ball, not Dragon Ball Z. No. Really? No. What'd you do, GT? No. Not at all. I didn't talk to my friends about anything. <laughs> oh, that's sad. <laughs> and even though in hindsight, I'm like, what were we really talking about? Yo, did you see how he screamed for thirty minutes? But, <laughs> I, but, but no, I, I'm serious. I'm serious. And it's also, I, I mean, I told you this story already. That's why most, the main reason I started cosplaying because my friends aren't into this stuff. Oh, that's so, sad. like, if like to go watch uh, Avengers and all that other stuff, they're not into it with me. So I would always go by myself. Mm. Cause they're not they like Buffy. I mean, the only time I had that is like when uh Buffy, like in high school. Like I had friends in elementary school and stuff mm. that would be into Buffy. So we'd always like, did you see last week's you know last week episode of Buffy or or yesterday's episode of Buffy? We talk about it. But like all my friends like in high school and all that stuff, they they're not into like comic books and Star Wars and like uh. one one of my closest friends that you met, he fell asleep during the Avengers because he was because <gasps> he was bored. Blasphemy. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm <a> fucking traitor. <laughs> like that's my closest friend, but like he was he's bored and that that type of shit so I, I was surprised that he went to go see Black Panther cause he's oh. not into that stuff but he only went it to see it you know for the culture yeah for the culture but and, and he liked it but like he's not gonna go see Infinity War <gasps> oh you sweet summer <laughs> child I'm so sorry like, for your no, childhood he, he has no interest in Infinity War or Dragon Ball or any, any, any of this stuff like that so so sorry. <laughs> I mean, whatever. It's like, <laughs> it is what it is. Well, for me, in my awesome childhood, I had friends to talk about this awesome stuff. <laughs> so talking to you about it reminds me of a better time in my life when things were fucking awesome. When things were just all Hello, sunshine. Hello, darkness, and, my old friend. <laughs> yeah, before I was an adult, and life is hard. <laughs> when you were a kid, things were great. But yeah, man, like this was like to me on the level of like Super Saiyan three, like all the transformations. This was like this was it. I was I was like. I can't tell you how many times I was like, yeah, Goku, yeah! <laughs> Especially after the Jiren, when he attacked the group, I'm like, oh, oh he's, he's a bitch. Yeah, he's a bitch. Yeah, and he's, he's like every strong silent male. He's an asshole. He doesn't talk much, so you think he's cool. <laughs> and funny enough, now that you mentioned that, Goku was talking, like, because remember we mentioned before, like, when he's ultra instant, he doesn't talk. He's just like, ah! This yeah. episode, he was actually talking. Yeah. And, I don't know, I just, I just wanted to mention that. <laughs> I just wanted to make a note of that. Yeah. <laughs> but, of course, in Dragon Ball Super, and in Dragon Ball Z, really, when you get a yeah, brand new get, transformation, the soon as you're about to win, <laughs> and this happened in the fucking the Frieza movie, right before Goku beat Frieza. Ah! So when that shit happened in this Dragon Ball Super episode, but funny enough, even though it happens all the time, I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't either. I was like, because remember, spoiler said that he was gonna lose. Yeah. So I was like, he won. Ow. <laughs> he won. So when that moment happened with he got that huge ass like electric explosion like what I did you he, think happened? i thought frieza attacked him i thought frieza too i was like frieza you bitch <laughs> how could you <laughs> but 
But no, it's just his own power fucked him up. He just he broke his level. And really, I'm not even mad at that. Because how many times he suppressed limits in the last like five minutes? Yeah. So I'm like, at least there's some kind of drawback. But it's still but way it's like, too. It's still on. way convenient. Oh, I lasted this whole time. Right when I'm about to win, the definitive ah! win. Jiren's on the ground like, all right, you stronger. You won, man. Just finish me off. Just throw me out. And I'm like, you're so fast. These things are happening in the span of like 10 seconds. They're, they're, they're having entire fights in seconds. Yet, whenever someone lands and they're defeated on the ground in this tournament, and all you gotta do is literally kick them, just a, a slight kick off the stage. They never just do it. Yeah, they know. He just, he's like powering up. Like, what are you powering up? Even when, when he did just that. Just pick him up and throw him. But even that, he finished him. He got him to that point because he used giant Kamehameha blast. And he, and he hit Jiren full flush. There was no defense. He just took the Kamehameha to the face. So I was like, I've seen your Kamehameha before you became Super Saiyan White was already so big, it was like shooting off across half the stage. I'm like, you're telling me you can't just go, ah, and keep pushing and push through that thing he fell into? That little platform he fell on? No. I'm like, keep blasting, go stop. You need the power, oh, you need the power up. <laughs> no, fuck that shit. I was mad. But yeah, I also thought Freezer oh, just pick away. him up and like throw him off. Yeah, real quick. You don't <laughs> even have to blast him. Yeah, I'm like, why even blast him? Just, <laughs> you're super strong. But whatever. Then it's not it turns out it's not freezer, it's just his own limits. And then and then the second what the fuck of the episode. Oh, yeah, I, that's that's the episode I hate I hate the, oh, the moment I hated this episode. What? No Freezer comes back. Which right I, which there, was like, which okay. was expected. expected. That was expected. I called but then it. the fact that seventeen seventeen is alive. Fuck? I said I was yelling I was literally oh, I was literally man. yelling at the TV. I said, Get the fuck out of here. I think that was like the, the get what the fuck around the world. I think everybody at the same time was like what the fuck? No fucking way that motherfucker survived. And he's been MIA his entire time. He just he just conveniently came back right when Goku was about to fall out the stage. Yes. And then now it's going to be Freezing 17 versus uh, a weakened Jiren in next episode. But it's like, why is he alive? Why did they take back that sacrifice? There's a Dragon so Ball. so stupid. There's super Dragon and then Balls. You, and then right on, on the top corner. of that, you already did that with Vegeta. Why are we doing this again? <laughs> But yeah. I guess because they already did it with Vegeta, so I was like, why did you think he was dead? Because we already showed you before it wasn't going to happen. 17 is way stronger than he ever was. So was Vegeta. It's like, no. It was so stupid. 17 lasts longer than Vegeta. It's so trash. <laughs> Yo, Akira Toriyama is just stroking his 17. He loves it. He's like, oh my God, 17's the best. He's the fucking most coolest. His long hair is so cool. <laughs> like, I'm like, come on. And then bro. it's like, where the fuck were they this whole time? You just happen to show up right at this moment? Where? Like, I saw, I saw a funny meme where um, Frieza was like, like Jiren's like, where's Frieza at? And Jiren, uh, Frieza's underneath the stage in like a little tunnel thing with like a straw sticking out of the ground. He's breathing through it. Like, and then I'm like, how much time do we have left? I'm like, are they really going to be? They didn't be, even say a time. I'm like, are they really going to be Jiren or is just time going to run out? And by default, since Goku, 17, and Frieza are still in the ring. All right, this is predictions. What do you think is going to happen? They're just going to win. Do you think... Because you could tell Cause I was Goku's say they, still in the ring. Because I'm like, they haven't said the time, so I don't know... If that's gonna happen, because I'm like, if they say it's only one minute left, I'm like, yeah, that's probably what's gonna happen. But it seems like at some point those two either get eliminated or beaten because Goku jumps back in in the preview. I mean, I think I mean obviously since the series about to end, Goku the Universe Seven is gonna win. You sure? But how? Oh, Universe Seven is gonna win. But how? I don't know if it's gonna be the time runs out and they win by default, or the three of them teaming up is what takes Jiren out. Why those three? <laughs> Gohan, you're like, what happened? <laughs> what what happened to us? 
don't know. I get the the end. It was because I'm, I'm trying to think. For the sake of for the sake of time, since only one episode left, I feel like for the sake of time, it would make more sense for them to win by default, mm-hmm. as opposed to an all-out battle. Because then that's too quick. Because you know, for a battle, they want to have that last most of the episode. Yeah. But if they win by default, they have at least have the first half of that. Then the second half, the f- deal with the fallout or whatever. Till we Actually, meet. A- I didn't think about it. This fucked up my theory because there's not going to be a situation where Frieza gets the upper hand and beats Jiren for Team Seven. I mean, maybe they can. He can still kick out <laughs> again. They can do it again. He's going <laughs> to knock him out in the first five minutes, and then by the end of they the episode, knock he's gonna- out seventeen and Goku, and it's just Frieza. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I beat you again. What the hell? <laughs> I hope not. That's too much. I'd be okay with not being right <laughs> if it means not having a stupid ending like that. I think it's gonna be he eliminates seventeen and Frieza and then it's just him and Goku again. I don't. I think it's like repetitive. Do that again, but yeah, because it's like the third and he he can't go. Well, I can't say. I'm not gonna say can't. Like Goku should be dead. He should be. Like he should not be able to stand up anymore. Like how many different ways and how exhausted is he? Like Jiren. It's like, you know Goku's way stronger than Jiren, because Jir- Goku's been fighting the entire fucking tournament. Jiren's only been fighting Goku, and he, he's got flat out beaten by him at that point. So it was like, well, now I know Goku's just stronger. So it seems like a disservice, once again, to have the stronger character just losing some bullshit. And then on top of that, now I, I feel like it'll be a contradiction for Jiren to like go all out and all, because it's like, it's all about strength, strength, strength. And technically, he lost. Like, he admitted he lost. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so what's your argument now, bro? Maybe he'll have like a Sasuke coming in terms moment and be like, you know I guess what? it's on a technical because he's like, well, yeah, you might be stronger, but I'm about to erase your ass. I thought that so was... if I if I erase you by default, that'll make me the strongest. It's Bef- true. <laughs> but before um, Goku fell off and they saved him, I thought what was going to happen was he was going to be like, you know what? I'm going to let you have that because you beat me. I thought, he, I thought he was going to have an honorable moment, but nope. <laughs> he was like, I'm about to beat you. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> But your logic is right. It's like, well, if I beat you now, technically I'm the strongest. And you know what? Who's going to tell me otherwise? Because everybody's gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I write history, motherfucker. But yeah, I love this episode. Perfect vision. Straight up. Perfect vision. I would give it a high more than passable. Oh, you bitch. Because like I said, what that, do you want? No, that final what moment. What do you want? That final <laughs> moment was 17. And, get the fuck out of 17 here. 17 fucked you up for that yeah, bad? It, it did. It really did. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was also like, what? I literally said, I'm like, are you fucking <laughs> Yeah, a high more than passable because of that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's the biggest jumping the shark shit. If it was just Frieza, perfect vision. But the 17 thing, no. Fuck. Like the internet, you know it was like? It was like Glenn dying in Walking Dead. It was like the internet mourned well, he, his loss. He, he didn't, and he didn't die. He exactly. Was, he was under the dumpster. He yeah, seventeen was under a rock. <laughs> I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I don't know. That that's me killed it. I was just like, I mean, you still gave we it a mourned perf- his you death. Still gave it a perfect vision though. <laughs> yeah, but everything else was so fucking awesome. And it was like at the very tail end. I don't. No, fuck it. I don't fuck care that Kira Toriyama killed, has killed, a hard arm for seventeen. Let, killed, let me have killed, the hard arm. Killed the ending. Nah, man. Up until what? What killed? If you want to ask me, what killed the ending for me? That him and they even seventeen look tired as fuck. Yeah, you have unlimited energy, bro. <laughs> How are you tired? Beat up. No, <laughs> I don't you know. still got unlimited energy. Whatever. That session doesn't make sense anyway. But no, what what, what made me Goku, mad? Give Goku and Frieza your energy. We already saw Vegeta do it. I was also mad about Goku being like or basically hurting himself, like him just gassing out. That's made me mad too. 
I'm not gonna take away from that except for that because before that I was like fuck yeah it was just like fuck man and like that like did you think he was gonna give Jiren energy for a second I did I said you fucking better. I was like you no. better not you cause it was cause it was yellow yeah it was yellow I was like you fucking better not. you better not you motherfucker I'm glad I was not the only one I was like cause, I was, cause he kept talking like just beat me just finished me off I'm like is he gonna heal him to have a fair fight Ow. Oh, and when you sent me, it makes so much sense. You want to tell tell the audience about what you sent me? That awesome text thing yeah, about uh, Jiren and, and if he was a, uh, Goku, if he was an Avenger in Infinity War. Uh, I know, but I don't remember what the text was. Oh, it was basically a thing where it was like a it was a uh, a message on Twitter. Like somebody made a Twitter message. I was like, if Goku was an Avenger, he would give Thanos the Infinity oh, Gauntlet. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, somebody did this, uh, uh, posted this on Twitter and I sent it to Jordan as a joke because it it's true. But it says, if Goku was in the Avengers, he'd give Thanos the Infinity Stones to see how strong he would get. Yep. <laughs> I was like, that is so and I'm good. like, that's true. But also at the same time, I think I feel like that's more of a Vegeta thing because Vegeta let Cell go perfect. True. True, it's probably. But then at the same time, Goku gave Cell a senzu bean to fight his son. His son. So what's worse? <laughs> <laughs> I think the son thing. <laughs> I, I remember in the episode too, everybody was like, "Yo, what the fuck, Goku?" <laughs> he was like, "What? It's not fair." Yeah. It's like, but yeah, Dragon Ball Super, fucking awesome episode. What do you want? Not perfect vision. What's wrong with you? I just told you what fucked it up for me. That ending. This is it. You can't just give it to it. It's no, over, bro. No, fuck, fuck that ending. I doubt next episode's going to be better. No way. Fuck that ending. You no, know, next episode, you're going to... Cre- I was crying. <laughs> this, is, this is our childhood. It's ending. <laughs> hey, man, if it's cry-worthy... And you have hundreds of DMs about it, too. <laughs> what? <laughs> if it's cry-worthy, I, I have no shame in the game. I will admit that it's cry-worthy. So far, I don't think I've cried in any Dragon Ball Super. No. It's not worth it. <laughs> yeah. When Jiren threw that ultra, the Kamehameha blast, he learned the Kamehameha too. I, cr- I cried, man. <laughs> what impression is that? That's supposed to be me? That is you. I cried, man. I just, I don't know, dude. I was <laughs> like, crazy. you know, I was in my room. I was like smoking some weed or whatever. I was eating some popcorn. I was just like, get emotional. I just had, I just had one, one tear, like, you know, leaky faucet or whatever. It was like, <laughs> Yeah, man. Like, look, just because you don't know what emotions are, I can't, I can't believe it's over. Uh, oh, but before we get in the news, emails. But before that, I also do want to do- see. Funny, I'm see. I, I forgot about emails. Wow. That's what I said. You only got what I remind you at the beginning. That's all you get. Okay. Uh, before I get in the emails, though, real quick, rapid fire review. Rapid fire review. Junji Ito collection. I'm trash. Done. I'm out. I'm fucking out. I, I at least tried to binge it. Michael gave up after the last time we talked about it. But I'm a horror fan, and I like the Junji Ito manga to an extent. But And I think this might be in the, one of the mangas. But I got the episode, like, 10. And there's an episode called Greased, my dude. And it's fucking gross. Like, the, again, every episode before this, same thing that's been wrong with the Junji Ito collection this entire time. Great premises. Most time they do nothing with them. But you get to this episode 10, Greased. The whole premise, just weird. There's a family of people who live in a greasy-ass house. The dad's greasy as fuck. Everybody's greasy as fuck except the daughter. And the daughter's like the only kind of normal one. But the younger brother is the most greasy. Eats greasy foods. Drinks vegetable oil. Drinks it. Drinks. And then even there, I'm like, oh, what the fuck? He's literally drinking like like bottles of water. It is vegetables. (laughs) Fucking ill, dude. He's like guzzling. Like bottles of fucking water to him. Fucking gross. 
And then, over time, he starts getting really pimply. And then he's got pimples all over his body. And he looks the most like the most lumpy, disgusting human being I've ever seen drawn in an anime. Pizza face. Oh, it gets worse. <laughs> I must say, and th- uh, this is what I I I literally stopped the episode. So are you out, are you saying you're out because it was actually bad, or you're just grossed out? It just grossed me out, but it wasn't even like a good gross out where it's like, oh, it was terrifyingly gross. It was just gross, like like. Just grow. I'm skeevy. I'll admit that. Like, I'm very much like, I don't, I don't yeah, like. Yeah, I'm the, like, yeah, you are. I don't I'm like, like to wash dishes because I like the, when the food touches, like, floats in the water and touches your finger. Ugh, ugh, it's gross. <laughs> I don't like to wash dishes because I'm lazy, but if it came to it, I like, I prefer to be the one to wash the dishes because I feel like I'm very meticulous when it comes to what, because, like, sometimes I'll get a cup out of here and, like, it'll still have the, like, it's supposed to be washed, but I'll still see my mother's lipstick and stuff on. I'm like, who the fuck washed this shit? Sounds like you have trust issues. <laughs> I do. I definitely do. That's why I'm like, I, even though I don't like to wash this, I would prefer to be the one to wash the dishes because I'm like, I make sure to get everything. Okay. Well, this was just, this was just fucking I don't know why I'm talking about washing dishes. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that was just an example of me being skeevy about things because that is part of why I rage quit this show. But, like, it's been a build-up. It's been all just really lackluster episodes, just frustrating in the episodes that are decent because you can see how they could be a good episode, but they just don't go far enough with the premise. So, to get to this point where it's once again... Like, they they go between either it's weird or boring. Like, at their best, they're weird. At their worst, they're boring. But this just went for gross. And they do a thing where, for no fucking reason, the girl, like, one of the dude's pimples pops. And it, when it pops, it squirts at her. And it kind of hits her on, like, the, the arm or something. She's like, ew, gross! And then he's like, what? You call me gross? And it, it, he, like, snaps. And then tortures her. Like, not torture, but, like, as an older brother being a dick. Like, pushes her to the ground. And, like, stands over her. And squeezes his face. And all the pimples in his face. And there's, like, a million pimples in his face, bro. His face looks like the uh, a beehive. It's so many fucking holes in his face and he squeezes his cheeks together Ew. and it, i shit you not dude like a fucking but that sounds that sounds like i'm like hmm let me turn it on right I'm now i'm gonna <laughs> drop kick you in the face <laughs> i shit you not it's like a, a an ice cream machine where like the the fucking ice cream like slowly comes out like you know i'm talking about like shit almost uh-huh. and it's like a thousand strings did i send you a meme like that or a gif I think I did. If you did, I, re- I don't know. I blocked it out, obviously, because I can't be your friend if I remember that. <laughs> and it's like the all, it's like streams of this shit, pus coming out of every single one of his pimples, and he's just squeezing it. And she's on the ground, and he's squeezing it down at her, and it all slowly drips to her face, and her mouth is open because she's screaming, and it's like, ah! <laughs> and then her, her dad or something ultimately knocks him out because he's like, oh, you're fucking being stupid. But, like... It was so nasty for the sake of just being nasty. And I was like, I, I literally turned it off. I'm like, I'm done. I'm out. See, like, I'm like, out. See, I'm listening to you. I'm like, see, I don't mind that type of stuff. But I'm like, that's why I asked you, was it, did you quit because it was actually bad? Or you just was like, oh, I'm not watching this. I watched this. Black Mirror episode one with the dude that fucks the pig and didn't bad but, but at the end of the day, they didn't really, it's not like they actually showed him fucking the they pig. They didn't show, so wow. that's different than X-rated. That's, I mean, so that's different than like showing somebody pussing in somebody's mouth. But they're I both, mean, so they're the, both the, gross. But the, but the fucking the they're pig. Gross is, concepts. But the fucking the pig though is more implied. Yes, but as it's opposed still, to that, like what you're describing, they actually showed it. Yeah, it, but it's still a shocking and gross concept. If they, if they cut away from it falling to her face, still too much. Like it was just, and there was no, 
like Black Mirror, I can forgive even if I was offended because it's like it's wrapped around such a good story, and like that's just like the the conclusion to the rest of that that story. But this is like this is like in the first like five minutes of the story, and it's for no reason other than the shock value. And I get that's also kind of like what the point of Junji Ito's art style is. But I was just like, man, you can't, because none of that concept was scary. Uh, it was just gross. I'm like, this is. I'm not watching this to be like gross. That now I'm like, I'm like itchy and shit. I don't want that. I'm out, dude. Fuck this. Fuck this show. <laughs> poor, poor vision. You're weak. <laughs> You're weak. No, Mr. Magoo, that you a, shit. You got a weak stomach. <laughs> oh man, it was so. I want you to watch it and tell me what you think. You're weak. Oh my god. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna watch as soon as we're done recording. I'm gonna make you sit and watch it too. All right, and and real quick, rapid fire review. Uh, Love Simon. Oh, you actually want to talk about it? Yeah, I mean, I just want to say that I really enjoyed it. And since Kenny Lonsdale was in it, and it was directed by uh, the guy Greg Berlanti from the CW shows. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I am I am not a fan of romantic comedies, but I think it was a really interesting story mm. that. They kind of explained in the trailer. Yeah, where... Jordan got Jordan got homophobic at the end of the movie. Why? He was like, "Yeah, surprisingly enough, I'm not really a fan of gay people, but I really like this movie." Wow, never said that. <laughs> no, you did. no, no, I didn't. Did. He was no, like, "No, I did." Yeah, this movie is pretty good for a bunch of gay guys. <laughs> what did I say? This exactly what he said. None of these I'm words. Like, He's so trash. Oh he sounds God. just like those people. Like, yeah, you're cute for a black person. Exactly. What he said. I didn't say no let me stop guys he didn't, he, didn't, he didn't say that I'm joking god yeah you're gonna have somebody write an angry review about like, I can't believe Jordan was so homophobic no motherfucker I said I don't like romantic comedies but I enjoyed it, it was, I don't it, like gay romantic comedies nope <laughs> it had genuine humor that I, I legit found funny like I was I was bursting out laughing for a lot of this movie because a lot of it was really funny um it had some great character di- like interactions yeah, I had to shush I had to shush you a couple times I'm like shush no, <laughs> I'm a loud black guy. But no, it's got like yeah, the characters are great, the story was great, um, and it becomes really like a almost like a mystery, which is why I think I really liked it because you didn't really know who the writer of the letters were because the whole time Love Simon is about a kid who's closet gay. Who should you be explaining this? I feel like I shouldn't be explaining this because I'm gay. You're, you the, you're, the, the you're, the, you're the host, Jordan. You you do the explaining, and then we talk about it. You not know the you not know the premise of this show. <laughs> I'm just saying, you took me to the movie. I feel bad. I feel like I'm taking your thing. I took you to see La, uh, the Greatest Showman. You still explain like you're the ho- that's your thing. Well, I like that way more than you did. <laughs> you did, cried. In this. Did you? I didn't did cry you? In this did one. you though? I didn't cry. I love Simon. I think so. You cried. No, I said I think you would cry. Oh, well, you were wrong. <laughs> no, you still you still welled up. No, so I, I close did enough. <laughs> no, yeah. I didn't. I felt I felt juice on your on your <laughs> no, cheek. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, so most of it's a mystery about the the, the kid basically trying to find um, this other kid who's also closet gay, who who basically wrote in their school's message board, um, saying that he feels trapped because he can't admit to the world that he's gay. So they they can become like basically pen pals. And email pals yeah and it becomes about him trying to figure out who is blue the guy who writes these letters on the other side of the screen spoiler alert he's not a 40 year old man which is what I was like he's messaging like a 40 year old <laughs> man in his underwears that'd be a dark twist <laughs> <laughs> hairy chest but yeah I had a good time I, I give it for what it is more than passable I liked it hmm huh. <laughs> <laughs> No spoilers. I don't want to spoil it. Oh no, I'm not gonna. I'm yeah. not gonna give spoilers. Uh, 
But obviously, I give this movie a perfect vision because I really enjoyed it. Obviously, because you're gay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we're stereotyping. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying obvious because I've seen it. I've seen it several times. Oh, okay. And not not just because the whole gay thing, because there are gay movies that I think are terrible, <clears throat> or like we mentioned, uh, A Wrinkle in Time. Because I'm because uh, what's his face? Because uh, Chris was asking me about uh, Uncanny Comic Quest. He was like, "Is Black Lightning?" a good a good show to watch and he was like and take your bias out of it and like oh shit yeah, and he I'm called just, you out you know cause you're black yeah, Michael and like objectively <laughs> like, like let me know is it an actual good show and I'm just like well A everybody has a bias so I don't know what that means but then also B like yeah even with the bias like going back to A Wrinkle in Time like A Wrinkle in Time has a black a black woman director and a black lead at the end of the, at, at, in the show but I still was able to I still said the shit was trash he straight up said because it was a black so I'm show like, so just because, so I'm <laughs> he like, didn't say it but he meant it <laughs> yeah so I'm like so just because something maybe appeals to my like for example like this show has a gay lead and all that other stuff yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean that just because of that if it's bad I won't call it out for being bad so i say that all that to say is like no it's not obviously because i'm gay but the gay angle helped you know push my enjoyment for the movie yeah so it's like like i enjoyed this movie so much actually because i saw it last saturday because they were doing uh previews uh they did like worldwide well not previews because they showed the whole movie but like one day early release screenings uh i guess uh worldwide America wide so last Saturday so that's when I first saw the movie and I enjoyed it so much that I ordered and got the book oh it's a book yeah I I didn't know that until I I was like watching cast interviews wait that's what it's called Simon Simon versus the the homo sapiens agenda oh so they changed the name for the movie yeah they changed the name for the movie I think it's a better name (laughs) it it definitely is Yeah. but yeah so after I saw it last Saturday I got the book I finished this book in three days and then, oh, I, wow. and then I saw it again when I saw it with you on Thursday. Those are real words, not audio. <laughs> yeah. So when I saw it with you on Thursday, I, that was the second, but that was after I read the book. So what's better? Uh, I like some of the things they did in the movie better. Like some of the changes that they did in the movie better than... Same ending or no? No, because uh, oh, in, 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 in the movie... This isn't a spoiler, but in the movie, once he figures out who Blue is, mm-hmm. the movie pretty much ends after that. But in the book, once you figure out, once he figures out who Blue is, like they they show them like interacting more together, as oh, opposed okay. as opposed to like the mystery. But you you get to see them as a couple, and then it okay. and then it kind of so it's, and it doesn't go on that long. It just goes on for just a little bit, just to, like see them as a couple, like this new out gay and this gay relationship that the school knows about. Because it also didn't end on the note where. Oh, never, never mind. That's a spoiler. <laughs> but all right, but that sounds interesting. I just wanted to know if it was like any different from the movie, and if it, what was better. I wanted to see if you were gonna be like the book is better. Like, no, I, no, I like I like some I like the changes that they did in the in the book. I mean, in the movie, better. But also, but overall, I mean, you know, you get more time with the characters in the book, yeah. and also with the book, they go more into uh, the email exchanges. Mm. They like there's more of that as opposed to in the movie. Okay. So I mean, I guess depending on depending on what you want. Is depending on what what you like better. So I would mm-hmm. say for me, because of some of the change that they did in the book, I would like I, I would say I like the movie a little bit better. 
Okay, well, I, I recommend it to anybody who likes romantic comedies for sure. And if you're a fan of CW, I feel like if you're a fan of CW shows too, you really like this movie because like the, I feel like the humor was the same. Well, yeah, because Greg Berlanti, and who, yeah. who's the head of the CW shows, mm-hmm. was the director of this movie. It almost feels like an Elseworlds because Wally West is in it. So, <laughs> kinda, <laughs> kind of an Elseworld. And All right. Wally West with the good hair, with the good hair, <laughs> not that fucking perm shit. Yeah, it's season three hair. Yeah. All right, let's get into emails of the week. First email comes from Sheldon Doxilly. Uh, Sheldon says, Hey guys, great and insightful podcast. I have a Buffy reference for Michael. Hey, hey. Watched the shows for years, though I think Angel's better. Hey, hey. (laughs) Anyways, the actor who portrays Wesley and Angel is the voice actor for the character The Other. The Other in uh, Avengers. Avengers Yeah, I know. Really? Yep, I knew that. Just the voice actor? You can't school me. (laughs) Wow. It's like, I am the big alpha and omega Buffy. (laughs) No, he he plays the other. Oh, he actually plays him? Yeah, he actually plays him. I was going to say, now I'm thinking, I'm like, he kind of looks like him. Just all that makeup on. That's funny. Uh, Then he gets gets killed by Ronan. (laughs) Yeah. Keep it blurred. Stay Stay nerdy, nerdy, my my blurdy. From your friendly neighborhood black guy, Sheldon. Thanks, Sheldon. Thanks, Sheldon. Our next review comes from... Samuel Smith, uh, what the fuck is up, my blurs? Okay. <laughs> it sounds like almost like Rick. <laughs> what the fuck, <laughs> Rebel of a Dub <laughs> uh, Jordan's still my favorite. Uh, <laughs> fuck you, Michael Law. <laughs> what is going? What is going on, people? <laughs> I'm gaining power. <laughs> uh, can you guys please, please, please talk about or just do a little breakdown of Blue Marvel? With the success of Black Panther, I couldn't help but think what other black movies we could have. Blue Marvel. I think I've met. I think I've mentioned him before. I've mentioned him before. He's never come up in conversations before. Uh, Blue Marvel isn't a well-known character like Valzad, T'Challa, Icon, or Static. Uh, it's funny you you listed Icon in well-known characters. Yeah, I was gonna say I, nobody no, knows who nobody Icon knows is. Who Icon is. <laughs> I know less about Icon than I do Blue Marvel. So, <laughs> uh, but I think he'd be more of an impact with his story. Please let the people know about him. I would kill millions of colonizers to have this. I don't know if Shuri would advocate for that, but, you know. But, I mean, funny enough, when it comes to, like, these... Because I know we mentioned before, like, especially when it comes to cosplay, like, you cosplay for attention. So, it's like, you wouldn't want to do these obscure characters and all this other stuff. But even when you do, it's like, because, like, funny, like, when I did uh, Doc, Brother Voodoo or Dr. Voodoo, depending on who you else. ask. Well, not even that, not even that, but it's like... The only time when people come up, for the most part, the only time people come up to you and be like, who are you? Whatever. It's usually like people that aren't black. Like, black mm. people automatically know, oh, Dr. Food. Like, we know who all these, like, icon. Like, if somebody cosplays icon or, or anything like that. Or even if it's, you don't know what that character is, you know it's not the alternate the alternate character. Yeah, like, so, like you, you, know, who, you like, know who it is. Are you Dr. Strange? Clearly, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. It's like, usually you'll get, oh, 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 like, somebody will be like, oh, you're Spawn. It's like, no, I'm not. Yeah. But usually it's like if everybody knows who it is, it's always the black person because we because you know we got these we don't really have that many characters so you know you pretty much know who all the ones are not all of them but so what what was I'm trying to think what was Blue Marvel's origin story? Blue Marvel was uh in the Marvel not literally but in the Marvel universe he's the first he's considered the first superhero in the Marvel universe because he was around during like the civil rights era and stuff like that but mm, so we actually went back to those times but That'd i mentioned but i mentioned i mentioned, to, I mentioned to this to you before because yeah, like i said he's come up this. before 
the the government knew because he was like more or less a pawn of the government but the world didn't know he was black he had a helmet on his he, like his original outfit he yeah had, i remember you saying he, that yeah he had like That's a doctor up. <laughs> yeah he had like a doctor fate like helmet on mm. to like protect his and and he had like gloves to protect the fact that he was actual black man yeah adam had his it's so funny his his secret identity was because he was black yeah yeah he was african-american in fact not lost in the government oh <laughs> wow so yeah the government knew but mm-hmm. so that's yeah that actually would be it and his main uh his main antagonist was a man called the anti-man and during like a fight with the anti-man like there's a whole like he has his own book which is only just the run one run but then after that he's like all right y- y'all got y- you black people you got you got your one book we're not going to continue this guy anymore. wasn't originally part of the marvel universe was he no 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 they he was created like recently but i'm talking about in the span like in the within the marvel universe he's considered the first okay but i'm not talking about like in marvel like in general thing. yeah yeah the anti-man returns yeah i'm looking at the story arcs now I so, mean, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be a really good. So, like, yeah, like many decades later, during like the present day time, Anti Man came back, mm. and like Iron Man went to go like find, you know, the Blue Marvel, to track him down. And, like, you need to come back and be superhero again because he had because re- he retired because the government essentially more or less forced him to re- retire once the world found out he was a black guy mm. and everybody got uncomfortable. That would be a really dope move. That would actually probably be a good version of Hancock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you if you angled it that way, it'd be really good. Especially, it would be almost like the flashback in Black Panther. So he's like an older... But, but the whole so, movie takes place in that time period. So on so on, so on, so a sense, he's like, he's like Tony Stark's age, in a sense, in terms of like him being an old, older you know, superhero. Do you think we'll ever get there? Do you think we'll have a Blue May, Marvel maybe, movie? Maybe like Phase 5. <laughs> but maybe, I don't even Can you know. imagine a black Superman on the Marvel Avengers team? I mean, maybe. That'd be amazing. <laughs> That'd be crazy. And then it does better than Superman. I mean, so, and, and, and I mean, at a, at a point, they're gonna eventually run out of heroes. Well, there's always, there's even just speculation about because like, I mean, when you, they're gonna end the universe. Because yeah, you also gotta think about even if they do new movies and stuff like that. At some point, either a the actors are gonna get too old, or b they're gonna want to do something else. They're gonna get tired of well, playing the same person well, over and let over me ask again. You, do you want these like movies, I, like this I, continuity I, I, to end at some point, or would you rather them keep going forever? I almost want them to keep I mean, going. I, I feel like, but I also kind of feel like at some point, how, can they? Because like I said, at some, like, like, at, like at some point, Tom Holland, like eight, let's say eight Spider-Man movies in when he's like 30, he's going to be like, okay, I've played this character f- kind of like Hugh Jackman. But, it, Granted, it's, it's on the, the only, but the difference is Hugh Jackman quit because he got older. But at some point, Tom Holland's like, I was 19 when I first started playing Spider-Man. And, I'm 32 now. I'm like, I'm, yeah. t- I'm, I'm over it. Like, and I'm that's tired. when you switch out into Miles Morales. Yeah, but then, but my point is, but even going with that, you do Miles Morales. You and do, then you do Silk. I'm saying there's so many comic books. There's so many characters. And, and then, that point maybe start making up new things if you want to do new characters but i'm just saying right i want the mcu to do what the comic books never did and rather than just get to a point and be like all right um we've, we've written ourselves into a corner because we've just kept going so long and hadn't really planned for the longevity that instead of like rebooting iron man let's just, just go back to the beginning and reset the whole universe and start from scratch and you know what i mean like those like new like the like all the brand all new marvel stuff like that where they reset the universe or like soft reboot or something like that I would rather them keep going and then rather than like and future proof it by just having new characters take the mantles and have it be like cyclical. So maybe not have Shuri become Iron Man right away, but maybe phase five. 
now she's the new Iron Man. And there's been so long since Iron Man 3, rather than say, fuck the universe, describe it, reboot the whole universe, and have a new Iron Man, and start all over again with a new Tony Stark and shit like that, as long as you give some breathing room between the end of these major franchises and when you bring them back as new characters, it would almost be like, re- like those would be your reboots. Your reboots are reinvigorating those franchises. But you know they're not gonna. Characters. You know they're not gonna do that because I don't know they're not gonna do that. I, would no, like, I, I, I feel like, like I too. feel like they're not because the comics are also still gonna be going on, and then with with the comics, you're still gonna have your because these the characters don't age in comics, so you're still gonna have Tony Stark as Iron Man, Odin's son as Thor. Peter Parker as the main but then Spider-Man. What's the point? So like, then, why, why would you? This universe—it's not just like one franchise. That's what the problem with the MCU is, is. Like, there's not just one franchise in this. So if you reboot everything, you gotta start from scratch—a whole new MCU continuity. Yeah, and so it's like, like a after waste. like maybe like Phase Ten. I mean, Phase Ten at that point—that's forever to me. We'd be so old. we wouldn't be alive anymore by Phase Ten. <laughs> forever to me means until we die, Michael. So like Phase Ten, I think is like we'd be like seventy. Like. <laughs> I mean, we're still alive. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I don't want them to just scrap it at some point, just to do it all again in a slightly different way. I would rather them be forced to keep those things as part of the history of the continuity, and then they'd have to... Because then also you run into the issue where, yeah, they can make every movie standalone, but also because they're still going, it's like, well, we've been going for like 20 plus years. Like, you, if you don't know what's happening in Iron Man 1... With all that backstory and connection and stuff like that, and you're like you're a child that was like just coming up. Well, no, I'm not saying get to do callbacks to Iron Man One when you get to like Phase Eleven or something. I'm just saying like at that point, that's why at that point it'd be kind of like a soft reboot because you wouldn't have to, you wouldn't be referencing things from the beginning of that entire continuity. They'd be in the universe. You're still building forward, but you don't have to be slavish to like having callbacks and references to things like six phases ago you still stay within whatever the cluster of your most recent phase is you know what i'm saying this is with comics like black panther's not like unless okay that's not true because sometimes they do do that i would say they do do but that they have like that little box at the bottom is like this is in reference to xyz it's fine you can't do that in a movie <laughs> so you can't do those like hard callbacks that are plot required like, if it's, like, a little throwback just for fans, and that's whatever. But I'm saying, like, it can't be stories that, like, remember Ironmonger? It's important. Like, no. Because, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I also feel like, at, at as of right now, for the most part, they're doing that with a lot of the Marvel movies nowadays, where usually they would try to make every movie, it was like, well, if you haven't seen this one, you don't necessarily need to have seen it. You can still jump on. And it's like, now, for the most part, Marvel's gotten to a point where it's like, no, fuck that. Like, if you try, if you try to watch like say Avengers Infinity War now you haven't seen any of the other movies you're gonna be lost if you haven't seen Look, if, if you've thing. seen Civil War if you watch just going to Civil War you haven't seen any of the other Everybody you're not gonna know what the wrong. fuck is going on that's what I'm saying Dude, we're still in the same cluster like this is the end of this phase like all of these movies from the first Avengers to Avengers well, no, 4 well no Avengers 1 though is phase 1 this is phase no, no, no. 3 I mean that these things are all in one block like I don't think once they beat Thanos in, Aven- in uh, Avengers 6 they're not gonna be referencing back to like, th- this is like the continuation from Avengers One. No, it's gonna be a new block of things that are happening. So then we'll have Galactus as a new bad, and we'll start sort of fresh from there. But I'm saying like Infinity War is still part of this arc from Iron Man One till now. But once this arc ends, I feel like each of these arcs, like I guess in th- every three phases, we'll have like a new arc. Mm-hmm. We'll stay, like the story will stay within the parameters of those those arcs that way you don't have to be like 
our age who saw Iron Man 1 trying to put together Iron Man 4 or 5, you know what I mean, to Iron Man 1. You don't have to have that big-ass gap of knowledge or, like, that big breadth of knowledge. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but that's all the emails I had. That was it. Just two. I mean, we'll see. Because also, you you know, with the new leadership and stuff like that, once Kevin Feige retires and somebody else comes in, he's like, no. That too. Like, just a new creative person in charge. A new creative person might say, no, I want to work. I want to be able to do Tony Stark Iron Man and all this. Fuck oh, it. Fuck that reboot. <laughs> yeah, reboot. Oh, that would be terrible. Because it, it's like, because it would be directly impaired. Like, it's too close. Like, we we would only be well, comparing won't, it, it. They won't reboot it, like, immediately. They'll be like, wait, like, five, ten years. Even that. Kind of like when they did... You uh, draw the direct comparison. But like, when you did, like when you did Superman Returns. Superman Returns came out, what, 06 or whatever? And but it was then, compared to... But then Man of Steel... Like, they waited, like, a good ten but years. But it was directly compared to Chris Donner's version. Well, yeah. But I'm... I mean, but yeah. I mean, it was. But that's what I'm gonna, saying. Like, but, you're, but you're gonna run into that regardless. Not if you don't retread the same ground. Like the, the reason why these I mean, things. Yeah, compared, I mean, but even if you don't, even if you don't retread the same ground, like say Shuri becomes the new Iron Man, somebody's still gonna be like, "Oh, well, she isn't as good as Tony Stark." Exactly, but she's not Tony Stark, so the, the comparison isn't as one to one. So at least it's not like, "Wow, we've we've done Tony Stark already and we've done it better." Like you know, what, I mean? what are you gonna do with these stories to make them so different later down the line? Like maybe you could, but it's like it's like I feel like it'll be like the Fantastic Four to Fan Four Stick, or Spider Man to Amazing Spider Man. Like it was this, almost the same exact thing. So it's like, how many times can you reinvent the same wheel for a movie going audience and have it still be enjoyable? I think like at that point, it's better to not invite the direct comparison by having the exact same character with the same origin doing something similar in the first movie, rather than you have a new person take up the mantle because then you have a other than the name, you have a completely different story. I mean, you could make it just like black female Iron Man, but if they're smart, they wouldn't. They bring in what makes Shuri different. They bring in what makes Miles Morales different and play that. Even though Peter stole all the things that made Miles Morales different in the MCU, but maybe they'll reinvent the wheel again. Who knows? That's all. No more emails. So, news oh, of the that week. Was, that was it? That was it. Only two. Michael News. They sound like it was a whole lot of whole lot of emails, hundreds of DMs. We got two. <laughs> Alright. Well, let's move on to something just as exciting. Let's hell? move on. Let's try that again. My tongue got in the way. But let's move on to something just as exciting. The Avengers Infinity War. The entire time I knew him, he only ever had one goal. To wipe out half the universe. If he gets all the infinity stones, he can do it with the snap of his fingers. Just like that. Tell me his name again. Thanos. We got one advantage. He's coming to us. We have what Thanos wants, so that's what we use. Let's talk about this plan of yours. I think it's good, except it sucks. So let me do the plan, and that way it might be really good. Wow. The end 
is near. When I'm done, half of humanity will still exist. Perfectly balanced. As all things should be. I hope they remember you. I'm Peter, by the way. Doctor Strange. Oh, using your made-up names. Then I am Spider-Man. Which I'm assuming, I'm assuming this is the final trailer because the movie comes out in like four weeks. So I hope yeah. they don't drop another fucking trailer. No, it's over. Oh, and I guess you watched the trailer, eh, Michael? I Mister, did. I, I'm I said, not gonna watch this trailer. I said I wasn't gonna watch it. Watch it but the DMs. I, I ended up watching it. I was like, whatever, I'm gonna watch mm-hmm. it. Because you couldn't resist. I couldn't it was resist. Fucking amazing. <laughs> like, I forgot the trailer was even coming out that day. I did. I did too. I was, and funny enough, I was up all night that day. Oh wow! So I didn't go to sleep till damn near two p.m. the next day. I woke up and there was like a. And then I was yeah, and I woke up and I saw somebody said the trailer dropped. I was like, I'm gonna watch it. I was like, I'm just up trying to. I'm like, I'm not sleepy, so I'm like, I ain't got shit else to do, so I'm gonna watch it. And like, my bed was just so wet because I came so hard. It was fucking awesome. Like I did a full scary movie where it like went up to the ceiling. (laughs) Sydney. So yeah, so what you, how'd you feel about it? Want to just get into it? Uh, whoa, whoa, you became possessed. <laughs> I'm like meaty, like, nah. oh my God. That's how I felt about that trailer. It was so fucking awesome. That's all I need to say. <laughs> That's it, so fucking awesome. I, I'm, I'm like drained just thinking about it. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, and, 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 and the fact that- This can't be fucking, and, and not it even can't ju- be bad. Not even, not even just that, but like- and of course, it's uh, like the Marvel. Marvel does this in all the trailers. Like the very first trailer is always the real dark one. No strings on me. Na, na, na. Mm-hmm. And then the second trailer, that's when they Marvel jokes, Marvel jokes, Marvel jokes. They make it seem more lighthearted. Mm-hmm. And they kind of did that with this trailer, but not really. I mean, if it I was... mean, no, what? No, let me finish. Okay. That's why I said, but motherfuckers. <laughs> so you had the you had the Marvel jokes that show you're still in the Marvel universe. But at the end of the day, like they made this, like they showed like this trailer, like shit is gonna go down. Yeah. And they still had even the sad Avengers music. Ding, 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 ding. Oh my god! But it's it's um yeah they showed every single one of the main players in the Avengers basically being destroyed by Thanos in this. Yeah, the top, the, the big the big three. Uh, Thor, Thor, Captain, Captain America, America, and Iron Man. And so yeah, like this I hope trailer. I remember you. This, Yo, that punch was like. So I don't think that was. I don't think that, I don't think that was. I don't think that was. For, that might. I think that might have been for like the Hulkbuster or like oh the Hulk. Because I'm like for that punch. It looked like the same. I don't care. If, I don't care if Iron Man was in his full. That shit would kill him. <laughs> Maybe it does. Uh, <laughs> but no, because I'm thinking that, it got sad. No. But I'm like for that type of punch, his whole body explode. <laughs> They're not gonna do that in that movie. <laughs> 
But I mean, there were so many hype moments. And just the small things of like even Iron Man's fucking feet coming together, making that fucking rocket. Like I was oh! like, that's Wakanda tech. He ain't doing. He ain't get that shit from himself. He's, he got that for sure. I, the internet's so mad about that shit. I hope it is. They do say it's Wakanda tech. I get like, oh, Tony Stark is just as smart as Wakandans. Or just as smart as Shuri. He doesn't have vibranium. I'm like, fuck, shut up. God damn it. <laughs> is it that hard to believe when the. Like, it's such a denial. When Kevin Feige goes out and says Shuri's the smartest, and they're just like, nah. Like, yeah, it's the head of Marvel coming out and saying it. Like, what What the fuck do you no, know compared to he him? He built it in a cave. He's smarter. Like, shut up. Jesus. But no, all awesome things. Like, I love the angle they're taking where it seems like. They, they said Thanos would be one of the main characters in the Infinity War. Oh, I'm going to get to that. When? Now? <laughs> and later, yeah. Oh, in news? Yeah. Okay, well, Thanos, but from this trailer, you can see like flashbacks with the Gamora. Yeah. And I like that. Baby they, Gamora. In the very beginning, but, she talks about the uh, snap. Yeah. She's like, <gasps> ever since I, ever since, and, the, and the way they did it, like the editing was so perfect because I got chills. Me too. <laughs> oh my God. I thought the fan was on because I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I felt like Peter. Close Parker. the window, Michael. I felt like Peter Parker and uh and the bus where his hairs rolls up. Because soon as she said, from the moment I've known him, he just wanted to destroy half the universe. And if he gets all the Infinity Stones, he could do it with a snap. Yes, and it just cut the, the black. Oh. And, it just, and it just cut the black. I said, Oh, let me get my dick out! Oh my god! <laughs> do you think they're gonna do it in the in the movie? I hope they're, so. They're teasing it. I hope so. Like I started reading. I went. I, I started reading the Infinity uh, Gauntlet. Yeah, I, I I read the. I'm on the second. It I finished gets stupid this, halfway in. I finished. <laughs> I finished the second issue, and I'm Is like that before or after he gets. I think he hasn't. He hasn't. He hasn't done a snap yet. Oh, okay. Not stupid yet. <laughs> yeah. Right now he's trying to woo. Like, why is why are you not talking to me, oh, death? death? And also, yeah, she's ignoring. She's ignoring him and all this stuff. Wow. I hate that. But yeah, <laughs> that but with death and like, but yeah, the oh, whole. Uh, Silver Surfer being played by the role of the Hulk. Mm-hmm. He's uh, warning people about Thanos. Yeah, he crashes through Doctor, crashes through Doctor Strange, which ha- Silver Surfer crashes through Doctor Strange's mm-hmm. place. But they, they're not ready to say it's only loosely based on Infinity Gauntlet. And it makes sense why, because I guess you haven't read it, but at a certain point, once Thanos beats the main Avengers, it becomes fucking dumb. Like It goes into like Celestials and the all the gods of the Marvel Universe fighting Thanos. And it, gets, it gets really wacky. So it's like take all that shit out. Well, yeah, because they can't do that. I mean, you, like, they, they could, but it'd be dumb. I mean, <laughs> I mean, but they don't have Galactus, and they haven't. Not est- even Galactus. I'm talking about the Celestials. I was gonna say they haven't established. Um, they only mentioned the Celestials at one, and then of course, I guess technically, Ego. They said he was even though that's not comic book accurate. It's not but the they same, say yeah. they say he was a Celestial, but they haven't. I'm about, they, like, living tribunal, yeah, but they haven't gone into the eternity. Yeah, they haven't gone into eternity and. Yeah. And live in tribunal and all that other stuff. So yeah, it wouldn't make sense for them to do that. It gets wacky. <laughs> but yeah, so for that, yeah, so for that moment alone, like it happened, and then the screen went black, and the music, like it just everything stopped for a mm. second. Like there was no music playing at that moment. It was just snap over, and then it's like, what's his name? What's his name? Thanos. Like, oh! It's like, ah. you see him in his full armor, like in the flashback when he's like with a little Gamora, a little mm-hmm. cute ass Gamora, taking over her planet. Like, I just love the fact that, and they said Gamora also has a huge role in the, sh- in the movie too, so it's like, so we're really getting in this movie, I think, like half the background of Thanos and half him taking the gym from the Avengers. Because from what I've, I'm, I'm seeing in the trailer, it just seems like for most of it, it's the teams are kind of split up. One's in Wakanda defending, and they said it's a vision in Wakanda they're defending. And um, the New York team, at first fighting in New York, but then I guess at some point going to wherever, Titan, wherever that, that planet is that he's on. Mm-hmm. I guess to maybe stop him from being the Soul Stone. Yeah, baby. Maybe I'm assuming because I I know, I know the uh, I don't know if it was the Russo brothers the, or or uh, James Gunn. 
He's, they said something about the Guardians of the Galaxy will never go to Earth. That's true. There aren't any scenes of them on Earth. Yeah. No, but there's a thing where they said that Rocket Raccoon's going to ask for Bucky's arm in the Wakandan battle, so they got to be on Earth. Is he? That's what they they said there was a scene where Rocket Raccoon and Bucky are in that lineup, and he's like, how much for your arm? Or how much for or a gun? Or maybe, maybe they're not on Earth. And he's like... I don't know. For that, for that, for that, for that particular scene, maybe they're not on Earth. Chris Ward said that they were in the Wakanda. But I don't. But I, but just based on James Gunn's comment, yeah. Or maybe he was just, or it could have been misdirection. I don't know. Maybe. Got to see how how Iron also, Man meets. Um, yeah, because also, why would Peter that fucking awesome moment? Because also, <laughs> then I'm thinking, why would Peter be off Earth? Yeah, I, I, know, I like all these, but I just like the callbacks, like all these little moments in Infinity War. But even, yeah, and even that, like, it, it kind of goes back to like that, the picture that we saw a year ago of of uh, Peter Quill, uh, Chris Pratt, Tony's. Why well, can't think of their names? Chris Robert Pratt, Downey Robert Downey Jr., and Tom Holland all in the green screen together, like the yeah. first time they're meeting, and then you see that finally in the trailer. Mm-hmm. It was like. Your plan sucks. <laughs> How about you let me do the plan, and that way the plan is going to be good. And Tony Stark is like looking at him like, he wow. even look. The yeah. best part is he does not look. Yeah, he doesn't eye. look at. He's like, he's wow. Like, oh. And he's thinking to himself like, I'm actually a dick. Like, like compared, like, right, right, compared to um to like, Peter is Quill. This, is this how I've been all these years? <laughs> yes. He's yeah. done the exact same kind of thing with like the Avengers when he's like being a snarky asshole. Especially yeah. Avengers one. Uh huh. He was straight up the like the Peter Quill asshole in that one. Pretty much. So, but it's also good because you see. The, the, the growth. character development, yeah. The growth, yeah. Over the time. And like, having the characters interact together makes you realize that. That's fucking dope. And I love that scene, too. Just because... <laughs> like It reminded me of the scene in Guardians 1. We we're talking about, like, I've, I've got a plan. How much of a plan? What percentage of a plan? It's a percent of a plan. Yeah, 12% of a plan. <laughs> That's barely a concept. <laughs> but like, it's, they're not all, like, one-to-one throw, like, callbacks, but they still have, like, earmarks of conversations that have happened before in this universe. And it's just like... It just gives you that feeling of, like, oh my god, it's all been building to this. this is, it's all fucking fucking happening. Like, that, oh my god, and that scene where the fucking, uh, the, the war machine goes down against all those the outriders. Yeah. yeah, the, oh yeah, the war machine. The, the Hulkbuster. I said Hulkbusters. Yeah. Hulkbuster. The Hulkbuster. When it, like, cause, cause those outriders could be lame. Like, I've seen people like going, oh, it's just gonna be Parademons 2.0. Yeah, but no, the fact that they took out that Hulkbuster, like, fucking zombie status. Word, like, World War Z or something. Yeah. That shit was dope. I was like, Damn. even just the simple. I, was, I hope nobody's in that shit. I think Bruce Banner might be. It might be, or Shuri might be controlling it with those little things. Oh, the, uh, the beads. The, the beads. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but just the cinematography in this trailer, like, the moment where, uh, the Hulkbuster stands up into the, sh- into the shot. <coughs> And you see Falcon and War Machine fly behind it. I was like, oh, this is some fucking, like, some, uh, what, uh what's it called? Red Dawn? Red Tails? No. Oh, it's a war movie. Apocalypse Now? Like that kind of shot with the sunset and shit? I don't know. I've never seen that. Oh, never mind. King Kong did it, too. When King Kong raised into the sun. I see King Kong. The helicopters. Okay, whatever. <laughs> it's, those are just, like, epic war shots. Like, war's about to happen shots. And like we even talk about the craziest thing in this trailer, fucking Cap Captain America, fucking which I'm like, gauntlet. what is that about? Because even Thanos looked a little confused. Cap is not that strong. Don't tell me you're buying that dumbass theory about the Soul Stone. He's no, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what they. I don't know uh, what some, the theory. Stupid ass theories. Like, yeah, look I saw, his eyes. Yeah, I saw, yeah I saw his theory, like, but what? I was just like, but I'm like, even when you because you looked at Thanos' face when he did that, Thanos was like, like, I don't think it was like, oh my god, he's so strong. I think. Because he wasn't even gonna punch. When I mean, you see the the zoom out of it, it's not that he's gonna punch Captain America. No, he's not punching him. But it's he's like, like he's about to grab him. Yeah, grab him or like 
I don't know, something, his, his hand's open. So when Captain America grabs it and is like, give him some resistance, the, how I read it was, he's looking at him like, this little motherfucker's really trying to fight me. Like, I can't believe, he probably saw him fighting and was like, you're immoral. Like, you can't stand against me. And you're gonna have that comic book conversation. Well, I guess you haven't read it yet. But at the end, Captain America's the last one standing. And he's the one that's like, if even one man stands against you, you will never win. So I guess it's gonna be like a parallel to that. Where I feel like, He's not stronger than Thanos, or really even able to. Well, like, no, I don't think him. he's stronger than Thanos. Not even but... strong. I just mean, even he's not like, comparable. I think it's just the shock of this mortal man without any abilities, other than slight super strength. Like he's still standing up to me, standing up to me in spite of everything. So his face is like, "Wow, that's kind of impressive." I'm still gonna kill you, but kind of impressive. <laughs> that's how I write. I it. hope they remember you. <laughs> oh, that line. Because it cut right... In the, you said with the editing? Yeah. Because we said that it cut right to it Tony Stark. It cut right Stark. to Tony Stark. And it, he might not even be talking to him. Maybe not. But it did look at the same environment. Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean... No. But that fi- there is a final battle happening there. And it's almost like, destroyed. Or like Ebony Maw fucking doing acupuncture on Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. It's okay. Which goes back to the, the first Doctor Strange movie where he had all that shit in his arm. When he was trying oh, to repair... yeah. Trying to repair his arm. And I, I was didn't like, think about that. That was like his greatest. See, see all these callbacks, all these fucking. Oh, is that a fear you think? Yeah. You think that's what he's doing? I think so. That's dope. I but didn't it's, think it's, about but that. instead of his hand, it's his whole body. His whole body. That's fucking dark. I like it. Remember the whole his whole drive behind trying to get trying to learn wasn't so he could be Doctor Strange, protector of. Hand, it was man. just to fix his hand so he can go back to being a, a, a dick surgeon. A dick surgeon. Uh, rephrase that. <laughs> that like you're, you're a surgeon for dicks. I mean, hey. <laughs> That's in my mouth. Is. Never mind. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, man. That is there anything else in the trailer we're missing? I'm trying to think. Uh. I mean, it's a lot of moments. Oh, the, 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 oh, the fucking hilarious ending the stinger end. with Tom Holland and Doctor Strange. Uh, yeah, I'm Peter, by the way. I'm Doctor Strange. Oh, so we're using our made-up name. <laughs> well, I'm Spider-Man. And I like that because it works on different levels, too, because of the fact that that is his real name. Yeah, that is his but real name. But it sounds like a fake name. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's like, uh, I thought his face was like, God damn it. But I like seeing them together because there are a lot of moments where, like in the like in Spider-Man runs, where it's just Pete, it's Peter and Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Like, and I and I so I, and so that's one of the things that I that I've been most waiting for because, funny enough, those two are my favorite Marvel characters, Peter and Doctor Strange. Team New York. So I, I so I'm like ah, oh, that gave me chills. Oh. And then the epic ending of him, I guess, jumping off one of those big circle things while it was being destroyed. Uh huh. I like that because stay close to the ground and meanwhile. <laughs> I was going to say something else, but I forgot. Was there anything else in the trailer that was dope? I, I forgot what I was going to say. I'm trying to think. Oh, they show. Oh, the very obviously edited out hammer. When Thor raises his hand and lightning comes out, he's his hand. I'm starting to get wise, Mr. Marvel. I'm starting to see your edits. <laughs> when he raises his fist, lightning is like, around the entire room. Mm-hmm. But then you can tell he's got a fist up. He's definitely holding a hammer. They're, they're just edited it out so you I can't mean... see it. He could be doing the the black, black power. power. Black power. Black <laughs> power. <laughs> Maybe, but then Groot's also there, and they say that his new hammer. Yeah, his new hammer is gonna be made of Groot wood. Yeah. Or the hilt. Yeah, so maybe Groot helps him out. But I am Groot. I, I am Groot. So I, you, I, I do kind of wonder though, like what 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 is Rocket's role gonna be in this movie? And also, they mm. never showed. Uh, of course, you never seen Hawkeye. You never seen Ant Man. Hmm. 
Do you think they're going to be in it? No, they're, oh, they're, de- no, definitely, they're definitely in be. it. Ant-Man's in it, too, because you saw like the shot in the, origi- in the first trailer when they were all running and you had the Wakandas and stuff behind them with Captain America and Bucky and all of them. Ant-Man was there, too, I think. Wait, what? I think. Wait, was he? No, he wasn't. I, wasn't he in that? No, he was not in that run. You're thinking about the original airport scene. I don't know. Hold on. You're me. wrong. <laughs> You're absolutely wrong. I can guarantee you that. But I, I do think it'd be a waste not to have Giant Man fight Thanos. You know what I'm saying? Like, Godzilla versus a, a normal guy. I want to see him grab his finger and just, like, suplex him. Like, boom! Oh, no. I, I made it up. Yeah, you did make it up. I told you this, but you didn't believe me. Because Shut the fuck you're up. Stubborn. <laughs> I'm always right. Ah. I, am, I was right. He wasn't I'm, in I'm it. never wrong. <laughs> he's like, you zoom in, like, a thousand percent. He's getting a little dot. He, he, I'm like, he's in it somewhere. <laughs> he's, on, he's, on, he's on Bucky's shoulder. Of course he is. <laughs> Oh, was that it? But yeah, it'll, it'll be a waste if they don't have like a moment with Giant Man. Yeah, fight. Like, why not? At Thanos, just like. Because otherwise, why did you have that scene in Civil War to establish how ridiculous yeah, that power is? At Thanos is just like, what? Maybe. And maybe that's who he's jumping, like doing that jump punch. Oh, yeah, that'd be good, actually. Giant Man. That's true, too, because in the the shots for Avengers 4, there was that scene where it looks like Tony Stark went back to the past with Doctor Strange and Ant Man. So Ant Man would have to be with Tony Stark whenever this thing ends and it looked like a final battle so maybe the final battle goes wrong and then they all just jump shit fuck it we out we out yeah because Star Lord and Doctor Strange are there they get the time jump yeah Doctor Strange is there too so that that would be where they're like we're losing I I can see Wakanda going sideways you know what I'm saying and then I I mean I said the joke before Wakanda won't be forever no no (laughs) was that all the best moments from the trailer or uh you said you had Ao giving Black Widow that look. Oh, I love that scene. <laughs> I remember you, bitch. <laughs> you better move, bitch. <laughs> move, or you will be moved. I'm glad now people are finally wise to the fact that, like you said, people were like, "Oh, Black Widow whooped her ass." But now we've seen Dora Milaje after Black Panther. It's like you might want to shh, Black Widow. Shh. <laughs> but yeah, I, I honestly think I think Hawkeye has a very not necessarily in terms of screen time, but I think because there's got to be a reason why they're keeping him close to the chest. He must have some type of major role. And I, I, I heard a theory. How many times are you trying to make a Hawkeye thing? <laughs> I mean, Stop they trying. Kinda, they kind of did it with the farm thing. But I read a theory somewhere that said the reason they aren't showing Hawkeye is because his because they said he's on his own side mission. Okay. And so I read a theory. That's, and I'm like, it actually kind of makes sense. His side mission is to try to find Captain Marvel. Oh, that would make sense for four. That would make a lot of sense. I like that theory. All right, so looking forward to Infinity War. It's only a month away. Fuck yes, I'm so hyped. It might, it might it only a do- month away. Like, can you only a month? All those movies, all those movies, and we're already here. Oh, we're old. <laughs> I was 22. <laughs> Ten years later. I was 22 when Iron Man won. Wow, you're older than me. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. All right, let's move on. Let's get news. Wait, wait, this is news. The trailer. Well, I mean, more more news than the trailer. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> We're already in Michael News. Uh, so yeah, uh, I mentioned this before, but it was based on a rumor, so we didn't know. But now it's official. The official runtime of Avengers: Infinity War is one, uh, 156 minutes. Which basically is two hours and uh, basic. I said basically. Why wouldn't they make it three hours? <laughs> I said basically, basically. Two hours and 36 minutes. So, yeah. still. Not, I mean, it's the longest Marvel movie ever. Not long enough. But it's still enough. not long enough. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm like, if Lord of the Rings, the two towers can be three hours and 55 minutes. Word. Why the fuck can't this? This, this is I'm like, how many if movies Wolf, in the making? If, if Wolf of Wall Street can be three hours and one minute, why the fuck can't Avengers be three hours? I guess they, they want to get more butts and seats, more money. That makes sense. But, but also, it's a 10-year buildup. Like You're going to get butts and maybe like, people are going to come see this movie regardless. I know. But maybe technically because it's also Avengers 4. They're splitting it up a little bit. Make Avengers 4 three hours too. I know. Like, I'm, not, I'm just trying to get reasons. Them both, <laughs> make them both three hours. This is not, this is not BVS. Yeah. I hey, won't I be staring at my watch. <laughs> like, yeah. what, what the fuck is going on? At least I hope not. Like, Marvel. Don't Don't it. you do it. <laughs> don't you do Can it. you imagine? <laughs> uh, I would kill it. I would be like Thanos. <laughs> I, I'm going I'm to no, be like, my, I'm going to burn it all. <laughs> Walk out like Killmonger. <laughs> I am. If that movie is bad. <sighs> Where's uh, all the scars from, Michael? <laughs> don't, you, don't you do it. Every Marvel executive I had to kill. <laughs> but, uh. Also, going going into that, because you mentioned it before, and I said I'll get into it, but the Russo okay. brothers revealed the characters that would have the most screen time. And you said, uh, Thanos. Than- you said Thanos, but who's the second one? Gamora? No. Uh, Iron Man? No. Really? Okay. Captain America. Now you're, okay, you're doing too much. I'm going to read this. I'm, I'm guessing all the main characters. <laughs> I'm guessing all the, like Gamora. No. Iron Man? No. Captain America? No. I'm like, who's more important Rock, Rocket characters? Raccoon? No. <laughs> Spider-Man? No. <laughs> okay, who, who's the other one? I'll, I'll t- it's going to be Thor. Thor? Yeah. That's funny, because I would have guessed that he's like a very side character in the first movie. Like, making his hammers is a side plot. I'm going I'm I'm to read, read the quotes. Interestingly enough, I'll start out by saying Thanos. Even though he's not a character... Because they asked who, who had the most screen time. So he says Thanos has the most screen time. Okay. Even though he's not a character that had a huge pre-existing story in the Marvel Universe, mm. he was a threat, but he was not developed in any way up to this point. Thanos has an incredible amount of screen time in this film. In a lot of ways, I would say it's his movie. Our job when we make these films and what we feel is important to us is to surprise the audience. We wanted to tell a story that they weren't expecting. And the story is told from a point of view of the villain, which I think is also really risky and unique from a commercial uh, from a commercial film that will surprise the audience. I think this is a market where the audience really enjoys innovation and disruption. And we want to do something innovative in this space. So I think Thanos has an incredible amount of screen time. And so he says, and, I'll, and when then with Thor, he says, I think you'll find that Thor has a really interesting arc in this film. He hasn't been at the forefront of the other Avengers movies, but he certainly has a very important role in this film. So I'll say Thanos and Thor. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Like if you had asked me that very before interesting. you told me, yeah, I, I, would I, was, yeah I wouldn't have guessed. I wouldn't have guessed Thor. Were you with me? Like you thought he was just gonna be like a side after I assumed. Especially get, after Ragnarok, like just came out. Well, no, I, I, I assumed that he was going to be in the beginning, to the because it ended like Thor Ragnarok ended right where I think Infinity War is going to pick up with Thanos attacking the Asgardian ship, and I thought the rest of his story was going to be meeting the Guardians and then going off to make the new hammer to fight Thanos, and then you wouldn't see him for the most part because he'd be off making the hammer as a side mission kind of thing. But I wouldn't have guessed that he's like second most screen time. Wow. I know Chris Hensworth was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, finally, they're doing Thor justice. <laughs> After 10,000 years. I hope they balance this well. 
I mean, because if they don't go into, I mean, I would, into, say, I, I would say they did Civil War pretty well. They did, they did. But telling me that Thor has more screen time than Captain America and Iron Man is like, okay. But I mean, but also considering what's happening. Yeah, I mean, who knows how like, much they're like going to be Wakanda? Like realistically, who can take out Thanos? It would be maybe have, it would have to be either Thor. Actually, now I think about it. Maybe they'll wait until like the halfway point to even introduce Cap. You know, I mean, he's still in hiding, so maybe they're gonna not even have focus on him and his perspective for mm-hmm. the most part. It's gonna be like Iron Man and the New York crew, and then T'Challa and them later. Because I'm like, if the only people that are good enough to take out, we already know it can't be Hulk, because Hulk gets fucked up, and we get probably more than likely the beginning of the movie where he and gets thrown some, either thrown to Earth or maybe Loki uses like the Tesseract to take like as a last ditch ditch effort. Because that's also something we didn't mention in the. Uh, in the trailer, we saw Loki, but it looked like, he, and, he, and he was with the Black Order, but it looked like one of them had like a gun to his head. And it's in the same location, looks like. It's, it's, yeah, it's in the same location, the it looks like. Yeah. So I, I don't think he makes it out of there. Yeah, I think Loki's going to die. Didn't they say there's going to be a death in the very beginning of Infinity War? I don't remember that, but. Oh, I thought I heard someone say it was going to be a death. Because I feel like if they say something like that, who else would it be but Loki? Yeah. Korg. <laughs> Korg! <laughs> also, that's another thing. I'm like, are Valkyrie and Korg and all of them in and this Hindal? movie? If not, then where are they? What happens? I don't to think them? they're gonna because they're definitely they're definitely not killing Tessa Thompson because there was talks about them doing a uh all female Avengers movie. And Kevin Feige was like, Yeah, maybe in phase four. So she's definitely not dead. Maybe they kill all the like cannon fodder as guardians and they keep the important ones locked away. Like they lock them up. And then I'm like, and Heimdall, don't kill Heimdall, man. He's like or, the only black ass guardian. <laughs> don't kill Idris Elba. Fuck that. Like, you know, why would you get rid of Idris Elba in your universe? And then there's also which I, that's not, it's not. I'm, I'm gonna say it. It's like it's not, it's not true. But people are saying, well, maybe Heimdall has the Soul Stone. No. That's how he's able to see it's everybody. The same thing with that bullshit eye shit. It's not. It's gotta be somewhere else. I, I don't think it's in Wakanda. It's visions at Wakanda. That's why they're protecting him. And you saw Shuri like over his body with the hologram thing. Um, so I, I, I'm guessing. Well, yeah, the Russo brothers uh, put out an Instagram tweet uh, with a picture that said hashtag Where is the Soul Stone? And they said that the Soul Stone is the most powerful stone. So I feel like that's the last key. Like whatever it is, that's what they're gonna be trying to get to to complete the Infinity Gauntlet. So I don't even think they're gonna. They might even not, just like the heart ring is the most powerful ring. Even though I was like, yeah, how? he might not even get it. But because I remember movie. one guy who said that your ring is actually the strongest of all the. I'm like, how? Well, he, really, he's he, didn't. I'm like, he can't do shit. Like, he can't protect himself. <laughs> he can mind control people, which didn't do it enough. Yeah, but it doesn't work that. Like, it, it mostly worked on like the. It mostly worked on animals. I've never seen it actually work on people. I don't. Did he ever try people? I don't think so. But he only he did it on like fr- like wolves <laughs> well, and shit. There's, heart. There's a dark. There's a dark Captain Planet where he's like exploding people's hearts by pointing at the heart. <laughs> I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, bitch. Heart. <laughs> like Kwame. No. no. Wait. That's like Monty. No. <laughs> that's like the rated R version of Power Rangers version of Captain Planet, where they're all being expl- they're all dying and shit. <laughs> Imagine pulling out somebody's heart like uh, Indiana Jones style and like eating it. Heart. <laughs> That's like that's like a once upon a time. Yeah, we're pulling Ma- out the heart. Like, Monty, is that blood all in his face? The monkey's killing somebody. Yeah, so Thanos, Thanos, and Thanos and Thor. But uh, also, also with that, uh, they're saying that uh, Scarlett Johansson is saying that uh, Infinity War is going to take place uh, two to three years after Civil War. So that also means two to three years after Black Panther, since that was the last. Yeah. Because uh, Black Panther took place like a week after Civil War. 
So they got time to clean up, clean up Wakanda a little bit. Okay. So, and I mean, I guess that makes sense because Civil War was like two to three years ago, essentially. Mm-hmm. But also, also with that in uh, combination with Civil War and the Russo brothers doing Civil War and this, they uh, Collider asked about uh, with Infinity War because you know they did the airport scene and a lot of people say mm-hmm. like the airport scene was like the best action sequence of all the Marvel movies. Oh yeah, for sure. And so. Uh, they were asked, "Will Infinity War have a bigger airport, a bigger uh, sequence than the airport scene?" And so uh, Anthony Russo said, "We have an equivalent that's like it." Nice. If if you ha- he says if you had a comic book and you open it up to a double panel, then you fold it out. You know it's gonna be there. And then you fold it out again, and again. Wow. <laughs> and then you add another comic book All on right, top bro, of relax. that. <laughs> relax, bro. <laughs> He's like, so that's what our that's what our uh, sequence is gonna be. Okay. So basically, it's gonna be bigger and bigger and bigger. I think it's gonna be the Wakanda sequence, and then maybe it's gonna inter intertwine with that final battle on that planet with Thanos and Iron Man and them. But mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be a situation where that Wakanda battle is the big giant. Oh my god, what the fuck battle? And that's gonna be like the airport scene, but then the Thanos and Iron Man planet stuff. That's gonna be like the final battle between Bucky, Iron Man, and Cap and Civil War. That's my guess. But also with that, going into uh, saying that the Hulk is playing the role of the Silver Surfer, Kevin Feige basically mm-hmm. came out and said the Hulk is fucking terrified of Thanos. Maybe that's why he can't turn into the Hulk. Maybe. Okay, I was gonna ask you that in the trailer. I didn't. I didn't think about it. But like, like why is he in the Hulkbuster? If he is in the Hulkbuster, I think he is. I think he is too. Because that, that one scene in the other trailer where he's walking, yeah, he's in the in front of the Hulkbuster arm. and it's destroyed. Yeah. yeah. So I think he's using that because when he gets thrown to Earth. Maybe after that you can't turn to the Hulk because the Hulk's like, I ain't fighting that dude. <laughs> Hulk, Hulk's, Hulk, no stay. Hulk, no stay. But big Hulk, monster. Yeah, but Hulk, big monster. No. <laughs> Too big monster. <laughs> but he basically said, uh, Banner knows probably more about Thanos than anybody. This is Ruffalo. And he says he's really trying, Ruffalo saying this quote, I mean. Okay. And he says he's really trying to impress on everybody how dangerous he is. It's a little bit of a chick it's a little bit of a chicken little. He comes in screaming bloody murder. He's seen what damage Thanos can cause and how powerful he is. The entire group is in disarray. So there's also getting caught up on what's happening here and he's trying to get them to transcend their differences and impress upon them how much danger they're facing. Hmm. So he's also the guy that gets to seem like from the quote, he's the guy that gets the team back together from being fractured from civil war. Mm, okay that makes sense he's a third party so it's like what the fuck are you guys doing <laughs> yeah, especially since he's been gone yeah. like he doesn't know about Civil War yeah like what are you idiots doing I'll, I, I, mm, I wonder if they do a thing like in the comic do you remember when um Thor found out about Civil War in the comic and he like basically like said Iron Man ain't shit mm, I never read Civil War you sickened me <laughs> but it was, this is after Civil War anyway but it was a thing where like cause you know Thor was dead during Civil War in the comics mm-hmm. so when Thor came back and he found out that Iron Man had made like a, a evil clone of him to fight in Civil War. He was just like, "No, that was that was Thor." What you said, Hulk? I said Hulk. Yeah, oh, I meant I meant Thor. When Thor goes back and yeah, finds he out, made he, the Ragnarok clone. That was yeah, yeah. When Tony Stark made the Ragnarok clone for Civil War, when he found found out about that, he was basically just like, "Like you're a little man, and the shit you do is like petty as fuck, and like you're not you're not worthy to even be in my presence, and I will kill you, motherfucker. You over something." He basically threatened his life. He's like, "I will kill you." 
you fucking do anything like this ever again. Tony Stark's like, all right, we good, we good, <laughs> we good, bro. But yeah, the last thing he says is the Hulk is also mightily impressed by Thanos. He said the division between Hulk and Banner is starting to blur a little bit. You have a Hulk that can that can actually express himself without being angry. Hmm. And that was it. That was the last bit of his quote. Hmm. So interesting. Yeah, that, that's there, actually a there good might theory. be a, there might be also because there was also a tease of the Hulk and uh, Banner being split up, being separated. Like I was, and thinking, then you might get Gray Hulk. I don't think they're gonna do that. But I don't know. I just I was just I was trying to figure out Mike did. Did like he get like injected with something? Because remember, also uh, Kevin Feige Hulk? came out and said like these next couple of movies they're gonna, they're gonna be like a three Hulk arc between Ragnarok, Infinity War, and then I guess Avengers Four. Oh okay. Since they can't do a Hulk movie, yeah, they're gonna spread him out into his own like little arc. Okay. But also with that, and this goes back to the rumor uh, that Hawkeye is on his own mission to find Captain Marvel. Okay. Which might tie into Avengers Three. Based on these comments, a lot of people are thinking that Captain Marvel might actually show up in, in Avengers 3 and not just Avengers 4 because uh, they asked uh, the Russo brothers, like, what were their fan favorite characters to work with for Infinity War? Not just Avengers, but Infinity War. Mm-hmm. And they basically uh, said, uh, they was like, uh, uh, yeah, we have some great female characters in, in this and he says Captain Marvel was in it, Black Widow, Scarlet Witch. We have Wakanda. We have Wakanda is coming in, and there's a whole group of characters that are coming in from the Wakanda universe, from the Black Panther universe. Amazingly strong characters, strong-willed characters, and we have the Guardians. And two of the Guardians are daughters of Thanos. So there's a really strong connection to the main villain of the story, and I think you'll see in the film that they're very pivotal to the storyline. And I think there's. The arcs are fantastic, so we're really, really proud to be able to introduce Captain Marvel in this one. So that makes me go, oh, is, is it a red herring? Or this is like, well, we introduced her in Avengers 4. But it's like, but this ain't we're introducing Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel's movie is supposed to introduce her. So it's like, if you're introducing her, are you talking about Avengers Infinity War? Does she come at, at the end because Hawkeye's looking for her? That would be a good post-credit scene. Like, when all hope is lost, if you're going to have a post-credit scene, at least have, like... If you're not gonna show that someone survived, it ends with but that's like why te- why bring why, like why tease like I don't know so it, I don't know. I think it'd be smart to actually tease Captain Marvel at the end of the Infinity War movie, just just as a post credit scene. Yeah, because most people are assuming that she's not gonna show up until Avengers Four. I mean, Kevin Feige I think said that, yeah. but according to Russo brothers, they're like, no, she's gonna be in this movie. Kevin Smith said that he saw a trailer with Captain Marvel in it. Did he? Yeah. Oh. Back, this is back in like a convention or something back when like the first Infinity War trailer leaked he said there was footage of Captain Marvel in the movie and they was never mentioned again but I was like that's cause Disney was like shut the shut fuck, fuck up, up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, no give me a heart attack oh. yeah. I, I don't wanna I was thinking about that but I was like I don't, I don't wanna make that joke I, don't, I want Kevin Smith to live cause he even tweeted he was like I better fucking live to Infinity War yeah, till yeah. Infinity War I love Kevin Smith he's my favorite geek but speaking of Captain Marvel not the Carol Danvers Captain Marvel, but the Captain Marvel I want, Monica Rambeau. So DeWanda Wise has now dropped out of the movie, and she's not playing, well, of course it still hasn't been confirmed yet, but she, but based on speculation, she's not playing, uh, she's not playing Monica Rambeau anymore because of scheduling conflicts, because uh, she's doing She's Gotta Have It on Netflix, and apparently, you know, the show gets popular and all this other stuff, so they renewed it for a season two. Mm. So because of that, she can't, 
she can't film Captain Marvel because she's already, you know, conflicted with Netflix. Because Netflix is like, no, no, bitch, <laughs> we need you now. <laughs> so she she's no longer uh, playing uh, Monica Rambeau. So she was replaced immediately by another actress who I don't know who she is, but she's on she was on the show called Star Crossed, Lashonda, Lashonda Lynch. So no she's been replaced. But I'm like, that's why I say I don't know who that is. <laughs> But I'm like, but I'm like, at least she's still a dark skinned actress. That's what I care about. Okay. Just like they did with like when Rosario Dawson was playing Cecilia Reyes and she dropped out of uh, New Mutants and then they cast a, like a, the whitest looking Hispanic woman. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not a fan because Cecilia Reyes is a dark skinned Hispanic. She's Afro Latino. Why would you do that? Or same with Sunspot. They got the whitest looking Brazilian man to play. So I'm like, at least they got another dark-skinned black woman to play Monica. So yeah, I'm whatever. Who's ah? But also with that, uh, AMC has announced that they're gonna do, and I'm like, who's gonna do this? I'm certainly not, but whatever. I'm pretty sure there are people that are gonna do it. But for the price of seventy-five dollars on April twenty-seventh, you can sit through a. 31 hour marathon of all no april 25th april 25th to the 26th because the avengers comes out on uh april 27th but you can for like i said for 75 dollars you can sit through a 31 hour marathon of all the avengers movie i mean not the avengers movie but all the marvel movies all 17 18 movies that's crazy yeah so who, who's living through that <laughs> that's why i said who's gonna do this yeah Especially for seventy five dollars, and I can just watch the shit at you home. Watch at your house, bro. Like the fuck. But yeah. So, thirty one hours. So it starts on uh, April twenty fifth, okay. and it's gonna go. Uh, they're gonna play Iron Man one at one thirty, Incredible Hulk at four, uh, Thor at six fifteen, Captain America: The First Avengers at nine p.m., then the Avengers at one thirty, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy at two fifteen. Like, who's gonna be at the movies at two fifteen in the morning? 2.15 in the morning. Then they're going to play Avengers Age of Ultron at 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> then Civil War is at 7.15 in the morning. Come the fuck on. Doctor Strange will be at 10 a.m. We got then, a 7.15 appointment for Civil War. <laughs> yeah. Then, then Homecoming will be at 12.45. Black Panther will be at 3.15. And then they'll finish it out. So you get to see Avengers Infinity War early if you do that because on the 26th. And then they'll finish it out with Avengers Infinity War at 6 p.m. Can you just go home for like... That's why I'm like, I'll just... But I'm just like, I'm not going to spend $75 just to see the Avengers a day early. Like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. But yeah, that's... Stupid. I mean... I, I don't know how this is going to do, but we'll see. But... Speaking of, I mean, people have done crazy. They probably do well enough. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but we'll see. Madmen, fucking fanboys. But but considering uh the the fanfare with Avengers: Infinity War, Avengers: Infinity War, because uh Black Panther had the record for the high, for the uh, highest pre sale movie, the uh, twenty four hours, okay. in terms of comic book movies. Mm. But uh, Avengers: Infinity War broke that record in just six hours. Of. Damn. Of a uh, priest, it doesn't say how many, but I mean, as it should. <laughs> but yeah, they they broke the uh, they broke the uh, record with Fandango, of uh, highest. Not again, not all movies, because uh, right now the Force Awakens has the record of like highest ever in terms of pre sales. But uh, Infinity War is now that record for comic book movies. It's gonna be within spitting distance. Only, only of, six uh, only six hours. Yeah, it's gonna be within spitting distance of the top box office movies. 
I don't know if it's gonna make number one. I hope it does. I, I don't know if it's gonna beat Star Wars. I mean, I'm gonna you, say, you, I'm, you said I'm you said my, it is. I'm putting my my prediction. You said it this. is. I don't think it, it is. is. I don't think one, it is. Word of mouth is gonna carry it. <laughs> Watch is terrible. <laughs> oh, guys, the worst comic movie. <laughs> Too many characters, nonsensical plot lines. Yeah, so I mean, it's definitely. I mean, it's definitely gonna hit. You know, it's definitely gonna make money. But I don't yeah. think it's gonna hit the Force Awakens, but we'll see. Maybe. See if I'm wrong. But also, uh, I mentioned last week, and I didn't know this, and I found out after after we did our uh, podcast. So remember last week, I mentioned that A Wrinkle in Time it didn't catch. Uh, it didn't catch Black Panther, and it came at number two at the box office. Yes. But with that, it's still not necessarily a wrinkle in time, but it still had box office history because with Black Panther being number one and a wrinkle in time being number two, it was the first time in history that uh, black directors had the number one and number two box office in the same. Nice. So that's, so that's, that's nice. Something. That's nice in, in, that, in that aspect. So. Yeah. I still say congrats to Ava because I mean, even though she didn't hit number one, she still was number two with a terrible movie. With so a terrible movie, so it. yeah, <laughs> she made it work. But also going with that, uh, with this weekend's box office, so and that's why I'm like, guys, go see Tomb Raider. So yeah, with Tomb Raider opening out this weekend, it should have hit number one, and it didn't. What beat it? Black Panther. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> to be fair, but no, it should have be it should have easily beat Black Panther because Black Panther only beat it. Black Panther opened this weekend with twenty seven million. Oh, so Tomb Raider opened low. So Tomb Raider didn't even open above. Tomb Raider opened at twenty two million this week this weekend. That's damn shit. It should have easily surpassed that. Yeah, that's so, damn shit. And that's why I'm just like, uh, it kind of makes me. Are we gonna get? So it makes me go. Are we gonna get another one? Because like it's like Power Rangers all over again. It's like once you see those opening numbers. Yeah. I'm like, no, don't do this to me. Did you like this better than Power Rangers or less? It's hard for me. Was, to, it's hard for me. Yeah, because it's not the same type of movie. It's not even that. It's just that I have so much stake in Power Rangers emotionally because of my childhood. <laughs> so like, it, it's easier for Power Rangers to make me be like, "Yeah, it's awesome." But I feel like Tomb but Raider, I feel like th- I have more of this is awesome moments in Tomb Raider than I did in Power Rangers. Same, same. Like for me, just them suiting up is awesome. But like, if I were to compare them, I feel like Tomb Raider was a better movie. Yeah, even I would, though I think I've rated I've rated Power Rangers higher. I would say, funny enough, I enjoyed the stuff before. No, they, I said more than Passable both, didn't I? I think so. I would say I enjoyed the stuff before they became full fledged Power Rangers better than when they finally like morphed and did the. See, that's a damn shame. I mean, it's great that they built up the story that well in the beginning, but then they kind of dropped the ball. With the but Power yeah, Rangers then stuff. when they morphed into this, that was like, yeah, it just became. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, paint by number superhero movie. Yeah, and then they like moved through everything so quickly. It yeah. was like, damn, they're already in their Zords. They're already transformed. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. But yeah, so, uh, but, but also with this, what makes me happy, I'm glad uh, Love, Simon is in the top five. Nice. So. For a gay movie. I'm just kidding. Shut, <laughs> shut the fuck up. We already, we already discussed your. Yeah, I know. So I decided to make it real for a second, right? <laughs> then you lie about me. It, was it a lie, though? Yes. Was it? it was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're not going to go see it again. No, I don't see a lot of movies again. <laughs> uh, fuck you. It's because it's a gay movie. I don't see most movies the second time. But anyway, uh, we talked about this before the podcast, and I specifically said, no, I'm going to wait and save it because I want to get your reaction live. Okay, what's the reaction? <laughs> and in person. So, yeah. So, Black Panther opened in China last weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, it opened pretty well. 
and uh, it's opening weekend box office. Even the first day, it opened at twenty million dollars. But its overall opening weekend box office, I think it was if I remember off the top of the dome, uh, it was sixty five million. Okay. Opening weekend, which was pretty good, and so because of that, that helped push Black Panther into the billion dollar club because mm-hmm. that was like the la- China was the last holdout. Yeah. For uh, Black Panther. Well. That was the good news. Oh, what's the bad news? <laughs> the bad news is that no, no, uh, sixty-three million for uh, the opening weekend, not sixty-five. Okay, but uh, with that, so the actual reviews okay. from the Chinese audience came out for Black Panther, and oh wait, I heard about one of the reviews. This is about like people being too black or something. Like it's too dark. It's so black that I can't even see the screen. It's like what? <laughs> yeah, one mate. One reviewer said, "Maybe the Chinese audience are still not used to a film full of black people." Is it? That was one. That's one reviewer. So that's Uh-oh. a tame. That's a tame one. But what does that mean? I don't know what that means. Okay. But that's a review. All right. So whatever. I don't know what that means. But then there's another. This is another one. Black Panther is black. Yes, that's in the name. All the major characters are black. Yes, also in the name. <laughs> a lot of the scenes are black. What? The car shot, the car chasing, the car chasing scene is black. You mean nighttime? <laughs> the blackness may be really drowsy. Did you chase some Nyquil, bitch? You're like, what? What? what are you talking about? It's Tylenol PM in your diet. What's going on? I don't know. What the it fuck? Made me does, drowsy. What the fuck does that mean? Uh, did the Pokemon jump in? Drowsy. Like, drowsy. drowsy. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What a weird go, review. Hit go to sleep. Sunken place. Sink into the floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that reviewer sitting there like, oh. What the fuck does that mean? Another review. When I entered the theater, a bunch of black people was fighting in the night. In China? Huh? Is this still in China? This is still no. I'm, yeah, this is all Chinese. The Chinese reviews. What black people? Is all three black people in the whole country are fighting in the night. No, 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 no. They're talking about the scene where T'Challa was fighting in Africa, and it was that night. That's the scene. Oh, the first scene. Yeah, the first scene. So you came so late. He's like, <laughs> when I entered, yeah, that. Yeah. He's like, when I entered the theater, a bunch of black people was fighting in the night. I've never seen a theater so dark that I couldn't find my seat. <laughs> <laughs> know where to start with that what? Even, you telling me and it's, and it's feeling in that stereotype all oh, black people are so dark that they're so black that you can't see them at nighttime it's like there was gunshots in that scene of, get the fuck out of here gun flashes oh, like, i'm not done i'm not but done like just logistically like you never been in a theater when like there's a dark scene yeah exactly where it like, cuts the black that's a whole term that's a term in fucking cinema fade into black. black cut to black nope even then, no, it was so my pants darker no, than that. It was so bl- there were so many black characters and stuff. I couldn't see anything. Uh, this act, this quick ass action scene, I couldn't that's, see shit. And and that's so the theme. Of, that's the theme of these reviews. Another one. <laughs> the film is filled with black actors and actresses. Mm-hmm. That's the, accurate. No, that's the statement. It wasn't a question. That that was the end of the statement. The film is the film is filled with black actors and actresses. <laughs> so obviously, guys, it's terrible, right? <laughs> Am I right, guys? That, that's not the end of the review, but it's not like it's like 
kind of like, oh, the film is filled with black actors and actresses. That's something I never like. It's, you feel like there's more than that state. That's yeah. not, no, that's one sentence. The film is filled with <laughs> black actors and actresses. I want to hear the inflection on that. <laughs> Period. And then he says, like, mm. then he says, also, because the film's colors are a bit dark, it's nearly a torture for the eyes to watch the film's 3D version in the theater. I feel like most of that movie wasn't in the dark, at night. It wasn't at all. Like, all of Wakanda was during the day. Yeah. So it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I feel like it's only those two scenes, and then I guess if you want to count the underground railroad scene, but that was but even that was fuck. like bright as fuck with the CGI and, and the blue uh, and, and the honestly, blue lighting and the purple lighting. Honestly, and, it would be better if it was dark as fuck. I, I wouldn't be able to see a city, shitty CGI, but like it was not unwatchable. What the fuck are they talking about? So I mean, that goes into like with the whole thing of like representation of seeing people on screen because it's like it just goes to show you that what they're just not used to seeing black people on screen but even then so it's like you say oh this it, it so was, filled, it was it. filled with so many black people it was so dark so audiences liked it but the critics didn't uh, no this, this isn't critics this is audience uh, chinese audiences never mind never mind but it did well the first week so it did well the first week but also but with that so because of that you know once the reviews came out the box office in black of Black Panther, and this is the headline: It took a massive eighty-eight percent plunge in China. Eighty-eight percent. Eighty-eight percent plunge. Ain't so that why? So it opened. <laughs> it was all people they tricked to go see it because they kept all the posters with the the helmet on, so you couldn't see that he was black. I guess oh yeah, they, they they did they did that for the marketing. Like yeah. you never saw T'Challa without his mask in the Chinese in the Chinese posters, Chinese yeah. poster. Or even you think about Star Wars. How they made Finn seem like a minuscule, like they completely lowered, or uh, uh, what's the word I'm trying to use? Minimized. Ant Man minimized uh, Finn on the poster. Yeah. Than than what he was in the American poster. It was the same thing, kind of almost Black Panther. They didn't show Black Panther. There was literally uh, two versions: the one where he's the one we've seen where his mask is off. Yeah. And, and then the one, one was mask on. fully covered, yeah. hands and all that. It's fucking ridiculous, bro. So that's why they went to go see. They didn't know it was a black exactly. guy. Exactly. That 20 million the first weekend, they're all tricked. They're oh, like, 60, what is this? Six, 60 million. Oh, 60 million. They're like, oh, what is this? Yeah, a massive 88% plunge. Because <laughs> Mommy, I'm drowsy. It's too dark. <laughs> because I've never, never been to a movie theater where it was so dark, I couldn't find my seat. Oh, my God. It's like, what? I didn't even. I don't know. And first of all, you obviously didn't even care about the movie because you came in late. Because <laughs> that wasn't the beginning of the movie. It was just near the beginning. I'm like, I don't even want to address that, but okay, whatever. But in good news, more Black Panther news. So, so fuck China. Basically. <laughs> That's where we're at right now. <laughs> yeah. So because of, uh, you know, the popularity of Black Panther, you know, they do this with movies in general. Like when a movie's successful, yada yada yada, they always do like a comic book version or whatever. So. Because of that, the Dora Milaje are getting their own like arc in the comics, which they've never had before. Like separate, right. separate from uh, Black Panther, like they've always been part of T'Challa and his entourage and all this. But no, they're getting their own arc. Okay. And funny enough, they're teaming up with Spider Man because it's gonna be, wait. It's, what? <laughs> so it's, I'm like, so I'm like, so is it really their own arc? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or is it, it Spider Man and his amazing women? <laughs> and his black chicks. <laughs> yes, Sp Spider Man and his black women is amazing. That's you know, amazing friends. Spider Man is like, amazing you just, women. You just undid the whole premise. It's like, oh, so they're gonna be Dora Milaje out on their own, except with Spider Man. And funny enough, a bigger name yeah, than Black Panther. Funny enough, okay. it's called. Wakanda Forever, The Amazing Spider-Man. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. I'm so serious. 
Oh, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. That is borderline offensive. Like, come the fuck so on. Like, they're getting. I set it up. Like they're getting their own arc. But it's with Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I'm like, so that's why I'm like, is, so that's why I'm like, is it really their own arc though? But it's worse because <laughs> it is a white guy basically headlining their story. Wakanda forever. The Amazing Spider-Man. You might as well say Black Power. The Amazing so, Spider-Man. <laughs> but the way the article is for it's like the Dora Milaje are finally getting their own arc. But are they really though? And it says with Okoye, Ayo, and Anika headed to New York to investigate a threat to national security and connecting with Peter Parker in the process. You couldn't be Luke Cage. Couldn't be and Sam like, Wilson. And the way they're spinning it off, there's be a white black. They're like, now you're see, now you're going to see the Dora Milaje for the first time as an independent entity. They're not under <laughs> the sh- they're not under the shadow of the throne, but they're under uh, the, the shadow, shadow of, of the Peter web. Parker, <laughs> the web of shadows. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, but I mean, it'd be nice to see how they interact without you know T'Challa. Peter's there. But Peter, but I mean, they don't necessarily have to listen. They don't have to listen to him. I guess, but it's just the fact that it matters. It's that title was problematic. To they me. need to, oh, it was very problematic. <laughs> Black Power featuring the Amazing Spider-Man. Like, that is exactly I mean, I the last like, nigga on Earth. I guess featuring like, Tom Hanks. Yeah, I guess they feel like. <laughs> I guess they feel like they need to sell it. I get that. I get that's why they're doing it. But it's like, I don't know. It seems counterproductive to detach yourself I mean, when they from did, one male figure just to reattach yourself to a white male figure. Because I guess also to play devil's advocate a little bit, I'm going to steal your white, what was it, white corporate vision. Yeah, white corporate vision. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to steal it on, well, actually, Jordan, you know, when we tried to do a Dora Milaje book before, you know, it was World of Wakanda uh-huh. with Anika and Ao, uh-huh. and it didn't really do well. It actually did very poorly, so we had to cancel yeah. it after like three issues. And so, you know, we we want to get the Dora Milaje some prominence. So, you know, we got to at least attach it to a prominent character, kind of like what we did with Miss, <laughs> kind of like what we did with Miss Marvel. You know, we gave her the uh-huh. title Miss Marvel. We had to build her up, uh-huh. and now, you know, we're like she's like very. Oh, <laughs> well, you're becoming more and more surfer. Right? <laughs> <laughs> she's like she's like she like more popular now. So, you know, we got to attach Dora Milaje with like Spider Man, but you know, we don't want to have Black Panther in it because we want to disconnect them a little bit. So at least when at least now that the with Spider-Man they're a separate entity because they don't have to listen to him because they're not part of the throne okay you sound like Anthony you sound like not Anthony you sound like uh, Mr. Mackey from South Park okay 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 Michael that's still bullshit Wakanda forever the amazing Spider-Man that's not Wakanda forever but it's about Ayo, Anika, and, and, and Okoye, man. Spider-Man is just... A, he's he's going he's gonna to be in there in a couple panels, okay? Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see how that goes. Well, this, is, uh, this is the cover art for it. And I mean, it's going to be written by a black woman, so at least that's... Is that. Kudos for that, because now she's going to be the second... Yeah. Second black woman in Marvel history to write a comic to write a Marvel comic it book arc. Almost feels like you're just replacing T'Challa with Spider-Man, though. <laughs> Not <laughs> almost. That's that is yeah. exactly what they're doing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So who cares about this news? But whatever. So because I don't know who the fuck she is, I don't know what she's capable of. But it's just like they're doing this again. But so they finally announced. Because we talked about this last week, who's the villain? Because uh, of Luke Cage season two going to be? It's not. It's not going to be Shades of Black Mariah. Okay. But it's going to be a, a woman from The Sopranos, which I never watched. I'm Her name neither. is Annabella uh, Sicara. 
Okay. And she's going to play a character named Rosalie. Well, let me show you what she looks like, just 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 for visual reference. Okay, white lady. <laughs> but yeah, she's a white lady. She's going to play Rosalie Carbone, who's actually one of the Punisher's villains in the comics. And basically, she's just a mafia crime boss, so essentially a kingpin, more or less. We've done and it. the quote, uh, the quote that they're going to describe her is, is: "She's a dangerous downtown criminal underworld power player with an eye and, a, and an agenda towards Harlem." She better have superpowers. She better have fucking superpowers. Oh, so Luke Cage should just run up on her, and punch the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want a whole season of him not using his powers because he's not fighting superpower people. You know what I'm saying? That's why he should just fucking went full on Iron Fist and Luke Cage. He could have just fought the hand. Ninjas. Mm -hmm. A bunch of ninjas. Or like other, po or other powered people. Yeah. Like like that Heroes for Hire does. Or do fucking Heroes for Hire. Like every episode is like a new person that needs help. Mm -hmm. Like a supernatural or whatever. Remember Justice League, the first seasons where it was like uh, every episode was like two or three. Ep like every arc was two or three episodes. Yeah. Like it wasn't just there was never a one off. It was like I mean every so often they had one off. Every so often, but mo for the most part it was like yeah it was like two, two or two, three episodes two, to be continued. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. maybe something like that, like three episodes, different different um, missions or cases or whatever. I don't know. Anything. I don't well I don't know would that necessarily work because they only have like because like Justice League had like twenty plus episodes. This, True, they only had like six. They'd have a time together somehow with an overarching villain. Because like say they only got like six episodes, they only got what two arcs? Six episodes? Why not eight or nine or? Isn't Jessica Jones like thirteen or ten or something? Yeah, but wasn't Luke Cage? Well, no, I'm thinking. I'm thinking Defend Defenders. Yeah, Defenders was short. Yeah, <laughs> and yet it still could have been shorter. That's the funny part. <laughs> but all right, sure, whatever. Yeah, I'm crime, crime boss. I'm like, hooray, know, Defenders. That's not, I mean, hooray, Netflix that's, Marvel. That's, I'm like, did we get? Then we already get a crime boss with Cottonmouth, and then you fucking killed him off. <laughs> yeah, and Diamondback, same story. But even Diamondback, eventually he had he got some type of fucking stupid. It was very stupid. But <laughs> I'm like, give me somebody. Powered. Give me a powered villain. Yeah. But I'm like, and funny enough, I think about this. But I mean, it's obviously too late. But I'm like, since you didn't introduce him in the Hulk, because he's a, because he is a Hulk villain. But I'm like, you know who who would be fucking perfect for who? uh Luke Cage, the Absorbing Man. But he was instead in, of he was instead in of Hulk, put, he was in Agents of Shield. No, I'm saying he what he is a Hulk villain, oh, but they put him in Agents of Shield. Yeah. But I'm like, instead of putting him in Agents of Shield, it would make more like put him in Luke Cage. Lord, he could have actually a real fight with him. Yeah. Good point. Who's not going to have enough? Who's, who's writing this shit? <laughs> Somebody doesn't want this shit ever to connect. <laughs> Even though Absorbing Man was cameoed in Daredevil. He was one of the, um, what's his name, Crusher Creed? or Crusher, Crusher Creel? Yeah. He was in a poster in the beginning of the first Daredevil season in the boxing gym. So. He was, actually. Yeah, so it's like he's in the Marvel X universe already. So, yeah, it's like it's, he's, shit writes itself. Like, yeah. I don't... <laughs> Trash. Anyway, speaking of more trash, well, possibly trash, but I'm just like, who wants this idea? Going back to the email, it's like you could be doing a Blue Marvel movie, dog. Like, why are you doing <laughs> dog? Like, why okay. are we doing this? So, what is it? Spike Lee. Spike Lee is in talks with the the uh, showrunner of Luke Cage, uh, Chael Hodari Coker, to do, and of course, it's so fucking Sony, but in talks of doing a Nightwatch movie. The fuck is Nightwatch? A spinoff of Spider-Man. Well, I don't know what Nightwatch is. He's a character that nobody knows. Oh, it's a character that was like a team or something. No, he's a he's a he's a he's a black character, and he 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 was only around for a little bit because then he died or whatever. But 
Uh, Nightwatch, oh, of course. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's dark. <laughs> Nightwatch, whose alter ego is Dr. Kevin Trench, is a man who discovers his own corpse wearing a futuristic suit of armor that when he went to steal and wear while fi- fighting crime and trying to discover the origins of his alternate self and his new costume. So it's basically a time traveling thing of, you know, because his his past, his future self went to the past to try to warn him, his past self, but his future self ended up dying before he could warn his past self. And then his past self came across his future self, saw his future self, and his future self is in a spawn-like outfit. And so he takes the costume after he realizes it's his future self and he tries to figure out what the fuck was going on. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. And he's also, like I said, he's a spinoff of Spider-Man, and I, I believe his future, his, like, it, it catches up with him, and he eventually dies. I believe. So he dies in the same way as the future. I don't self know if died? it's, the, I don't know if it's the same way, but Some I know whack ass shit if it is the case. But he also uh, teams up with like Spider-Man, Deathlock, Captain America, and all powers? that other stuff. His powers come from the suit, and it's like so like Prowler. More or less, it's like nanite technology and shit mm, okay. like that. I don't care. I'm mm. already, I'm, I'm not, already uninterested. I know Noir. I know Noir Bear is like, you guys don't know shit. Hold <laughs> on. Let me let me look it up real quick. I'm already uninterested though. I don't I don't really care. <laughs> like, come on. I don't, I don't give a but yeah, uh, his powers are that his costume is composed. Of self-replicating nanites. He's a Terminator. (laughs) Okay. It boosted his strength and durability by triggering his adrenal glands and nanotechnologically repaired itself. His cape responds to his subconscious spawn Mm. and moves on his own and allows him to glide through the air. So, yeah. I mean, this is what he looks like. He looks like a a knockoff spawn. Oh my god, he looks exactly like a knockoff Spawn. Yeah. He looks like a combination and, between Prowler and Spawn. And he's black too, like Spawn. <laughs> and Prowler. Hmm. So mm. it's like there's only one template for a black superhero. Yeah, just, just like <laughs> just like black people could only get electric powers, black people could only look like Spawn. What the hell? <laughs> okay, I guess. Why not Prowler? I don't know. Anything else? Why that? Spike Lee? But I'm like, Sony, what are you guys doing again? Like, you oh, is this a Sony thing? Yeah, because he's a Spider-Man. He's a Spider-Man character. So Sony, he was talking to the Sony owns him. Well, yeah, he's he's teaming up with him, but that doesn't mean he... Oh, he's teaming up with him for that pitch. Yeah, for that pitch oh, to do... stupid. Yeah, man, you guys could be pitching for Blue Marvel or something, anything else. I mean, granted, it's Sony. You can't do... Oh, that's right. Sony, Sony. So. Can't do Blue Marvel for Sony, but so even that's still. Why. Hey, you guys want something stupid in your stupid universe? That's stupid. <laughs> but I'm like, here's a stupid thing. You guys can't go to Marvel and pitch like, like Blue Marvel, Blue Marvel yeah. pitch Blue Marvel. Like, why are you pitching Nightwatch? Don't pitch that that dumbass, not even real and universe. Then I'm like, and then on top of that, like with Venom's uh, gonna suck. With uh, McFarl- Black Cat and Saber Super canceled. And then I'm like with McFarlane working on his Spawn movie. It's like, oh yeah, that's right. Why are we doing? Why are we doing this? <laughs> well, I assume they would definitely completely change that costume if they actually made it a movie about this. But even then, no one gives a fuck. <laughs> Nobody. Um, I mean, I'd be more excited for Spike Lee trying to work in that new Kickass movie. Maybe the Black. Girl. Maybe Nightwatch would just be so interesting that people. Because I mean, nobody t- technically nobody gave a fuck about Blade, and then because they're like Blade, who the fuck is Blade? Blade sounds cool. That sounds like a knockoff Prowler spawn. <laughs> like, uh, at least Blade sounds kind of original. He's Black Van Helsing. But was Van Helsing half? Or no? 
I don't think so. Yeah, so he's got his own thing. Well, Spawn, well, Nightwatch is the black Spawn, but Spawn is the black Spawn. (laughs) No. (laughs) But I'm like, okay, Sony, I guess you guys are really trying. Scraping the bottom I'm like, barrel. I'm like, just stick with the Men in Black franchise. <laughs> just, just, just le- like you guys already had your, you guys already had your turn dealing with the Spider-Man franchise. Just let Marvel, let Marvel take care of it. Like you guys already broke it. Like leave it alone. <laughs> but also, uh, with that, uh, set photos uh, drop for the Punisher, so that means their film season two is filming again. So, hooray! Yay for Punisher, even though we never reviewed it. But I mean, we like, we did like it. Yeah, we we gave our impressions. If they if it had changed, like if I felt like I I hated the season going toward the end, cause I think I may have perfect vision the first episode or first two episodes. Like if it had changed, I would have been like, let's re-review it. But like. My thoughts are basically the same. Just read. I mean, just watch the, or listen to that episode about our first impressions and just based on my thoughts. So, but uh, speaking of hooray, I want to send out a you know congratulations okay, to okay. Corey Michael Smith, who AKA the Riddler in Gotham. Oh, in Gotham, what because he's officially declared to the world that he's blue. Wait, what? <laughs> He's come out the closet. Riddler? Yeah, the Riddler. Oh, I don't know. I was thinking Penguin. Okay, so yeah, all right. Yeah. Wait. So the show became real? <laughs> well, are they lovers in the show? I, I don't know. The, but I know the Penguin loves him, but it's not reciprocated. Yeah, so now I feel like maybe it will be. <laughs> maybe not. I don't know. That's he's, interesting. He also says he's nothing like his character. So, I mean, but that could also be the fact that he's not a serial killer. No, oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> or maybe he is. Interesting. Okay. So, yeah. Congratulations to him for coming out of the club. <laughs> we got one. We. Oui. Jordan, do you have something you want to say? <laughs> oh, uh, what's his name? Um, said we we got one. Maybe I yeah, got one. No, but uh, what's his name? I forgot who hit me up about it. I don't know somebody hit me about. Uh, it was like you just you're in love with Keenan Lonsdale. I'm like, no, I just he's an underdog in the Flash, and now that when he succeeds in life, somehow it's transferred to like when I root for him as Wally West, now I root for him as Keenan Lonsdale. <laughs> so like when he actually gets like jobs now, and he's actually like, a big part of them, I liked him a lot. And um, love Simon because he actually had a part. <laughs> unlike I'm a like the Flash, Flash. <laughs> and even unlike his Legends, I don't know what people are talking about. <laughs> And he had good hair. <laughs> I don't care what I, I fucking hate to say. I just keep saying it. <laughs> and it's like getting worse. Like it's getting longer and longer and longer. The and longer it's it gets, more, the more I like and it. And it's getting though. more and more permed. Oh, yeah. But I, but I like the eyes and you don't watch Bleach, do you? No. Okay. Well, the hairstyle where it's like slick back and you have like one strand of hair in the front. I like that look. No, let, his hair should have stayed like yours. Yeah, well. <laughs> but... Going into things that they shouldn't do that they're doing. Okay. Just like we were mentioning just now. Another show is getting a reboot. What? And I'm like, why? What? I could, I'm like, I could somewhat understand the other ones, but this one, what the fuck? What? Nah, 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 nah. Dun, dun, dun. Is that Christmas nah, 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 at all? Nah, Yes. Why? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Why is Clarissa Explains It All getting a reboot? They just bring back everything, aren't they? And it's and Melissa and it's gonna be with Melissa Joan Hart again. Wait, so it's it's not is it a reboot? 
Well, yeah. Or is it a continuation? Well, I guess technically it's a continuation. So she's still Melissa. She's still she's st- well, she's still Clarissa. Oh, Clarissa, I mean. Yeah. So she explaining all to her kids? Is that <laughs> is that what this basically because because it says she's going to be an adult? She's obvious because she is an adult. And she's going to have kids. So, so just doing that that same formula for girl meets the world for everything basically. Or even that's so Raven. They did too. Yeah, that's so Raven came back and she's older and she has kids and now her her son. Really? Her son has her son has the power, the psychic power or whatever. What? But it's still focused on Raven because the show is that so Raven. But the son also has powers. That's crazy. I didn't I didn't know that. I don't watch it, but I'm just like, why are we? Doing I demand that? Alan Strange. <laughs> I'm like, why are we doing? Why We're gonna we bring if, if at least Alan Strange would make sense. Like now you can do it with effects and shit. Like you know what I mean? And funny like, enough, I didn't, black and funny kid? enough, I didn't realize that. Uh, Clarissa explains it all was Nickelodeon's act, act uh, the first show that was led by a woman, oh, a yeah. female lead, a, yeah. and then that uh, led into like the Secret World of Alex Mack and all those other shows. Yeah, bring back those shows. Exactly. I'm like, if you're gonna reboot something, reboot Alex fucking Mack. Yeah. Don't, Alan, Alan Strange. <laughs> of course, don't bring back the actor, but like, do it again. Like, do it again with like the better effects and shit like that. Yeah, if you stream like that into like a CW kind like, of show. Are you afraid of the dark? But like, Carissa explains it all. Yeah, are you afraid of the dark's not getting a reboot? But fucking Clarissa explains it all. Like, is what are you doing? Like, you be like, guess what, Jordan? Double Dare's coming back. I'm like, what? But no, I would know, but that, I would like because that's the ball about obstacle courses and shit. Like, I'm just like, saying, like, I'm like, why? Like Legends of the Hidden Temple stuff. Because I used to want to be hyped for. I used to want to. I used to want to be on those shows like Guts. Mm, do you have? Granted, it, I was. Granted, I was like, yeah, hey, I can't swim, so I can't be on Guts. Wow, but Legends of the Hidden Temple would be fucking awesome. I want to be on the Blue Barracudas, <laughs> the Silver Snake, the Shrine of the Silver Monkey. Oh, and he opens his mouth. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not a fan of this chorus. First of all, I'll be, be throwing mad right hooks at those fucking Temple Guardians. <laughs> Get the fuck right? off me! <laughs> <laughs> or you see him, I'm like, you can't catch me! You can't catch me! <laughs> Dropkick in Temple Guardians. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of something else, I'm not a fan of. So, The Walking Dead. Okay. Is about to approach its season eight finale. Wow, already? That's fast. Yes. And Fear of the Walking Dead is about to approach their season two finale. Give a fuck about that show. Guess what? What? They're pulling in Inhumans. Inhumans? Yes. What does that mean? A movie? Their finales are going to the theaters in partnership with Phantom Events on 8.30 p.m., on April 15th. Why? I'm like, people aren't even watching the show now on television for free. Who's going to go to the fucking theater? Why the, who the fuck thinks they're going to go to the theater and pay? I mean, humans did terribly too. Why would you emulate that? That's why I said they're pulling it in humans. But humans fail. They're supposed to learn from your like the failures. Like Apparently not. It's like, nah, it's fine. But they failed. Nah, we'll do it better. And I was like, yeah, oh. we're going to do it better. <laughs> At least the humans had to draw like, the special effects, even though they were shit. Like I don't really need to see. Walking but but Dead. like I said, The Walking Dead is people aren't even watching it now for yeah. free on television. What the fuck makes you think somebody's people are gonna go out and pay for it? Well, like who, who is making these decisions? Who is making these decisions to do Night Watch? Who's making these decisions to do Clarissa? Fucking explains it all. Fucking blue and white or whatever. Granted, they canceled it, but still. And then this shit. Like, what is going on out there in Hollywood? It's the out of touch. Some, top brass. Somebody in Blurred Vision Land explain this shit to me. Because <laughs> I don't understand it. Fucking whack. 
So you, so they were going. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Either. Oh not. shit. I should have spoke about this in the beginning. Trailer. I forgot about another trailer. I had this all the way at the bottom. What? I forgot to scroll it all the way to the top. But Fantastic Beasts. Trailer. Second trailer. Trailer dropped. Fuck. Fuck you. Ha- you gotta talk about that. Fuck you, ass. Harry Potter. Uh. Harry Potter world. Fuck you. Uh. I, have, I have a wand over there. I'm a Slytherin. Okay. How'd you feel about the trailer? <laughs> I ain't care. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Ezra Miller's back. Why? <laughs> Just show Johnny Depp's bearded ass. Like, who gives a fuck? I mean, the I best will, part. No, Dumbledore. I will say. I will say. Dumbledore like, was the only good part of that shit. Not even just that, but like going back, like seeing Hogwarts in the background and stuff like that, and like I'm a fan of them going back to this world, but I'm just not a fan of this like Fantastic Beast franchise and then the fact and then it's so stupid like the fact that they had a poetic ending to that guy uh from the first one no not ezra miller the guy that had the they it was like oh muggles can't know the magical world oh yeah yeah yeah. the the best character yeah then the fact that he's back yeah you like killed the like kind of like our complaints about uh rumple stillskin it's like he had a poetic end like why bring him back you just ruined that whole arc yeah you ruined the whole purpose of that arc Mm -hmm. like fuck like 17 why is he back They did that with all the characters. Same thing with Ezra Miller. Like, how the fuck is he alive? Apologies, Potion. (laughs) It wasn't really. It wasn't really him. Just like Johnny. Just like Johnny Depp. It wasn't really. Uh, what's his face? Uh, Uh, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. It was really Johnny Depp. It's like, and you notice he's not talking in the trailer, right? Yeah, I'm glad. Johnny Depp. He used to be a good actor. I mean, I still think he is, but he's gotten to the point where the only roles that he plays are clowns. And they're all Jack Sparrow. They're all, and they're all Jack and Sparrow. They're all Jack Sparrow light, basically. But, even, but, even, but he's always done that, even before he did Jack Sparrow. Like, if you look at Edward, Edward Scissorhands, true. it was essentially Jack Sparrow. But he was before, more mutant. It was, it so was Jack Sparrow before Jack Sparrow. That's true. So, I mean, and it's not and it's not to say he's not a good actor. Like, if he plays a normal person. Yeah, he's all right. He's good. He's good. But it's like mm. every role that he's doing. And I mean, I guess that's just what he likes to play. Or maybe that's all he's getting hired to play. And so he's like, okay, well, I still want to collect a fucking paycheck, so I'm going to take it. The only thing I liked was Jude Law's Dumbledore. That's it. That's the only thing. I was going to say, like, with the franchise, like, focus on Dumbledore. Like, I don't give It should a, be about him. I don't give a fuck about Newt Scamander. None at all. All this talk about, you got to take out Grindelwald because I can't. Fuck you, you can't. You're yeah. fucking Dumbledore. Yeah, you're fucking. In your like, prime. I want to see you do some prime Dumbledore exactly. shit. I want to see you do the fight that you had with Voldemort with that Epic fucking awesome. fight. But I want to see you do it where you're not fucking an old ass man. Exactly. No, they're not going to do that. They're of course they're not going to do it. They might have one, again, they might have one scene. But it's like, Who you, ha- you have the perfect recipe. Give me the move. The, these prequel series should be about a young Dumbledore. Fuck Newt Scamander. That's just how prequels fuck, work. Fuck the other chick that he, you know, the, the other chick that, uh, the magic woman that fell in love with, uh, the 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 Muggle guy, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck her name is. Though I, I liked him the most. Though. I like him As a too. Character, but he's the best I, character. I like him too, but still, fuck all of that. Just focus on. The you, Dumb- you could have had him with Dumbledore. <laughs> Just focus on Dumbledore and Grindelwald. Like, what if it was Dumbledore in the last movie going to New York? It'd been so much better. So much fucking better. And it's like it doesn't make sense from like the the perspective of what makes prequels interesting. The reason why we were so excited to see Dumbledore because he's an established character and we're going back in time and see what he was like in his prime. But usually to do that, 
to a character we've known. But instead, we're following Newt's commander. We, he was never in he Harry never Potter. Never in them. So yeah. like, why are we following? He this was guy? just an offshoot character. Like, the prequel to Lord of the Rings. And then like Bill to call the, and then to call the movies like Fantastic Beasts. It's like. There's no really, Harry Potter connection. Yeah, they're not really focusing. Like, who cares about this fucking Pokemon aspect of these movies? Yeah. Like, I would rather be called Dumbledore. Like, sure, they look gorgeous, but I don't care about you going around. Because you also saw on the trail, like, he lost his suitcase again. Mm-hmm. It's like, who cares about these damn... I don't care about this beast. I want to see the crimes of Grindelwald. I want to see that whole, you know, aspect. And even then, I kind of like, eh, it's kind of the same thing. Like, he's just... It's a, Voldemort. He's Voldemort before Voldemort. Yeah, but you could make that interesting if you see like Dumbledore's perspective and how like the Voldemort like having to deal with Grindelwald that affected him with Voldemort and why he's so adamant of like Harry you know taking taking him out and destroying him and warning him and mm-hmm. and why he doesn't want to get involved because it also reminds him of this guy Grindelwald that he also was in love with. Mm-hmm. Like, there have been such a like if the first movie was about Dumbledore and Grindelwald and about their broken romance and like him going dark that would be a way more interesting story which also pisses bullshit. me off again where they talk about yeah we're not focusing on that this, yeah this it's week. like that you mean the one interesting part the one part that makes it different from most things you yeah, don't want to focus we're not, on that we're not going to go into Dumbledore's sexuality it's no, like, no no look, look at the Pokemon shit look, look at Nuke's commander, commander fucking around like, I don't care about that <laughs> it's like you don't, I don't got jingle keys exactly. in front of I'm me like, from the important shit Dumbledore is played by Jew fucking law Suave-ass Jude Law in his little suit and shit mm-hmm. like that. Clearly in his prime. Granted, he's he's still older, but Dumbledore's like a billion years old. Yeah, he's so like over like, 100, right? So clearly in his prime, you mean to tell me Dumbledore ain't in the fucking magical hallway or whatever getting his dick sucked? Come on now. Whoa! <laughs> that took a hard turn. No. He, but I'm just like, when he's like, oh, we're not going to focus on his sexuality or all that stuff. He's getting his dick sucked How by a wizard. How can they not mention that the fact that he was with Grindelwald? They have a magic. They have a magical butt sex somewhere. Wow. <laughs> but how can they not bring that up? But they might. They might like. Oh yeah. When I was younger, we we had a. They might say something Allude like. Allude to it. Had, they might say something like, "When I was younger, we had a thing," and then I'll be it. And they'd be like, "A thing." Yeah. Yeah. Like just to make it seem like be, it's more than a friendship. It. They'd be like them knocking. Wink, audience. Mm-hmm. We we'll get your diversity representation. There you go, gay people. Yeah, like as a friend, kind of like, kind of like J.K. Rowling. Oh yeah, after all my seven books. Oh yeah, Dumbledore was gay. Yeah, Dumbledore was gay. I wrote it. It was totally obvious. Totally. It was. It was totally obvious. No, it wasn't. I didn't. You didn't have anything like. Oh no, remember that flashback he had in the book with him and Dumbledore? It was all tinged. Nah, bitch. It was all tinged with love. Nah, bitch. It's like no. Or like when uh. When uh, there was an epic backlash about uh, them casting Hermione as black and the uh, the cursed child and the brought in a play version, and then J.K. Rowling was like, "Well, I never specifically uh, emphasized her red. I said she had curly hair in the books. Didn't they say she was white in the books? I don't know if they specifically said, it, but she was like, "Well, I did say she had curly hair in the books, so she could have been a black girl." But I've it's seen like that. no, it's like no, bitch. Yeah, no, I've <laughs> seen that. I think somebody found an excerpt where they describe Hermione's like pale skin or something so it's like no bitch you can't rewrite history or she did it or she did it again because somebody uh somebody said something about uh Jewish characters and like uh seeing Jewish characters in uh Hogwarts and stuff like that so she said something about well when I wrote the book I had in my mind that there were but there were but yeah of course there are Jewish characters in Hogwarts it's like where how <laughs> yeah we're, we're, like she keeps doing this like yeah I'm I, I want to have my, I I get my diversity stuff too. It's like, but you, but I didn't write any of it into the books. Yeah, you just, you just squint real hard and blur the lines, read between yeah. them. <laughs> if, you, 
if you if you if you put a magnifying glass up to the books, you realize that uh, what's her face, the Asian girl mm. that Harry Potter fell in love with in the beginning before he got with Jeannie, she was actually Jewish. <laughs> Hilarious. It's like no, no, bro, no. Oh my god, we're like the four and a half hour mark. But uh, anyway, uh, moving on. So Nicolas Cage, he finally gets his wish. <laughs> the voice of Superman to, and, to play Superman. Yeah, Teen Titans Go and Teen Titans Go the movie because he was he was kind of bummed out. Like uh, I didn't see it, but like I saw people talk about it when uh, they did the Superman Lives. What happens? And they talked about it and stuff like that. You could tell like he was excited to do. Oh yeah, he was excited he was about that movie. Crazy yeah. ass. <laughs> so now all these years later, later's all these years later he gets his he gets his chance to do Superman Teen Titans Go but I'm like I'm not looking forward to this movie but whatever who cares moving on <laughs> but speaking of something else I mm, I don't care about surprisingly enough Okay. depending on what they do with it and it's also in the vein of the reboots okay Fox yeah wants to reboot Buffy Buffy the Vampire Slayer reboot it they want to reboot it Hey man, in the world of reboots, it makes sense. But they're saying, like they're saying that they're on board, like they want to do it, they're on board, they want to do it, and but they're saying they won't do it unless Josh Sweden is on board to come back. Well, I wouldn't want it either way. Like if it didn't have Josh Sweden, I wouldn't want it. I mean, so that's good on them that they're saying that, but that's also because there was a backlash because Fox actually was going on board to reboot Buffy without him, without him, uh. and the internet flipped out. Yeah. And so then it actually, then it ended up getting canceled. Yeah. So this is them coming back and saying, well, all these other shows again. Reba Charmed is coming back. Roswell is coming yeah, back. Yeah, exactn- Charmed is coming back. And Roswell. Like, yeah. Like if these these like Buffy knockoffs yeah, are coming Ro- out. Rose- might yeah, Buffy. Because without Buffy, none of those would have get would have got greenlit. Yeah. So might as well have the OG. So they're like, yeah, we we want Buffy to come back, but we we'll only do it if Joss Whedon comes back. But I'm just like, I'm not a fan. Depend, we, depending on what they do with it I'm not a fan like if they actually like do an actual reboot and like go back again with Buffy and all this other stuff yeah not a fan but if they say like maybe continue like Sarah how Sarah Michelle Gellar comes back no 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 I don't mean to mean that I mean like no. say after Buffy ended like Buffy ended with her taking using Willow to like create slayers from around the world instead of it being one girl mm-hmm. it's, so if they do so if they take that premise of you know more than one slayer and say like it being years later it could be, you could just say 20 years later and continuing on with like say there's more like 20 years later slayers in the future and they continue with that premise and i'll be like okay i'll be on board for that why what was the difference instead of them doing buffy all over again as opposed to saying, well, no, this is the future of Buffy. It still takes place in that universe, but instead of it... But you don't want it to be about Sarah Michelle Gellar at that at that point? Sarah Michelle Gellar... But then what's I mean, the point she, of having multiple Slayers? She, I mean, she's too old. Why? To I do, guess she is. To do like the, well, stuff, to do like the that, Buffy stuff no, and all that other stuff? But she could be a mentor. She could be the Giles. I mean, she could be. Yeah. They don't have to make her like fighting every once in a while, maybe, but like for the most part, she could be Giles. I mean, but, I feel like it's, well, why even bother with that then? But even that? with that, I'm just still like focus on some new, focus on new slayers, or even like take the premise. So you, you just want multiple slayers because you could do that same thing and just not have. It be well, no, about- I'm saying, but if 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 they if if that's the world that they established, like they says years later, mm. there would have to be multiple slayers because that's the world that Buffy established after it was after it ended. Mm. It wouldn't make sense for them to go unless they try to. Oh well, all the multiple slayers died, and now it's only Buffy. That's because that's how powerful she is as the <laughs> slayer. They'd be like, no, okay. bro. Or if they say. 
Or if they do like a prequel series, like this is the Slayer, the Slayers before, or this is the Slayer right before Buffy. I feel like if you have multiple Slayers, it becomes like Assassin's Creed, where it's like, we're the guild of Slayers. Like, they would come together and be like a guild, like an Assassin's Guild kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm, but so then it's Slayers it, versus it, Vampires. That could kind of work. So instead of werewolves versus vampires, it's slayers versus vampires. Yeah, I mean it could work. Okay. Granted, right. you don't you don't have to have like forty. You have to have like forty slayers. It could be like a t- like three slayers. Like say they're sisters, they're triplets or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they were all born at the same time. There's or oh, then that's that's kind of charmedish. I was so gonna say. So like, you don't have like, to make them slayer charmed. Saying, you don't have to make them. You don't have to make them sisters, but like like maybe like two slayers. Okay, whatever. I don't care anyway. <laughs> this is stupid news. <laughs> no, it's not. Fuck you. This is news only for you. No, no one else cares. No, it's not. People, people send me messages like, fuck Jordan. Keep talking about Buffy, Michael. <laughs> so fuck you, <sighs> bitch. But uh, turns out I'm I'm, 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 I'm going to blow my load on this one because, you know, people might freak out. But it turned out this wasn't true. But uh, Deadpool 2 has did uh, early test screenings. And according to the test screenings, uh, people were saying that it was uh, ne- a negative reaction to okay. Deadpool 2. So it said it left Fox shocked and all this other stuff. And then another article came out. It was like, actually, it's not true that Deadpool 2 was having negative. Because I was like, no, don't tell me Deadpool 2 is bad. But they're saying it's actually Impossible. not. It's actually not true that Deadpool two was having negative test screenings. Was act what was actually what happened is there's something in Deadpool two that happens that audiences didn't like. So I'm curious of what that is. Hmm. Well, gotta wait to see because I'm not trying to fucking find out. <laughs> no spoilers. So yeah, I'm I'm curious. I'm curious of what that one thing is. That the fact that people gave it a negative. They say like because they're saying because they're saying, cause they're saying overall they enjoyed the movie, but there was this one moment in the in the movie that fans hated. So I'm like, hmm. what is that? I don't know, but we'll I guess we'll see. But speaking of uh, early screening reactions, and again, mentioning you know being a hypocrite because you don't shouldn't believe these early reactions, but early reactions for Cloak and Dagger have uh, come out, and for the most part, they've been pretty positive. Okay. Cloak and Dagger is a really smart, mature, visually accomplished Marvel show. And I can't wait to watch more. Super fun having Jeff Loeb on another young adult superhero show. I'll have more thoughts on the premiere of episode uh, of Marvel's Cloak and Dagger up on the site soon. But let me just say, the two, y- the two young leads are immensely good. They'll be the reason to watch. And last one I'll read is, so the premiere of Cloak and Dagger is really good. Like, I would definitely be watching that. So, hmm. well, that's that's encouraging. Yeah, well, so still yeah, not, we'll see. Really, I'm still not, <laughs> I'm still not excited about it. Yeah, but but uh, at least I'm not like, oh, it's a human trash. Okay, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not dismissing it. I'm just like not excited for it. But I'm just like, okay, maybe. Yeah. Also, uh, final final two bits of news. I'm uh, winding down. So. There's a rumor hitting the internet that uh, Jason Todd is going to be showing up in the Titans TV series because one of the episodes is called Jason Todd. Cool. So, all right, Red Hood and Titans. If if that happens, that means that'll be the first time he'll be making his live action debut in any besides the besides the Under the Red Hood, but <laughs> yeah. that's not live action. It's animated. That's animated. So. That'd be cool because I'd I'd like to see what they do with a live action version of Jason Todd. Did they ever 
never and who would play him. Photos of what Starfire and Beast they never Boy would they play? never released they never released they photos of Starfire Robin, and Beast Boy no, but they released Hawk and Dove. Oh yeah, and Robin and Robin, but not Starfire and Beast Boy. Mm, okay, I want to see what that looks like. <laughs> so I don't know, but whatever. So anyway, I purposely saved this for the end. Okay. So we talked about Wrinkle in Time, mm-hmm. and we talked about not being the fans of it. Mm-hmm. And most people aren't fans of it because it's not doing that well at the box office. It's even, uh, I didn't even mention this at, uh, in, when I was talking about the box office. Because uh, it was number two last weekend, but this weekend it's number four. Okay. So it dropped two spots. Good. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. So, but with that being said, and like I said, I'm still a fan, but Ava DuVernay is now on board. And it's not, it's not in talks. It's not that she's looking to do it. It's not that she tweeted about it and hopes to do it. No, it's confirmed. Ava DuVernay is doing a New Gods movie for DC. They used the word New Gods once in Justice League, and they cut out Darkseid. And then they also said that they're pivoting away from the space stuff because of Infinity War. So why the fuck would DC double down? They even they even made it a point in Justice League to be like Legion of Doom or like Injustice League. Yeah, the way it ended. Yeah, so it's like, why are you doubling back on that? And now we're gonna go to a New Gods solo movie. What? No one gives a fuck about New Gods by themselves. Nobody gives movie. a fuck about New Gods. I mean, there might be some there are people out there. I actually care about New Gods. Actually. I love Orion. Like who the fuck? <laughs> who were these Orion fans? But it's like. They, like you said, they didn't even touch. They had the perfect opportunity to touch on New Gods and Justice League. They did, all they mentioned was Dark Side. Then I guess, and Step, not I guess, but Steppenwolf is technically a New God. But whatever, who cares? They said New Gods once. Like there yeah. was literally one. And then of course they mentioned they, he mentioned Dark Side one time. But it's like you had one. You had the moment to set them up. Yeah, but it's also why they didn't include did, the, the Dark Side scene. Yeah, and you didn't. But now you're talking about you're gonna do a New Gods movie. They don't know what they're doing, basically. <laughs> and I'm not even going to talk about Ava DuVernay. And I'm, I'm not even going to talk about the Ava and DuVernay. Why her? I don't know, but I'm not even going to talk about that aspect of it because I mean, maybe just <laughs> you because make ridiculous shit with Wrinkle in Time. Well, you no, make ridiculous shit with Wrinkle in Time. I'm going to say just because a Wrinkle in Time was bad doesn't necessarily mean her next movie. Because I mean, I mentioned this before. I had a bad audition last week, but then I had another one. And it was good. Mm. But just because a Wrinkle in Time is bad doesn't necessarily mean the next movie is going to be bad i mean stephen king is i mean stephen king uh steven spielberg has had a bad movie that doesn't mean stephen spielberg isn't an excellent director uh interstellar by christopher nolan didn't do that well but that doesn't mean christopher nolan isn't a great director Mm -hmm. so i might not even just so i'm not even gonna get into the ava duvernay aspect of it but i just find it weird that who was a fan of new gods (laughs) like Kevin Smith, <laughs> just Kevin Smith. But I'm just like you got you guys canceled Batgirl, so it's like we're, we're getting a new gods movie before a Batgirl movie. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. We're getting a new apparently because I mean, it seems like it's like they're going full gun ho gun ho with this, but we're getting new gods before Nightwing. Mm. We still haven't even heard anything about this fucking Batman movie with uh Matt Reeves. Like we don't know you. what the fuck is going on with that. We're getting like. Like, any of these Batman characters, like Batwoman, we're getting new guys before fucking Batwoman, like, it just tells me they have no idea what direction they want to go in, because they pivoted from this, they pivoted from the cosmic stuff. Like, we're getting new guys before Green Lantern? I mean, not Green Lantern, uh, 
Yeah, Green Lantern. Yeah, Green We're Lantern. getting new gods before Green because they haven't announced directors or anything like that for no. Green Lantern. They already announced the director for new gods. So like we're getting Green, you know, new gods before Green Lantern. I'm like shit. I will even settle for. I I even want a Midnighter and Apollo. Give me a rated R Midnighter and Apollo movie. <laughs> and then that's you, more likely to be decent than a new gods movie. So I'm like, so the, and then you could check off your little, you could check off your little diversity card and be the first because a lot of people are complaining now. Like, when are we gonna get a gay superhero? Like that's the thing in the thing in, in the ether now. And so it's like you could check that off, especially entering because because the characters of Midnighter and Apollo are rated R characters. So then you could check off that. It's like, oh, we're entering the Logan and Deadpool uh, space by giving us these rated R characters. So you got that, and then you could say, oh, we're gonna be the first ones to introduce gay superheroes and. And it's going to be directed by a black woman. Woo! I feel like to them, that's like a recipe for failure. <laughs> a rated no. R homosexual superhero to them is like, that's not going to sell. No one's going to want to see that. But I'm not saying that's what the reality is. I'm just saying I was going to say, but you don't know. If it's a good movie, it will. Mm-hmm. But New Gods could be amazing, Michael. No. <laughs> Who the fuck cares about New Gods? Like, what care? Yeah, I mean, yeah, New Gods could be amazing. But on this, on its surface level, who gives a fuck? I'm trying to think Calabac. Like, who are these people that I'm like, yeah, who are these amazing Orion, characters? Orion, Calabac, Darkseid. You have to go into Darkseid, right? It have, he'd have to be the he has main to be the villain. He has to be the main villain. This is like their Thanos quest. They're going to make a movie to set up Darkseid. Is that... And that, those are only two... I don't, and Big Barter. Those are only... And Big I don't, Barter, yeah. I don't know anybody, any other new guys. Granny Goodness. Yeah, Granny Goodness. Yeah. Metro, Metatron, is that his name? Is he a new guy? Is new, Metatron a new guy? I, I guess, maybe. Yeah, with the chair, right? With the, tron- with the chair, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. who cares? but who cares? Nobody. It, it would literally be a device just to set up Darkseid. That's the only reason I can see doing this. It's like, oh, guys, want to uh, have some success with uh, Thor Ragnarok and Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> Mr. Raggy came back. Okay. <laughs> We're going to make a new I'm, Gods movie. I'm, okay. I'm corporate vision, guys. So, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy did a lot of mo- you know, money, and they went into the Celestials and all that stuff. So we think we can, you know, bring that into, you know, the Jack Kirby. But you don't because, think you know, that. Thor Rag- <laughs> because Thor Ragnarok went into the Jack Kirbyism when they went to Sakaar and all that. <laughs> and, new- and Jack Kirby, you know, New Gods was a Jack Kirby creation. So, you know, we feel like we can invest and, you know, you know, explore that a little bit more. You know, then why the because... fuck did you pivot from Dark Side? <laughs> like, why did you avoid setting that up in Justice League, you idiots? Well, because you know we wanted to establish Dark Side a little bit more into you know the New Gods movie. So then when he comes and fights Superman and Man of Steel, t- and then fuck, we're getting a sense. dark, we're getting a New Gods before Man of Steel too. Oh yeah, damn. Like, what the hell? But fuck, it doesn't make sense establishing before you establish him in Justice League as a teaser, like Thanos. Then you go into his background, then well, you bring him back. If you remember Justice League, correct? You remember when, uh, you know, Steppenwolf got sucked into the mother box? Uh. Okay, you saw a little shadow in a little distance. Well, if you looked a little close, you paused it. Okay, it was. <laughs> <laughs> You're too good at that. Okay. So, you know, if you pause it, you see the silhouette, and it was a little, it was a little dark side-ish. No, shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's terrible. This is all terrible. Warner Brothers in DC are just continuing to fuck up. That's all this is. More evidence supporting that theory. It's gonna be terrible. Just why? Why are we, why are we even acting like it's not gonna be terrible, Michael? At this point, the only thing I think is gonna be decent again is Wonder Woman two, and even that, I'm not too sure. Oh, I'm a child, Jordan. I'm fuck t- out, Timmy. Get the hell out of here, Timmy. And you know, kill it with fire. <laughs> New Gods is my generation. And even I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? All right, Kill, that. Kill, that. <laughs> Kill them all. Kill them all. All right. That's, that's been the episode this week. That's been... Ah, let me
mean, why would you end on a dour note like that? <laughs> but you know what? Next week's gonna be great. We'll get a new gods before, like, reboot. Give me another fucking Constantine movie. Not that bullshit with Keanu Reeves, but uh. a real Constantine movie. Like, cast Matt Reeves. Oh, man. Give me a Constantine. Like, we're getting it before Constantine. New Gods is going to be great. Should we're getting New Gods before Cyborg. <laughs> I'm not even looking forward to a Cyborg movie, so I can't even be like, why can't we have Cyborg? And like, I don't really want Cyborg. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck this. Fuck it. But next week is going to be uh, Pacific Rim, so. Like, we're getting get New Gods before Young Justice. Why are you still with that? Give me a Young Justice movie. That'd be awesome, actually. Well, you can't make a Young Justice movie without setting up a live action one, without setting up the rest of these fucking heroes. Fuck that. They all died. <laughs> they all died. <laughs> is this like a future timeline kind of yes. thing? Yes. You know what's cause, funny? Because, I mean, the DCEU is already the darkest timeline. If time you line. reboot the DCEU and start with a Young Justice movie and just treated the yeah, other characters I mean, technically as they're doing, established yeah, characters. Yeah, technically they're doing that with uh, Shazam. I mean, they did that with Young Justice, the cartoon. They didn't, like, have a... These are well, the I guess, Justice League well, characters. Actually, Jordan, let me stop you right there. Okay? Oh my God! <laughs> I mean, technically, we already did that with the Justice League. We had the Justice but League, but it's Ultimate. not continuation. It's not the same season, but you know, considering that the same audience is watching it, we pretty, we uh, we already know that we didn't have to establish them already. Well, I'm just saying you could use that same formula for a live action movie, and not have to establish the the main heroes because we already know who they are. Just have them and have them be the versions of them that we want to see in the future continuity of this, and then later on spin out those characters in their own movies. But I, I don't know. Yeah, Shazam's basically a soft reboot, as far as I can tell. Maybe. Maybe. It's gonna be trash. But you know what won't be trash? I can't say that. Pacific Rim might be trash too, <laughs> but I don't think it's gonna be trash, and I'm excited for next week. I didn't even realize that was next week. That's next week, buddy. But we're ready. I'm more ready. Obviously, you're so not. <laughs> so, many, so, many, so many movies this month. It's like every week. Yeah, because then the week after that is uh, Ready Player One. And then like week after that is like fucking um, uh, Rampage. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. And then week after then that, week after that is just uh, Infinity War. Infinity War. <laughs> Jesus. And then no. And then no. Uh, so next week is Pacific Rim. Yeah. Then the week after that is Ready Player One. Uh-huh. Then the week after that is A Quiet Place. Then Rampage. Then Rampage. So it is. We have a movie every week. Yeah, we do. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. All right. Then we have mad podcast material, so it's all good. Yeah, because usually we like, what do we talk about this week? <laughs> yeah. This this episode we had more than I thought we had. Yeah, because we. About. T- we're I mean, we talked. We're yeah, almost like five hours. We need to get out of here. <laughs> well, no, yeah, because we talked. We talked our normal DC TV stuff. Then we talked Jessica Jones. Then we also talked Tomb Raider. And, and we also talked an- an- yeah anime. Yeah, and, and trailers. And trailers and news. All right. So. Prediction head, what do you think? Pacific Rim's gonna be amazing or or not? You only have two options, good or not. I think it's gonna, yeah, I think it's, it's definitely gonna be good. Okay, okay, I feel better now. <laughs> that doesn't mean I'm gonna be right, I could be wrong. But you predicted it, you said you're a prediction head, everything's right. You predicted it, yeah, I think it's gonna be good. Okay, all right, I also think it's gonna be good. I just don't want it. I don't want it. I don't remember because you said it's gonna be amazing. I said, I think it's gonna be good. Oh, <laughs> I think that's gonna, your that's your out in case I think, it's, <laughs> I think it's gonna be good. <laughs> Even if it's kind of shit, you're like, it's good, it's kind of good. <laughs> I think it's gonna be good. All right. So next week we'll talk about Pacific Rim and DC TV and all that good stuff. All right, that's been the episode for the week. This has been Blur Vision. This has been Jordan with War Ready. War Ready. <laughs> it's what I say at the beginning. It's B Rocker. No, B. But what did I say? I don't I remember. You said B Rocker. Yeah, I don't remember. Your shit is stupid anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, it's LMS Boogie. What? <laughs> LMS, Michael Lamar Sibian. Oh, okay. I'll give you that, bitch. <laughs> oh, fuck you.
Is your last? Is your middle name Lu- Lu- Louis? 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 Get it on till I die. Get it on till I die. I'm so fucking ready. Bone chicka wow wow. Porn? What? What? Bone chicka wow wow is a porn noise. Oh. Bone chicka wow wow. Okay. Well, it might be it might be porno to my eyes. <laughs> okay. Because it's gonna be great or good. <laughs> as long as it's better than the first movie, I'll call it a success. So with that, or if it's just as good as the first movie. I mean, I liked the first movie, but I thought it could have been better. Like, it wasn't like, I didn't leave that movie going, oh, this is fucking awesome. I was like, that was all right. There was a couple of scenes that were dope, but, you know, I felt like it was kind of slow in parts. And it was, it was Jax. It was uh, Charlie Hunnam. I think it was the cast that really. Charlie Hunnam in this one. That's why it's going to be fucking dope. <laughs> it's fucking young Idris Elba. <laughs> John Boyega. And he gets to talk in his English accent. Oh, it's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah, they didn't, let the fuck, uh, they didn't let Charlie Hunnam do that, which is funny. Like, why? <laughs> or, your father's not British. <laughs> what? <laughs> I can used to be British. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> That's too foreign. <laughs> no one's going to want to watch that. <laughs> but yeah, all right. It's been yeah. version for the week. Yeah. Go see Love, Simon, guys. And go see Tomb Raider. Yes. Highly recommend both. Yep. Don't go see Wrinkle in Time. <laughs> no. Don't ever see that. <laughs> and that has been Blair Vision for the week. And we will see you next week. Peace. Bye-bye, okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs>